92. And who was your father? Uh, also Joseph Carey. Okay. Is, is he still alive? No. How long ago did he pass? Uh, a couple months or two or three months before my mother. And how did he pass if you don't mind me asking? Uh, he committed suicide. Uh, now, when your mom and dad, uh, did you ever did you ever live with them when they lived together? Yes. How old were you about when they divorced? Uh, Twelve years old, I remember, was the deciding factor when we were in court in Houston. I got to say who I wanted to live with. So I remember 12 years old was, at least in the state of Texas, that's where you could decide. So I remember that pretty clearly. So okay. I would say around 12 years old. So that was in Texas? Yes. And you chose to live with your mom? Yes. Um, if, uh, if you can get closer to the microphone, let's just make sure you're going. Jerry's having difficulty. Yeah. Other than Ms. Notman, do you have any other siblings? I had a brother. Okay. A full brother. What was his name? Uh, Kevin Carey. Kevin Carey. Was he younger or older than you? He was younger by about a year and a half. All right, and you said that you had, so I take it he's no longer alive. No, he passed on part. How long ago was that? 2003. Now, you stated there was an age difference of about 12 or 13 years between you and Ms. Um When she was born, were you still living with your mother? Yes. And you were, I guess, about obviously 12 or 13 at that time? Yes. <clears throat> and um, did you all live together during those early years when, when Ms. Naughton was a baby? Yes. Did there come a time when you stopped uh, living with your mother and stayed uh, instead with your grandmother? Yes. How old was Nicole at that time? Let's see, I went to uh, high school in Tampa um, in around 96, 97. So my sister was probably three or four. Okay, so three or four years old, um, you chose while you were in high school to live, stay in Tampa. Why, why what was the reason behind that? So after, without too much background, I guess, so after the mess that I called Houston when we were in the living condition there with my dad and everything, uh, we finally were able to leave that place and my sister's uh, biological father. The legal mess that we were in, the problems we had there, when we finally got back to where all my family was and I felt a lot better being back here, um, my mom wanted to immediately go back to Virginia where she owned a house. And to me, that was just a huge mistake, and it was just kind of getting away from our foundation of family and being together and helping each other out. So I just immediately thought it was going to be a mess again. So I wanted to stay where I was happy. Okay, so you were happy here in Tampa, mm -hmm. and you were happy in high school. Yes. And you didn't want to leave. No. So you chose, and your, and your grandmother was okay with you living with her. Yes. So Nicole was about three or four when when your mom. Um, moved with her to Virginia. So I Yes. Was that about the last period in time when you were actually living with uh, Nicole Notman on a continuous basis? Yes. Aside from the fact you all weren't living together, did you all still remain close, visit each other from time to time? Yes. Talk via phone from time to time? Yes. 
when your mother was in Virginia, is that where she met uh, Robert Deans? Yes. And, and again, you were still down here with, with uh, so you were, were present when she met him and was dating him and eventually got married to him. Is that right? Correct. Now, you stated you joined the Air Force in 2001. Yes. Uh, about how, how long after you had graduated from high school did you join the Air Force? Yeah, immediately. I think maybe there was a month or two between graduation and going to boot camp. And you've been at the Air Force since? Yes. So where were you first stationed when you joined the Air Force? Hill Air Force Base, Utah. How long were you in Utah? Uh, almost two years. <coughs> and again, while you were in the Air Force, did you still maintain contact with Nicole Martin? Yes. And as she grew older, would she come and visit and stay with you from time to time? Yes. And when she was there, when she talked to you about things that are going on in her life? Yes. Did she seem to enjoy the visits that she had with you? Yes. Did you feel at that time that you all were close? Yes. Now, Robert Deans, did you know him very well? Not very well, no. About how many times do you think in total you saw um, Mr. Deans throughout um, after your mom married? I'd say a handful of times, four or five times. Now, when you would visit uh, uh, Nicole, did uh, with the mom, was it your mom? Did everything seem normal? Did you see any sort of fighting or loud arguing when you were there? Uh, between who? Just the family. Did you see any strife or anything that caused you concern? No, nothing that caused concern. No. In the summer of uh, 2015, did you see Nicole at all that summer? Yes. And when did you see her? The summer where uh, after before the incident. Um, what, uh, did you see her here in Tampa or where, or where was she? No, I was living in uh, Washington State. She visited me out there. Now, were you already married by then? Yes. And you already had your kids? Yes. Okay. And um, how long did she stay with you that summer of 2015? Uh, three weeks to a month, somewhere in that area. While she was there that summer of 2015, did she ever discuss any issues with you about your mom? Nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. Nothing just difficult. Did she ever mention to you that she was concerned about your mom or concerned about their relationship or anything that she was worried about? No. Did, um, did she ever discuss with you any issues at school or things that were going on at school, problems she was dealing with at school? I mean, uh, on that specific visit, I don't remember typical, typical problems, you know, bullying or whatever. Okay, so she didn't, she didn't fight in some things, but anything that caused you alarm or concern at that point? No. And what was your understanding as to where she would be going in the fall? Uh, Florida State University. Was that the last time you saw Nicole Martin before the homicides? Yes. So tell me, Mr. Chair, when, when was the first time you heard about these murders? I was coming off of mid-shift, which is a 12-hour shift we do at my job, where uh, it's like 6.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. And uh, got out around 6.30 a.m. and got to my car and saw uh, missed phone calls and text messages. 
And I called back, and it was uh, my uncle Eric, and he was crying. And he told me that I thought it was my grandma immediately because he lives in the same area, and she's older. So I thought maybe something happened to my grandma, and then he was crying. He said, no, it's your mom, and that's when I found out. Okay. So when you're on these shifts, you can't have your phone with you? You can't have phone with you. So um, you get this call from your uncle Eric, and he informs you that that your mom uh, has passed. Um, did he mention Robert at all? Yes. Um, the rumor in the beginning that was. Also, saying it this I'll uh, caution the witness not to testify what somebody else said to you, unless uh, specifically asked, and we have a discussion night allowed. Without saying what was said to you, what was your understanding or belief or at that time in your own mind as to what possibly had occurred? The understanding was that it was a murder-suicide, that um, Bob had killed my mom and was found with a gun in his hand in his chair, and he had killed himself. And that's kind of what you had just interpreted from hearing things, and that's what your belief was? Yes. So what did you do at that time? Um, at the time, I was living on base. So it was a two-minute drive to my house. So I remember driving home um, to get, a, you know, to stay on the phone and get a better understanding of what was going on. Um, and then I wanted to call my sister. And I, I asked my uncle if anybody call my sister and let her know. And they said that they told her um, that she had been in an accident and we didn't know her stats because we didn't want her driving from Tallahassee to Tampa, knowing that her mom died. We were worried of her driving condition. So um, I called my sister to let her know that, you know, we all love you. Don't worry about it. Just get to Tampa. We'll figure things out. Okay, so your your immediate concern at that time was for your sister and her well-being. Yes, yes. Right. And so as you got home, so that's your first, your first conversation with your sister? Yes. How did she sound when you talked to her? Um... If I remember correctly, it was like a lower voice, um, maybe a little bit upset. Okay. And in that conversation, did she say anything to you that you recall specifically? Uh, in that first phone call, no. It was more just receiving information from me. And I think she had already talked to some of my uncles before I had called her, too. So she had already been given the news. And so, according to what you just said, your, your, your purpose in that phone call is just to put her at ease, to let her know that she has family and you were coming there and everything's going to be okay. Yeah, she's not alone. She's surrounded by family and everything's fine. And you said that you got off at 6.30, so what, about what time did you call her from your base? Somewhere around probably 6.45 to 7. Okay, about what time, uh, East Coast time, would that have been? 11 um, yeah, say 11 o'clock. Okay. Now, when you called her that first time and told her that Joel would be there for Sorry, her, that's 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Okay. 10 o'clock. Okay. Sorry. So, when you called her that first time, um, and, and did you tell her uh, at that time that her mother was, was dead? No, not yet. Okay. So what happens next? So after I talked to my sister and you know told her I'm working on coming down, um, I start getting on a computer to see if I can buy a plane ticket to come to Florida. 
Um, so I'm searching on the internet, and then my sister calls me back, and I I answered the phone. I told her, "Hey, Nikki, listen, I'll talk to you in a minute. I just need to get this ticket. There was only one or two left because I didn't want to blow her up. You know, you know, half talk to her and half focus on something else. I wanted to give her all the attention. So I said, "Let me call you back. Give me like 10, 15 minutes." So we hung up. Let me ask you, what was her demeanor when she called you back that time? How did she sound? She sounded normal. Like, hey, Joey. You know. right. So you you told her you'd call her back. Yeah. You were in the process of purchasing the ticket. Yes. And did you call her back? I did. All right, tell us about that. How long after she called you did you call her back? I guess it was about 15 minutes or so. And I went to the couch and sat down because I had a feeling it was probably going to be a longer call so I can... She's calling me back in my mindset where she is up. So I wanted to dedicate time to talking, so I went to the couch to sit down and talk to her. Okay. And when you when you called her back, what did she say to you first? Uh, so I answer, or she answers, and I say, hey, Nikki, just, you know, just want to let you know again, we love you, and we're going to see you soon. And then she got quiet. She said, oh, I need, I'm sorry, one of the jurors is still having trouble. Oh. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. So, you know, I started off with a normal chit-chat. You know, love you, we'll see you soon. And then she just was quiet for a second. And then she said, I'm going to miss you, Joey. Just like that, just very matter of fact, I'm yeah. going to miss you, Joey? Yep. Right. What did you think when you heard her say that? I didn't know what she meant the first time she said it. Um, and I don't think I made sense of it just yet. And I said, what? You know, something like say it again or what? I'm just going to miss you. And I said, what do you mean? And then at this point, saying it out loud sounds weird, but I was thinking maybe she was thinking of hurting herself because she's, her mom's gone. So, um, but I didn't want to put words in her mouth. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? I was like, I want to say that stage, are you thinking you're hurting yourself now at this point? And she said, no, I don't think I'd do that. And I said, so what do you mean by that? And then she got quiet again, and then she says, I shot him. I said, you did what? Like, I shot I shot mom and Bob. I said, and I remember leaning forward. I remember leaning forward on the couch and saying it again. I said, what do you mean you shot mom and Bob? I said, why did you do that? Or something to that effect. And she just started crying um, really bad and talking really fast. And I couldn't understand what she was saying. I was trying to calm her down. And uh, eventually I was trying to get her to calm down and make sense of what she's saying. And um, eventually she got to the point where she was explaining that ever since she got back from um, London, her school trip, that she's had um, uncontrollable screaming in her head and like a high-pitched screaming. And that um, it was affecting her sleep and she was having nightmares from it. And then... Um, I tried to calm her down some more, and then she said, if I had only gotten a good news phone call about the dorms earlier, if I only got the good news phone call about the dorms earlier, I wouldn't have had to do it. And I didn't know what she meant by that. I didn't know anything about the dorm situation. I didn't, I didn't know what she was meaning by that. And then she said something that I remember, you know, um, I'm, I'm sorry I had to do it. I'm not sorry that I did it, but I'm sorry I had to do it. Um, and 
and she was, you know, more crying and things like that. And then I remember thinking to myself, well, I need to, I don't know what to do now, so um, I'm going to call my family and have them help me think correctly about this. I, mean, I, was, I want to go, go through this carefully because there were other things she said to you, so it's, I want to yeah. get everything out that, that she said to you at that time. So you talked about the screaming in her head, and good news about the dorm room. Um, what did she tell you specifically about shooting Bobby? Yeah, um, she said, and then she went to like a whisper, and she was like, I didn't think I could do it, too. I didn't think I could do it, but I shot Bobby. I didn't think I could do it. And it was just weird because it was in a whisper, and it almost sounded like she was proud of herself. Um, I know there was more being said, and I'm sorry. I'm just, oh, it's okay, it's okay. I'll, I'll, did she, um, did she mention anything about what happened when your, when your mom arrived, when your mom arrived? So, okay, so she, she described, um, after she shot Bob, that a lot of the screaming went away in her head. It didn't go away all the way, but it went away a lot. And then she described she went up to her dorm, and she was hanging out in the dorm. stairwell saying, you know, your dreams are almost realized, keep going, things like that, like motivational posters. And she took that as a sign from God to go back and finish the job. So then she told me she went back to Tampa and she waited in the house overnight for my mom. And then when my mom got home, she said that she got cold feet the last second. She wanted to get out of the house. So she mistimed it. She jumped out of the window to not meet my mom. So my mom was walking in the house, and she wanted to jump out of the window and just time it to where she would miss her. And she mistimed it and ran to my mom. And she said, my mom said, Nikki, what the fuck are you doing here? And she said she blacked out, and somehow she knows she did it. And then I don't remember if she said she was in the car driving or she was getting to the car to drive away. Did she ever mention anything about you calling her an animal or something along those lines? Um, she said, she said you can call me a beast, but don't call me a monster or something like that. How, how did the conversation end? Um, I just remember saying, like, why did you have to do that? You had options. You, you could have called your uncle. You could have called your grandma. You could have called me. Why did you have to do that? And and um, I don't know what she said. She just kept, kept crying. I'm sorry. It's all right. Would you like a glass of water, a cup of water? <clears throat> uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. So uh, then I hung up and called my family back to find out. <laughs> I'm like, are we angry at her? Are we trying to help her? What are we doing? Help me think straight. What do I do? And I think I was talking to my Uncle Kenny, and it's either my Uncle Eric or Kenny, I can't remember, but they talked about it for a while and they said, We're going to try and help her. And then um, I said, Okay. And then I called her back and said, Listen, somewhere in the process here, I knew that they were sending a detective up to, to talk to her. And I said, Listen, when, you, when they get up there, just tell them you want to wear not to. Don't say anything. And that's what I said. We love you. I don't know when I'm going to talk to you again. And that was it.
Did law enforcement, after you called your uncles and told them what Nicole had told you, did law enforcement ever contact you? Yes. All right, and did they ask you what Nicole had told you? Yes. And what did you tell them at first? Um, at first, uh, you know, I asked if, if she was going to get alerted. I mean, I had to say anything also. And they said, yes, it doesn't extend to me. So I told them everything that she told me. I told them the story that I remember her telling me. And that was a, a detective from uh, from Tampa who called you initially? Yes. And did you ever meet with an OSI agent from the base and give them the same story about what happened? Yeah, the detective told me I need to get a I need to go over to the OSI now or pretty soon he had to make arrangements to meet an agent there so that you know they can document the story and all that. So I met with the agent shortly thereafter. And did you eventually meet with the lead detective in this case, Detective Mitchell Nasser, and, and tell him what occurred? Um, yeah, in person when I ended up flying to Tampa. When, when's the next time you hear or talk to your sister after that? I think the next time is literally the visitation before I left town to go back home um, at the jail. Right, so you went and visited her at the jail? Yes. And how did she seem when you were talking to her at the jail? Like very happy, very um, like, like nothing was wrong. Like she felt great. She was smiling and giddy. Aside from that visit, did you visit her, her or talk to her again? There was a couple more, two or three more phone calls uh, after I returned back home through the the jail service. Are you still in contact with her? Jackson, your relative? So you said um, you maybe talked to her two or three more times after that visit. Um, have you talked to her since then? No. Prior to these murders and, and all your contacts with your sister, did she ever indicate there were any serious problems with the house? No. And if she had, would you try to help her? Yes. Do I have any other moment? Yes.
be the case when we have the motion to discuss with Mr. Lewis? Absolutely, yeah, we have time. Because my concern um, originally was that Mr. Terry was not going to let me get into um, the childhood and things of abuse. However, that was clearly opened up on direct. So I don't think that's an issue as far as the childhood, why he ran away, um, and the you know the home life of Ms. Hopkins. Clearly, he went into that, so I don't think that's the issue. As far as, just, and I will say, as far as what he observed with his mom and Nicole, not as far as what he had experienced with his own mom, I think that's irrelevant. That doesn't go to her battered child syndrome. But it goes to the atmosphere she grew up in. So you can be a battered child for many reasons. So her brother runs away at 16 is what he's going to say. And he already testified to it because of the stress of what's going on. His mom at the time is going through a divorce from his biological father and at the same time going through a custody battle with Nicole. She's in that environment. It's absolutely relevant. And it was already elicited on direct. So to now limit what I can ask about that is clearly prejudicial. With regard to, I guess, my concern is I believe all of her childhood and everything now comes in because Mr. Terry went into it. The issue now is whether he can now testify to specific acts of abuse or violence, whether it be psychological or physical, that either he witnessed his mom commit against Nicole. Against Nicole. Correct. And that's what I intend on asking. So it's going to be questions about, you know, the belittling, the liposuction, things that, you know, the mom um, made Nicole do as it relates to what he observed. Well, let me ask, uh, Mr. Chair, you did ask him, was there any fighting? Did you witness any fighting between Nicole or the mother? Did everything seem normal? Did she discuss anything with you about her relationship with her mom? And then your final question to him was, prior to the murder, did you ever... Um, something, any serious problems at the house? Did you ever observe something? I can't remember here, right? But you asked the question, prior to the murder, um, did you ever something, any serious problems at the house? Doesn't that open the door to them if they have specific instances? Judge, I was just trying to point out that there was nothing he could see, that she never told him anything, no, any reason why she would have done this. That's all. I wasn't really getting into any abuse she witnessed, any abuse she suffered. Just did she ever indicate any reason why she would have done this, any, any problems going on that she would have caused her to kill her mother? So here's the difference, and this is what needs to be elicited, and I believe Mr. Carey, as previously testified, he will say all these things. To Mr. Carey, and he'll say this, I didn't consider it abuse because I was a strong person and I got out. I could stand up to my mom. What he's going to say is that his mom would say that his, their children are a disgrace to them. So in his eyes, when he says things are normal or okay, they were normal or okay to him because he left at 18, he went into the military, and he was able to stand up to his mom. But he has previously testified under oath that his, his mom would say that their children were a disgrace, that he would belittle Nicole, I mean, that she would do little Nicole, that uh, she was commenting on her weight, that she made her get liposuction. So, again, the way Mr. Terry characterized the questions to Joseph was, again, trying to paint this perfect uh, picture, which is at all not the case. I'm not going to ask anything that I don't believe he's going to, again, I don't plan on eliciting facts that I don't believe he's previously testified to. These are all things that he's previously testified to and that he observed. And so just most of my questions were intending to, because you've already let in 
much stuff as you said because of the insanity, I felt like I had to at least ask those questions whether or not he noticed anything from Nicole that would give him concern, that anything that she was saying to him that would cause him concern as far as what was going on in the household. But let me ask you, I mean, how do I, how do I limit the cross if the question to him is that everything seemed normal between Nicole and the mother, how do I limit the cross to go into things that may imply that things weren't normal? Judge, as far as... They, they, you've already you've already ruled and, and against the state's position. That's the reason I ask these questions ahead of time. You've already ruled that a lot of this stuff, the liposuction, the, all that stuff that can come in under the insanity because the doctors rely on it. That's what you ruled earlier. Well, I hadn't read the depo yet. I, I, I have made some rulings. I'd have to go back to see specifically, but I did say that now that they have the insanity defense and they have a different doctor, that whatever that doctor relies on for the insanity defense most likely I'm going to have to allow in. I read his deposition last night, and he talks about diagnosing her with schizophrenia, um, hallucinations, delusional, and he says that it started, the symptomology started at that third grade. So it does. The, the insanity expert um, opens that door. So I agree with you. I, whether I ruled that previously or not, I, I know where we're going to go with that and, and what I'm going to have to allow. But I just, I'm concerned now about what limitations I place on them on cross. For example, if she want, if the testimony thus far on direct is there were, um, I never observed any fighting or anything abnormal. Um, there was nothing to give me any concern. How do I limit the defense from bringing up things like did your mother call um, Nicole worthless or whatever um, the previous testimony is? Because that's the thing. The cross is intended to go into any anything that is, it can't be limited. If it was discussed on direct, there is no limitation on what's the fact or the issue. You can't mislead a jury and leave it out there that everything was normal and then limit my ability again. Not in any way to elicit facts that have not been previously testified to. But these are things that Mr. Carey has previously discussed in either a deposition, an interview, and or his daughter child syndrome hearing. And so, to me, you can't limit the cross now that those topics have been elicited by a system. Mr. Carey? So I'm not asking you to limit it exclusively on what I'm saying is, Judge, I don't want it to be a feature. The, Your Honor, I would put it in a box here with this insanity defense because Your Honor has ruled that a much of this, and you, in fact, you told Ms. Holt this yesterday, much of the, are the same, all the same issues are going to come in because of insanity. And, and when, when their witness testified yesterday, you basically let everything in. You let all the hearsay in that, that so I've got to find a way to in some way confront the insanity, but, but I'm not willing to concede at all that the battered child syndrome and the self-defense applies. No, no, nobody gets after it. Absolutely. So, so I'm, I, I agree with you. So, so I've been put in a situation here, Judge, based on your rulings yesterday with, the, with your own defense witnesses and what you allowed in, which was basically everything, that Nicole was scared of her mom, that Nicole and her mom fought. So all of those things came in already. So I felt like if I didn't mention it at least, or at least say, that, did you see anything that caused you concern, but I agree. I mean, I don't think you did anything right or wrong, or did you? But but now, so so whether it's based on the fact that you asked um, whether everything was normal, or based on the fact that I've already ruled that they're going to be able to get into it, they're going to be. They, they have to be allowed on cross to question him about those. You thought it was normal, but didn't this happen? Didn't that happen? Mm-hmm. If he observed it, and that's why just what he observed. 
And I, and, I, and I understand that. And I'm not going to really argue that. But I am going to ask Judge that she not be asking him specific instances of abuse he suffered at the hands of his mom. Because that's irrelevant to this charge. It's only, it's only what, what Nicole suffered as a battered child syndrome, as according to them. So that's not true. So if, in fact, Nicole knew about specific acts of violence that the mom inflicted on him, and I have case law on that. But how is he going to be able to testify that Nicole did? He, he's going to say they discussed it. I asked him in our trial prep, prep that specific question before I asked about specific acts of violence, and Nicole knew about things his mom had done to him. That absolutely goes to self-defense. There's two types, two ways you can um, well, well, elicit character evidence, and I understand the self-defense. But I don't want him to think that they, they're not coming in at all. If we end up at self-defense, I think we're not going to be able to Absolutely. Okay. All right. I think we're all right. Um, I don't know if there's anything uh, that we need to uh, discuss with him. I don't believe so. All right. So let's bring the jury back in and uh, do the cross again. Let's bring the witness in first. Yes, thank you. I'll bring the witness Bring in the witness. Bring in the witness. Just to clarify the court's ruling, because Mr. Carey asked about his biological father and Mr. the Carey. fact that he committed suicide, Joseph's biological father, he was physically abusive in the home. And I want to make sure if that's fair game or not. His biological father was abusive to him and part of the turmoil that's going on. And then the biological father was elicited on direct commitment. What does that have to do with Nicole? Remember, was Nicole? Was well, because the divorce. Okay, so why he runs away? This divorce and all the turmoil that's happening is after she's born. She's an infant judge. She doesn't know anything about all that. I mean, that's, that's, it's such a stretch to try to put that and then have Nicole just on her and know anything about that. The, the point is, why he ran away is twofold. His father, he, his father was physically abusive to him, and he wanted to get out of the turmoil of this divorce. I don't want him to make it, Mr. Um, Terry almost made it look like he chose to live with Grandma because he wanted to live in Tampa and not Virginia. He chose to live with Grandma because his father was physically abusive, and his mom was in the process of divorcing his father, and at the same time in a custody battle with Nicole's biological father. That's the relevance. And I, I'm not going to ask about specific, what did your dad do, but he was physically abusive in the home. Again, I don't think I have a chance to see how it goes to Nicole's insanity defense or to a better child syndrome defense. I don't see there's a connection at all. It may have something to do with him, but it has nothing to do with anything to do with this case or with Nicole Mountain. I, I agree. I don't see the relevance of, um, he testified that there was a mess. Um, I mean, if you want to reiterate with that, him, but go into the specific of that the father was physically abusive to him, when there's no indication that um, that is any way related to Nicole, I, I don't see, no. Um, well, part of the issue, too, would go to his, you know, again, I, I don't plan on, I hope I don't have to impeach him on any issues, but why you left and why you ran away at 16 was for those very reasons. His father was physically, it wasn't I came to Tampa because I just wanted to be around my family. He wanted to get away from the chaos of his home with his mother, who was at the same time in a divorce with his biological father because of physical abuse and because of the custody. Well, well here's what you did. the environment. Here's what you did. I mean, because Mr. Cherry, you, you did get that out. You did testify about me. You can ask him 
specifically on cross, why, um, what are the reasons why you um, stayed with his, with the grandmother? Okay. And let's see what he says. Okay. Let's bring him back in. Terry, welcome back. I'm going to put you back on the witness stand before we bring the uh, jury in. Stay ready? Is that ready? Yes. Let's bring in the jury. Welcome back. You know, I have to ask, does anyone have any exposure to the case, discuss the case, or do any research related to the case during the last break? Let the record reflect there are no hands. Thank you all again. You may proceed to cross-examination. Thank you, Judge. Good morning, Mr. Perry. Good morning. So your mom had three children, uh, you, Kevin, and Nicole. Yes. Uh, you were the oldest. Yes. And Nicole was the youngest, obviously. Yes. You had indicated on direct that there was about a 12-year age difference between you and Nicole. Yes. And then Kevin and you were about a year apart. Yeah, a year apart. Yeah. You had indicated your father committed suicide shortly before your mom's death in 2015. Yes. Now, your brother Kevin, who was born, I guess, in 1984, died in a car accident in 2003. Yes. And that would have been when Nicole was about six or seven? I trust you. Yes. What year do you recall Nicole being born? 94. Okay. Now, Nicole's biological, you had indicated on direct, you and Nicole had different fathers. Yes. Nicole's biological father is an individual by the name of Ronald Knopfman. Yes. And your mom had met Mr. Knopfman in Texas when you all lived there. Correct. And at the time of her relationship with Nicole's biological father, she was in the midst of divorcing your biological father, who is also named Joseph Carey. Yes. And this was all happening in Texas when Nicole was very young. Yes. I think you said your mom and your father, at least the divorce started about when you were 12. So it would have been right around the time Nicole was born or shortly after. Uh, yes. I think well, it was about when I was ending, because I think my decision, whatever, was kind of on the tail end of it all. Now, you've described that divorce and that custody, custody battle as pretty nasty. Yes. This wasn't um, a typical divorce or a divorce where maybe visitation and things were agreed upon and things were uh, cordial between the parties. Would you agree with that? No, they didn't like each other. I mean, we had visitation and things like that, but it was a legal battle for sure. And it was a legal battle both between your mom and your biological father for the divorce, but also a legal battle between your mom and Nicole's father, Ronald Nachman, about her custody situation yes. with Nicole, correct? Yes. And this, again, is while Nicole is a very young child. Yes. You'd agree your mom was tough on you growing up? Yes. She would get angry if you or her children did not meet her expectations? Yes. 
she would belittle her children? That's what I'm saying. Call them a disgrace at times? Yes. Now, your mom and Ronald Nachman, Nicole's father, weren't together very long. No. So, Nicole is born in 1994, and this custody battle and all of this turmoil begins pretty early in Nicole's life. Yes. In fact, as a child, you remember your mom and Ronald Nachman living together for a very short period of time in the home with you, your brother, and Nicole. Yes. But they lived in separate rooms. Yeah, he had his own room. And that was kind of weird to you? Yes. And then after Nicole's birth in 1994, there's a lot of arguing going on in that home before Ronald Lockman eventually moves out. Yes. Arguing to the point where your mom and Ronald Lockman would get in each other's face sometimes. Yes. While Nicole was there. Yes. You also remember your mom becoming physical with Ronald while Nicole was there. Pushing? Uh, yeah, I think I remember pushing, yeah. So then Ronald Nachman and your mom's relationship is short-lived. She's at the same time going through the divorce with your biological dad, and Ronald Nachman moves out. Yes. Is that how you remember it? Yes. Is it fair to say the custody battle between your mom and Ronald Nachman over visitation for Nicole pretty much went on through most of her childhood? Yes. And ultimately, your mom obtained sole custody of Nicole, and Ronald Nachman is completely eliminated from your sister's life. Yes. In fact, your memory of that time in Texas, and again, you're older, 12 years older than Nicole, that time when all this was happening between your mom and Ronald and your mom and your biological father was an absolute mess. Yes. Filled with a lot of stress. Yes. That's when, I believe you testified on direct, as your mom is about to move from Texas to Virginia, you decide you're coming to Tampa to live with Grandma. Mm -hmm. yes. Is that a yes? You didn't, it wasn't really just a, like a decision that the family agreed upon. You actually ran away from your home with your mother, correct? Yes. Okay. So this wasn't, hey, Mom, I think it would be better for me to live with Grandma, if that's okay. This was, I'm running away and I'm not coming with you to Virginia. Yeah, it started off with me just saying I want to stay here, and she didn't want that, so eventually I just started staying here. And you actually physically got out of the car and ran away? <clears throat> yes. Now, at the time you run away from your mom's home, Nicole is only two or three years old at this point. Yes. So while you could stand up to your mom or indicate to your mom, I'm going, regardless of what you say, at three years old, Nicole didn't have a choice, did she? No. Now, you begin attending high school in Tampa while living with your grandmother. Yes. And at the same time, Nicole is up in Virginia living with your mom alone at this point. Yes. So Kevin has already passed by then. No. no. Kevin's still there. Kevin's still there. So Kevin and Nicole are in Virginia together, and it's about 1996 or 97 when you run away to live in Tampa with your grandmother. Yes. And then you never lived with your mom again after that period of time. No. 
So at this point, when you run away and choose to live with your grandmother, you're about 15 and Nicole's about 30. Is that your recollection of the ages? Yes. So it's fair to say when Nicole's three, four, five, six years old, seven years old, all the way up until college, you never lived in the same home again with Nicole and your mother? No. Because after you ran away at 15, you stayed with your grandmother, finished high school, and then went to the Air Force, I believe, right after high school, you said. Right. Your brother, Kevin, prior to his death, had also left home to go into the military at age 18. Isn't that right? Yes. Is it fair to say that during your childhood, or at least most of your childhood, you had your brother, Kevin, to lean on? Yes. You all were close in age, a year or so apart. Yes. But by the time all of this is happening and you've run away, Kevin's joined the military, Nicole's pretty much by herself. Yes. Let's talk about your sister as a child. Do you remember her as an outgoing kid yes. when she was little? Loved to dance? Yes. Sing? Yes. Put on shows for everybody? Is that, fair to, uh, is that a fair description of your sister when she was little? Yes. I want to show you what's been marked as Defense Exhibit 3A and 3B and tell me if you recognize these photos and what they are. Yes, Is that what you remember Nicole being as a young child, happy, the way you just described her? Yes. Does it this time I'd introduce Defense Exhibit 3A and 3B? Any objections at this time? Permission to public? You may public. How much is in this photograph? Uh, on the left, my friend Jeff, uh, my sister on my lap, and then my brother Kevin. If you know, and I know it's hard to look at pictures, but about how old do you think Nicole is in this picture? I'm guessing about two or three. Defense 3D? Who's that? Myself and my sister. About how old do you think maybe she was there? Yes, four, three or four. So as a young child, you remember Nicole what we see in those photographs, a happy kid. And then at some point, you see a change in her. What About what grade do you recall the change happening where Nicole just wasn't that bubbly, happy kid anymore? I'd say around the middle school. And when you say middle school, because middle school can mean different things for different people, or elementary, middle, about what grade? grade I think. Describe for the jury what kind of changes you began to see in Nicole around that time. Um, she became very introverted, um, not outgoing at all. She was, she used to sing and dance in front of strangers. She just stopped doing that. Um, she started dressing just much more conservatively and, you know, flat colors. She wasn't wearing the bright colors and things like that that she used to. Um, pretty quiet, kind of escaped to her. I don't, remember, I don't know if she had a laptop back then, but, you know, she was always drawing things and things like that and would kind of just go to that. What about her feelings about her self-image or self-conscious? Yeah, very, what I took is low self-esteem. 
um, carry low self-esteem. Let's talk about middle school and on. Do you recall Nicole ever having friends where, you know, you heard she had a sleepover maybe? And I know you're not living in the home, but you had indicated you're still having direct contact with both Nicole and your mom at times. Is that fair to say? Uh, yes, and we're talking about middle school still? Well, okay. at any point. Ever remember Nicole talking about, you know, friends she's having over for sleepovers or birthday parties or anything like that? Anything you remember about friends? Uh, dude, she had one go-to friend a lot, and uh, I don't remember her name or anything, but there was basically one friend. One friend for her child childhood, as you remember it. Yes. Now, at some point when you notice the changes that you just described in Nicole, um, and maybe, you know, this issue about friends or not having friends, was she also reporting anything about bullying or people picking on her at school? Yeah. Yes. And did you, in fact, bring that up to the family? Because now you're not living in Tampa, but did you bring up your concerns or your observations to family members? About the bullying specifically or her? her in general. Team? I'm seeing things different in my sister, whether it be the bullying, the self-conscious. Did you tell anybody in the family? Uh, yes. Okay. And your mom's response? Uh, she just needs to work on her self-esteem. Uh, I'll sustain it to the specific, don't uh, testify to what somebody else said. Did your mom get her any counseling? Uh, nothing enough. Did your mom intervene or uh, attempt to address the issues that you voiced to her about the observations you were making about your sister as you sit here today? Uh, nothing enough. You, in fact, used the word counseling when describing your concerns to the family. Isn't that right? That she needed counseling. Yeah, I, I might have said see someone or talk to somebody. Yeah. Which is could be counseling. It could be a guidance counselor. It could be anybody. Right. And again, no, as you sit here today, you're not aware of either your mother, your grandmother, or anyone in the family. And I understand you're away. Actually, taking that step after your recommendation and actually taking the call to see somebody or have her talk to somebody. No, but no. Do you know how many different schools your sister went to? Uh, yeah, 14 or 13. And we're talking about not trying the FSU, but 13 different schools from age, when you start kindergarten at 5 until you graduate high school, let's say 18. Right. That's 13 years of life and 13 different schools your sister attended. Yes. Is it fair to say when your mom wanted your sister to do something, she did it? Yes. Was your sister someone who was good at speaking up or going against your mom, or would do as your mom said? Um, usually just do what my mom said. Does the phrase, don't tell mom, become a common phrase your sister used with everybody? You, the family, don't tell mom. I don't want to say common, but she's told me a couple times, don't tell mom about whatever. As far as your mom's behavior towards your sister when it came to her weight or her appearance, you're aware that your mom had your sister get liposuction? Yes. 
And that was not because your sister was like grossly obese and weighed 300 pounds. Your sister's never been grossly obese, correct? No. Your mom made your sister get LASIK or was about to make her get LASIK? She wanted her to get LASIK, yeah. And as far as you understood, your sister was extremely nervous, scared, and, and not really wanting to get LASIK. Yeah, she didn't want anything touching her eyes. The fact shaming or the comments sometimes would come with regard to your sister's weight, and again, things you didn't understand that your sister wasn't obese? Um, I don't remember her making comments specifically about the weight, more just make sure she's running and you know eating properly and things like that. So your sister would share with you that mom's making me run. I think so, yeah. And it was mild. Yes. And you knew that to mean because of she, your mom believed she was overweight. Yes. And it's not like your sister was the athletic type, you'd agree? Right. She's not the track star or the runner who would run for enjoyment. Not that I know of. Now, at some point, your mom married Bob, and I think it's in 2004. Yes. So Nicole would have been about 10? Yes. And you, in fact, didn't even meet Bob until after your mom and him had married. Correct. And this was all while they were living in Virginia? Yes. And they were obviously married until his death in 2015, so about 11 years. Yes. And you met Bob in those 11 years about four times. Yes. You knew nothing about Bob's family. Yes. Never really saw Bob and your sister interact. No. It's not like Bob was taking an active role in the upbringing of your sister. As far as you knew. As far as I knew. Were you aware that your sister had her own apartment when she was 17 attending Sickles High School here in Tampa? No. You didn't know that until this case, is that correct? It might have been brought up that she was living in an apartment, but I probably just assumed my mom was there with her. But the fact that it was alone in an apartment by herself for her high school last year or so was not something that you were aware of. No. And your family, the Lears at least, your grandmother still lived in Tampa at the time. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yes. Bob lived in the house in Carrollwood at the time. I think so. And Eric and your uncles all were in Tampa, but yet your sister, for whatever reason, had an apartment by herself while she was at Sickles. Is that your understanding now? Yeah, everybody lived there. So everybody lived in Tampa, yet she was by herself in, the, in an apartment. And what I mean by I'm herself... because that's what I've been told. I mean, I, I can't verify that, but... Now, when you were keeping in contact with Nicole for the visits that you described, where it would be summertime or things like that, 
again, she still was not, and I want to finish on through middle school and high school, she's still not that bubbly, happy kid you remember. At the times that you're interacting with her during those breaks, you're having to drag her places with your family. Yes. In fact, in 2011, which Nicole would have been about 17? 15, 16, yeah. Okay. Uh, your mom actually wanted to send Nicole to live with you in New York. Yes. And that didn't happen? Correct. And why is that? Um, my mom wanted me to, she wanted her to live with me, and I was off work, but she wanted a very specific school district and very specific uh, type of house and very specific type of neighborhood and I was like that's way more than I can afford so um, I said I can do it I, I either need help or you're going to have to let me go somewhere else that I can afford and so ultimately she didn't come up with me so that was in 2011 when your mom wanted to send Nicole to live with you up in New York. Yes. And where was your mom moving at the time, or what was the reason she needed you to take Nicole? Honestly, I don't know if she was down in Tampa or she was in Virginia. And in fact, you and your mom didn't speak for several years after that because of that. A few years, yeah. And that was because you basically turned her down or refused to do what she asked you to do. I'm assuming I never found out why she... Was upset. Well, common sense would say. There's a lot of things we talked about, so. Yeah. Okay. Now, as far as your sister attending Florida State, um, based on the observations you had seen up to that point of Nicole, um, when you would visit, she's 18, getting ready to graduate high school and going off to college. From what you could observe, was she somebody who was capable of caring for herself away at school alone without any supervision? No. Was she someone who knew how to pay bills? No. Have the electricity turned on? No. Someone who could function in adult daily life up at college by herself? No. The times that she would visit you, would you have to actually tell her when to take a shower? Yes. And if you didn't, she would go days without showering? Yes. she gets to college, it's your understanding that your mom chose Nicole's degree, is that correct? Yes. And that this fear Nicole had of your mom about disappointing or meeting her expectations is still going on in college? Yes. It's not something that's gone away? Can you say the question again? I'm sorry. This fear your sister had, you said earlier, of meeting your mom's expectations oh, or disappointing yes. or not, all that's still happening now when we're at Florida State and in college. You'd agree? Yes. Now, the summer before your mom and Bob's death, you had indicated your sister came to stay with you for about three weeks or a month. Yes. Mr. Terry had asked you whether Nicole during those few weeks had ever voiced any concerns to you. And I think your answer was just the typical concerns, bullying and things like that at school. 
I'm trying to remember. Usually that was nothing out of the ordinary, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, just to clarify, when you say out of the ordinary, to most people, bullying would be a big deal. You'd agree? Yes. When you say out of the ordinary, these are things your sister has endured her whole life, so for you, they're out of the ordinary. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't, I don't even know why I said bullying. I'm trying to think of any complaints specifically during that visit. And if, if I have a past comment, then sure, I just, for some reason, I can't remember. Well, in college in general, you were aware of bullying, like her roommate throwing her mattress in the hallway and oh, things like yes. that? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, correct. But I guess what I'm trying to clarify is when you say Nicole's not voicing anything out of the ordinary, these were things she had endured and experienced pretty much her entire childhood. So to you, they were out of the ordinary. Yes. Because it was, oh, Nicole's getting bullied again. Her roommates are putting her stinky mattress out in the hallway. Yes. Okay. The time that she's staying with you that summer, though, again, she's not bathing unless told to. Right. Correct? She would leave in the middle of the night and walk to, I guess, some store down where you live to buy, like, junk food. Yes. And you even had a comment or a discussion with her and said, Nicole, I'll go to the store and buy you what you want. Right. But in her mind, she had to go out in the middle of the night to get this snack or this food she wanted. Yeah, she didn't want to drive. She just wanted to walk and buy it herself. She would also then, after buying the junk food, despite you talking to her about it's okay, hide the wrappers. Yes. You also recall her using her laptop that visit in summer of 2015, correct? Yes. And at times you would hear or see her talking to it. It was just that one incident we were talking about where the laptop was open and her giggling and I looked in, maybe some mumbling, but I just assumed she was talking to, talking out loud to whatever she was talking to online, like chat room or whatever. Now, as far as um, your mom and Bob's death, I want to move to that week, um, and you had indicated earlier, so Nicole stayed with you about three weeks for a month, and then came back to Tampa and stayed with your mom up until college was going to begin for the new semester. I think so, yes. And I believe you said, and I don't know if you said the date, if you remember what day that week is when you realized you had all the missed calls and texts from your family as if something was wrong. I don't remember the specific day. It was the morning of uh, that everything happened. So like the 21st of August, sure. after Nicole had already gone to school and the same day of the yes. phone call. Okay. Yes. Now, one of the things you understood from your family when you initially called them back, because your your initial concern is Nicole. Yes. How is she going to handle this? How is she going to react? Yes. And so your understanding is your family had actually told Nicole that your mom was in an accident. Yes. And just because they didn't want her driving, thinking, I guess, there was a death in the family, and right. she made panic. So everyone is concerned about how Nicole is going to handle such a traumatic thing. Yeah, she was driving from Tallahassee. We didn't want to give her bed news like that. And that's when you had indicated you start looking for flights um, for yourself and for Nicole from Tallahassee to Tampa. Yes. So you call your sister kind of initially just to discuss the travel and let her know, hey, listen, I'm looking for flights. Everything's going to be okay. Yes. 
And I think you testified with Mr. Terry asked you that when she answers the phone, her, her comment to you is when you say, are you okay, Nicole? So she now knows or at least believes in your mind mm -hmm. that your mom's been in some sort of accident. Correct. In your mind, she already knows that now people are making travel arrangements, so it must be serious. Uh, yes. Because you're not going to come from Washington if your mom has a, a scrape on her wrist, right? Well, I mean, I was still operating with, I, I'm pretending that I know there's an accident as well, and we don't know her status, but it's serious, so I just kind of played that role. My point is, even if you were to believe that Nicole believed it was an accident, it's serious because you're now making travel arrangements for her and you to fly there. Yes. And her response to that initial phone call is, hi, Joey, like everything's normal. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was, yeah, like that. And when I use the word normal, not normal to someone who had just found out something was wrong. She was not acting normal. No, under the circumstances. Under the circumstances, correct. You then tell her, I'm going to call you back, Nicole, because you wanted to really spend time talking to her and making sure she was okay. Yes. And you want to continue looking at flights and get the flight before you lose the flight. Correct. So it's about 30 minutes or so when you call her back. Uh, 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes, sure. And that's when she tells you, I'm going to miss you. Yes. You immediately go to, what is she talking about? Is she going to hurt herself, commit suicide, or do something like that? Right. And that's when she says, I did it, I shot him. And she says it in like a whisper voice. Yes. After she tells you that, she then begins crying hysterically. Yes. And now she's talking and you're not being able to make sense of anything she's saying. Correct. And so we're clear as far as the time frame. This is August 21st, that Friday, about what time do you think this conversation is happening in the morning? I'm going to guess around 7.45, 8 o'clock. Your time, what would it have been in Tampa time? Eastern. Uh, 10.45, 11 o'clock. Okay. Late morning of Friday the 21st for us, a little earlier for you. Yes. And when she starts crying and is talking crazy, it's nothing you can even comprehend. Yes. She then tells you, if I had only gotten the news about the dorms earlier, I wouldn't have had to do it. Yes. You now know that she had not secured a dorm in time. No, yes. Okay, and that's what she was talking about. Yes. But at the time she tells you that, you have no idea what is she saying that I didn't, I wouldn't have had to shoot him if I had only gotten the door. Right. You'd agree that her not securing a dorm in time would have been something that angered your mother. Yes. It would have been a very big mistake, issue, ordeal in your mother's eyes. Yes. She then tells you that she's had screaming in her head since London and things were really bad. Yes. She describes pressure or feeling pressure. Yes. Now, your sister studied abroad in London in 2013, correct? Her freshman year? I think so. Okay. 
So this is 2015. So the screening she's describing to you is where the time frame is right. Is going on for about two years. Correct. She also described not being able to sleep and having nightmares since that time frame. Yes. She told you that she didn't think she could shoot Bob, mm -hmm. but that after she did, she went and sat on her bed and the screaming had gone away a little bit. Yes. But that the screaming was still there. Yes. She then told you that she had wanted to jump out of her bedroom window to avoid seeing your mom or having contact with your mom that evening yes. after shooting Bob. Correct. But that you're, she mistimed it and your mom confronts her in the driveway. Yes. Now you used the word confront back when you spoke to law enforcement right after this happened. Is that your recollection of what Nicole told you? That it was a confrontation by, between her and your mom in the driveway? No, literally what my sister said was she ran into her in the driveway and said, Nikki, what the fuck are you doing? You want to look at your statement that you um, gave to Detective Messer on August 26th of 15 and how you described this confrontation? Would that refresh your memory as to what she said? I mean, you can tell me what she said. I, maybe I used the word conf I mean, I don't mean confront as in a challenge. It was the way she portrayed it to me on the phone was a question. So if she felt confronted or, you know, challenged, maybe that's something else. But the way it was portrayed to me was... It was a question. What do you mean a question? Well, she's surprised that she's there. So, what are you doing here? Um, well, you said to Detective Messer, you told me you wanted me to tell you. And my mom confronted her about being there. And then you asked Detective Messer, do you want verbatim cussing? And that's when you said, what the fuck are you doing here? Yes. That's how you described it to Detective Messer back in August of 2015. That it was your mom confronting her about why is she there? So I want to be careful about saying confronting in terms of, like, anger. The way it was told to me on the phone, the way I remember it was, it wasn't really an anger question. My mom liked to cuss a lot, sorry. But she, what the fuck are you doing here? Is what the fuck you're doing here, or are you indicating as an inviting term for somebody to take that as a, uh, I guess, a happy question? No. And the fact that your sister would have been at the house when she's supposed to be at college would have been a problem in your mom's mind, correct? Yes. Okay. So we're not making this out to be the way your sister describes it. She's basically being caught at the house and she's not supposed to be there, correct? Yes. And your mom says, what the fuck are you doing here? Correct. But I just don't take it as anger because there could be a million reasons why she's there. The whole conversation with my sister talking to me about why she's there in the first place tells me that there didn't need to be a confrontation. There didn't need. In your mind. We're not in your mind. We're in your sister's mind. Right. So in my mind, it didn't come across as confrontational. It came across as a question. Okay. What the fuck are you doing here? As in, like, that's a happy, inviting comment. No, it's not happy. It's the same. Move on. She actually described to your sister that she missed time jumping out the window and your mom getting there. Yes. Okay. And that's how this 
We won't use the word confrontation if you don't want. But that's how this meeting in the driveway happened. So she missed time jumping out the window, and then your mom basically sees her in the driveway. Yes. Your sister also told you that when she drove to Tallahassee, you described these signs she saw in her dorm. No, she described it being at the dorm. And seeing signs? Yes. As if the signs were talking to her in some way or her, sending her a message? She saw the signs and felt like that was reassurance that she needed to go back and finish it. Almost like it was meant to happen? Yes. She also told you during that conversation that it was like a weight had been lifted off of her shoulders. Yes. Now, you had indicated, and going back to the exact statements and the sequence of events, it's obviously been four years. Yes? Yes. And as far as the sequence of the terms and exactly the wording she used isn't exactly 100% images in your head. Is that fair to say? My sister's? Yes. yes. As far as the order of things, her exact wording, not yes. something you remember completely as you sit here today. Correct. But in August of 2015, when you're interviewed by law enforcement, it's a lot more fresher, and there's a, a transcribed interview of, of what you remember, Nicole, telling you at that time. Yes. Now, after you hang up with Nicole, you talk to the family, and you all decide, what are we going to do? Are we going to get her a lawyer, or are we going to help her? And the decision is made to help her. Yes. And so this is you and your uncles kind of collectively talking. Yes. And you call her back, and you actually advise her, ask for an attorney when the law enforcement officer or the detective comes up there. Yes. And don't talk to them without an attorney. Correct. And your sister is somebody who's going to take your advice. Or listen to you as her older brother. Yeah, I would think so, yeah. I want to ask you a little bit more about that interview with law enforcement. When you were interviewed by Detective Messer on August 26th, that happened back in 15. That happened at your grandmother's house. Yes. So they waited for you to arrive in Tampa, and then they conducted an interview here. Correct? Yes. And when you were interviewed by Detective Messer, you in fact relayed this fear your sister had of your mom. Yes. In fact, you used the terms, your sister was scared to death of your mom. Yes. Anything in life that your mom didn't approve of, your sister feared. Yes. You told uh, Detective Messer that in fact your sister was like a child when it came to your mom. Yes. And that after she's talking to you and telling you what she's done, she didn't appear to really grasp the seriousness of the situation. Can you say that one more time? As she's talking to you and even after the event, it was like being arrested didn't seem like a big deal to her. No. That was your impression. Right. She wasn't grasping the seriousness of the situation she was in.
I'm going to show you what's been marked as Defense Exhibit 12 and tell me if you recognize that and how you recognize it. It's the uh, visitation video. Okay. That's uh, and your initials are on that? Yes. And you viewed that just prior to today? Yes. And is that a fair and accurate depiction of the jail visit that you had with your sister shortly after her arrest in 2015? Yes. So just this time I introduced Defense Exhibit 12. Any objections? No. Permission to publish? They publish. Just to put it in context for the jury, after she's arrested, she's at the jail and you're getting ready to go back and you actually conduct a jail face-to-face -face visit with her. Yes. And she's now in jail charged with two counts of first-degree murder for the death of your mom and Bob. Yes? Yes. And this is the visitation that comes right before you're going to leave. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
supposed to be for two years. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow, and this would be like the last. I was hoping to be able to see you at least once. Yeah. 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 Don't worry, 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 I don't feel too bad about it. I'm like, 
supposedly the 137, like usually that's like the 100 apparently, you know, according to somebody. So, I know, but it, it really didn't, but it doesn't mean any, it doesn't really eat any anymore, so I'm like, like, I'm feeling so much better. Um, I don't know if there are any questions. Um, I know that, um, uh, I'm going to, I think that, what was that thing about the care package? I don't, you know, I guess if I, if I have anything, yeah, I can tell, like, I would like to, I would like to write something like, maybe, like, write a story and then, you know, send it to you, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know, but I have to be, it's kind of hard because, you know, most right readers have to do research, which then it's just a textbook to read. Oh, well. What about your degree? No, she had me take, mom had me take it to international affairs. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you could actually do more with it. But sometimes, you know, when you're in high school, I wanted to be actually in psychology or forensics, but it's been, you know. Well, you know, um, as long as you got something that you could work with. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. So, who knows? Maybe you become a good writer there. You know, whatever you want to do. That's the whole point. Do what you want to do. Thank you. 
lives or something like that, but I don't know that. I think it's a big George Lambert thing, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's something that. Was your letter asking to put him on the invitation? Yeah, I did get a chance of stealing someone. I did, but I told the form, just you, but um, I think he didn't. I don't think he's birthday was on there or something like that. I told him he's a bunch. I think he put this one number down, but it's like, uh, I also wanted to know about what else I'm talking to talk about kind of like, that's fine. Uh, so I'll, I'll talk to Kenny and find out and let him know that that's why you can't send him there to me his number, his birthday, and I have a paper here posting all that too. Yeah. But you're going to Oh, but it's missing something? I think it was missing something like birthday and address. So it's something you think yourself? Yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's going to be. Okay, well, um... Okay, well, I need to know you can send it again without showing everything on there. Yeah. That way you can schedule a visit. So it's good that he wants to come to you. I don't know if he wanted to. I don't know. Oh, Grandma Joy. No, she's okay. Um, I don't think she was upset. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like, I got family was sitting in front of everything, so, um, yeah. you know, you know, same thing, same mm-hmm. thing, um, you know, just, that's not even fun, so, all right, 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 to recap from that video. Um, obviously, you were visiting her after her arrest for the two counts of, of murder. Yes. Um, and she's describing to you how her head is cleaner now. Yes. She basically says that she's feeling no stress and no anxiety yes. despite being in jail. Yes. And at this point, she... The question, that after she asked questions, what do you recall her describing about how she's feeling while she's in jail? 
Oh, she's so happy. Uh, I can look in the mirror. Indeed. Do you recall her also discussing the weight issues and how she has felt good about herself? Yes. I want to ask you about the portion, if you recall, about her telling you when she gets out what she was going to do for you and your family. Yes. What do you recall her saying? Uh, from the video? Yes. She was going to buy us presents and get a job and, yeah, basically that. So even a week or two up until after her arrest, she still thinks she's at some point going to get out and, and be able to still interact with the family yes. and yes. be in society, basically. Yes. situation of the family. Um, since, I guess, the incident, um, there's some members of your family that aren't speaking right now. Is that fair to say? Yes. You haven't spoken to your grandmother, Miriam, in about two years? Uh, I spoke to her last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Prior to last week, how long had it been since you spoke to her? Prior to a couple of years, yeah. And you spoke to her because you had come down for the trial? Uh, yes. And you also haven't spoken to your Uncle Eric? Correct. I can have a moment. Yeah. I don't have any other questions. Thank you, Mr. Garrett. Thank you. Are you right? Is it, um, Yes. redirect which is going to take a little longer um, so uh, it's 11 o'clock we'll go ahead and take about a 10 or 15 minute break um, and uh, then we'll come back to the redirect please do not discuss the case amongst yourselves or anyone else please do not do any research related to the case and please avoid any exposure to the case outside of the courtroom all rise for the jury for executive everyone may be seated uh, you may step down where you do it. We'll be a recess for about 10, 15 minutes. Please don't discuss the case a month with uh, any of the attorneys unless all the attorneys are present. Our president is uh, everyone except Miss Percy. Do we need her? I don't have any idea what Miss Jerry's getting ready to speak about, so. Yeah, yeah, you, uh, she may not be in here for it. She what? She may not be in here. All right. Um, can we get Miss Percy? She should be right outside the room. All right, uh, Ms. Gary had some things yes, to what, what I want to bring up is rather than having an objection for, you know, every single witness and objecting repeatedly as these witnesses are talking, I anticipate a lot of the defense witnesses that are calling today are we're going to be in a very similar situation to what we were yesterday during this Roman's testimony right. where the state objected to hear that. Right. So what I, I wanted to address before that is in looking at Earhart, 
regarding hearsay, when a defendant seeks to introduce testimony concerning his or her own out-of-court statement for the truth of the matter asserted, it's hearsay, unless it falls under an exception. There is no exception for that statement being something the expert then later relied on. Now, under, I acknowledge that under 704, regarding expert testimony, experts can talk about things that are potentially inadmissible otherwise if it's something they rely on. But even they are not a conduit to hearsay. Correct. But the state's contention is that there is no exception for these witnesses being, for the defense questioning their own defense witnesses regarding statements that the defendant made that the state's position are being offered for the truth of the matter asserted. That she was in fear of her mom, that her mom made her change her grade, that her mom controlled her life. Statements that she made. It is self-serving. It's being offered for the truth of the matter asserted. There is no exception because the experts are later going to talk about it. And again, I'm not speaking of the expert witnesses. I'm only speaking of the non-expert witnesses. So while we completely agree that they can testify to their observations, to her behavior, various things like that, to specifically ask them things like what was asked of Ms. Roman yesterday, you know, what did she tell you about her grade? What did she tell you about changing her major? You know, things like that. I don't remember those questions. Well, I, I recall that I guess Ms. Roman talked about various things that her mom felt about, um, I, I, just different things at college, I guess. Um, but either way. She was at college research, so different things she observed at college. Correct. But, but there was, there were statements that the state objected to that Ms. Roman testified about yesterday that the state believed were your son. And if you recall, we approached and we addressed those things and your honor admitted it. So I just, again, prior to having each of these witnesses testify to what the state believes is going to be hearsay, I wanted to kind of put it out there now, what our position is rather than approaching. All right, let me see. Um, are these next witnesses, do you anticipate asking any questions about statements that um, Ms. Hopman made to them or just things that they observed? Both. Um, and we don't believe they're hearsay because they do fall under the state of mind exception. So I disagree with Ms. Derrick. For Section 9803, then existing mental, emotional, or physical condition. Our client's state of mind in this case is the number one issue as it, as it relates to the defense. It's relevant to both insanity and it's relevant to both self-defense and her fear of her mother. So it's our position that any statements Nicole made about fearing her mother, um, obviously they can talk about behaviors. They're going to, our witnesses are also going to talk about the anxiety she felt every time her mom was going to find out about something. Those are observations. Um, but yes, Nicole is going, they're going to talk about general observations and the fear that Nicole had of her mother. And it's absolutely relevant to state of mind because not only is her state of mind an issue for insanity, but if, if these witnesses are going to establish how Nicole is deteriorating throughout her childhood and into college, unable to care for herself, and, and her state of mind is absolutely an issue in this. Well, but relevance is not an exception to hearsay. You're, it sounds like what you're saying to me is that whatever the specific statements, and again, I'm kind of hard-pressed without the exact statement to be able to determine whether it is being offered to prove the truth of the matter asserted or something else. So without the matter asserted, I just am not in a position where I can make those decisions. It's not the matter asserted. It's under the state of mind exception. And for state of mind, if it's an issue in the case, it's relevant. Her state of mind. Nicole Nossman, 
So the statements are not being offered for the truth of the matter asserted, but to show her state of mind not only at the time of these offenses and fearing her mom, but why all this built up of her fearing her mom actually. I agree, I, and I hear you, but, but that's what I'm saying. But still, I hear the statement. I know what it is. How can I make a determination whether it's being offered for the truth of the matter asserted or whether it's being offered to show her state of mind? Because I guess if, if, if I listed a specific question that then entails a statement, I mean, I don't know how you want to do it. I can tell you any statements I intend for the most part or generally, or we can approach and you can... Well, we may have, we may have to approach, but there may be some general category that I can give you an idea, um, like the one we discussed yesterday, I, uh, whether it was hearsay for the counselor or whatever to say that Nicole said she wanted to kill Zoe. I, I can't imagine you're offering it to prove that that's that we have to look at the content of the matter asserted. I want to kill Zoe. There's no way in the world that I'm going to believe that you're offering it to prove that she wanted to kill Zoe. So right. obviously it's being offered for some other matter, and therefore, well, as long as that matter goes to her state of mind, it falls within the exception, and it's, it's not right. hearsay. Correct. Right. But until I see the statement, okay. I don't know. Now, and I, uh, given the statement, maybe the two statements later, I want to kill everybody, again, not being offered to prove I feel like I'm going to snap that might be being offered for the truth of the matter of service and then hearsay and not admissible. But until I determine that it's being offered to prove the truth of the matter of service, it's not hearsay. And I can't determine that until I see the statement. Okay. So, it depends. Depends on what the statements are. But, I, I mean, I caution the state to be aware of that. What is the matter being asserted in the statement? And, Judge, I totally agree with you, and we are. But it's our position that based on what's come out so far and based on the opening statement of the defense, they absolutely are introducing things like the fact that she had to change her grade because her mom would be upset with her because she was getting feeling great. They are introducing that well, well, because of the matter of service. And I anticipate there are several witnesses to prove that she changed her grades. Why would they want to prove that she changed her grades? Because she had to do that or else her mom would be upset with her feeling right. Okay, well, then the rest of it, that because her mom would be, um, then that's being offered to prove that, and that may be precluded. But she said she changed her grades. That's admissible. It's not your set. Now, the rest of it, and the, and the expert can talk to that later, but not that she changed her grades because she was afraid of her mom. That's being offered to prove that she's afraid of her mom. And so that's hearsay. But she said she changed her grades, period, fact. That's not being offered to prove what's the matter asserted in. If the statement is she tells one of her friends, I changed my grades, what's the matter asserted? that she changed her phrase. I, I guess we disagree, Judge, because I do believe they are offering it to show that she actually changed her grade, that the, the witnesses will testify that she would print out progress reports and actually white out and change grades so that it looks different. So uh, to split it up, because I believe that's absolutely why they're doing it, because it goes to the whole defense that these are the kinds of crazy things that she had to do to please her mom. 
So I disagree. I think that they are introducing it to prove that she's being correct. Um, so, and that's just an example. And, and I'm perfectly fine if the court wants to take it one step at a time. As the witness, you know, as the question is asked and as the statement comes out. I'm perfectly fine if you want to take it at that. That's okay and the state will do that. I was just simply, again, going off of some of the things that were said yesterday from this room and just trying to anticipate that I think that, you know, maybe some of the issues that we deal with. What's the defense position on that? On I mean, you may be. Um, I'm not going to say she's changed my mind, but she has my attention. That you may have to prove that she changed, actually changed her grades. So my example may not be as beneficial to the defense as I thought it originally was. You are attempting to prove she changed her grades so that you can then argue she changed her grades because she was in fear of her mom or that the expert can make statements regarding why she changed her grades. Judge, her transcript of FSU is going in and it's going to show F. That's not what the evidence is going to show her mom knew about. If her mom had known about the F, we would have had a serious problem here. So the transcript has a business record is in as to what her true grades are. And that, that's coming in later. It's not in yet. No, so it, it, it hasn't been objected. That's one of the ones they agreed to. So it clearly shows that by the last semester she's making that. The witnesses will then say, I'm aware that she changed her grades. The evidence is, what, so that her mom wouldn't get in trouble. The evidence of the grades is in. Correct? Now, do I have the actual Photoshop printout? I mean, if the court's going to require me to do that, I may have to go look at Photoshop printout of what? Of her actually changing them to A's. Well, the, the, the fact of the grades is that it will be an evidence that those are out. And your position is that the changing of the grades is being offered to show what other than they were changed? They're changed and what her state of mind is at the time. Well, that's what, to me, I don't think the fact that she changed her grades is here then. If a witness or a friend is aware or saw her change her grade, no, 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 no absolutely. Well, then I don't think they're not. I don't think they're. You're not objecting a witness coming here and say I saw her change her grade. Not you're not objecting to that. Here's not if they say they saw her. Right. 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 The issue here is Nicole told me that she changed her grades, and. Just because she's a defendant in this case does not um, make it an exception to hearsay. Self-serving hearsay is not admissible statements of the defendant. I'm just going to see what the witness. But it's not hearsay unless it's being offered to prove the truth of the matter. Sure, it's being offered to prove that she changed her grades so that you can then argue she was changing her grades because she was afraid of her mom. Correct, which her state of mind is, is, is that issue in this case, and that's where I believe the relevance. So the witness would say she changed her grades a couple of times because her mom. She would print out a copy of her grades, she would give it to her mom, and she would change the grades to an A or a B. Well, I mean, I'm concerned about the because of her mom. How do they know that? If they saw her print them out and change them, they absolutely can cut them out. You can make argument later as to why, and the, the, the psychiatrist can talk about um, why she believes she was changing her grades and that she thought that she was afraid of her mom and that she was hallucinating. The, in, the insanity expert talks about that, that he doesn't think that the mom was a danger to her, that those were hallucinations on her part. Um, I think those were his words. His words were, 
um, that she was delusional and that those were hallucinations, that the mom wasn't really going to kill her, right. that that was hallucination. So the experts can talk about all that. Yes, you want to establish facts that people saw, we're not going to have any problems here. If you want to introduce things that they're going to say, Nicole told me, then we're going to have to approach, and I'm going to have to make a determination as to whether it's been offered for the truth of the matter asserted. And um, if so, whether there's some exception to it. Yes, or if it's not being offered to prove the truth of the matter asserted, then it's simply not hearsay. Yes, all right. Anything else? One final thing. Yeah. And I know this is complicated, though, because there are two defenses going at the same time, which makes it extremely difficult to separate the two. Even the state is having a hard time knowing what exactly the purpose they're putting on certain evidence for. At this point, Your Honor, it's still the state's contention, and I believe we've now rested. You've seen all the evidence that the state has. There is no evidence of self-defense. Therefore, that instruction is not going to be available. So any discussion about battered child syndrome, any evidence regarding specific allegations of abuse, I think at this point, go to the battered child syndrome, go to the self-defense, which is not applicable in the, in the state's position, and therefore should not come in. So I, I, want, I urge the court to look at all the caution as well as to what the purpose is of what they're introducing. I understand the standing plays a big role in all of this, and some of the issues kind of mix with both. That's my concern. That is a challenge, Your Honor, and I understand it's a challenge for today, a challenge for Your Honor. But it's still the state's position, and that no evidence has been presented that's under self-defense. And we have now rested our case. So until the defense puts on some sort of evidence of that, I I would urge the court to make sure that, and we would object to them getting into any sort of specific allegations of child abuse, any specific uh, feelings of that. So that's our position on that. Because my position, as I stated yesterday, whether our expert tomorrow can opine on battered child syndrome will be an issue for the court to address. However, both experts will say that the treatment of Ms. Knockman by her mother, beginning at basically birth, and the turmoil that she grew up in, led to her mental health deterioration, led to symptoms of, of mental illness, as you stated earlier from Dr. Ewing, as early as the third grade, that family is seeing these symptoms of mental illness and telling Miriam Dean she needs counseling and nothing's happening, that then gets us to August of 2015. So regardless of whether tomorrow Dr. Heidi can use the word battered child syndrome is a separate issue in and of itself of whether this this individual's childhood is relevant for this jury to hear, and that includes how her mother treated her. Both physical, verbal abuse, and anything this family witnessed along the line, because our experts are going to say that led to her mental health deterioration, which ultimately led her to become delusional, psychotic, and insane at the time of these offenses. Well, and the brother has already tested to derogatory statements um, that the mother may have. The, the brother is in one of the best positions to address that, and he's already testified. Well, and he the, said he saw changes in middle school, but keep in mind the brother's living in Utah, the brother's living in Washington, and the brother's seeing her maybe in the summer. And so he sees his observations in that limited time. There's family that lived in the city of Tampa that saw her regularly and witnessed other observations, behaviors, and how she was in the relationship with the mother. It's absolutely relevant. I just want to add, Judge, the fact that the state has rested their case, that's right. We're now in the defense case. We have a right to put on our facts and our evidence that may very well support the battered child syndrome, self-defense, and insanity. So how Mr. Terry feels that you should engage in precluding our presentation of our case, 
I just don't find it to be appropriate at this time. And I think that approaching, I, I, will, I will tell you, they can derail me every question and go up to the bench. It's not going to affect me at all. It's not going to affect Ms. Percy. But to say to give a blanket, you know, no self-defense in this case, and think about that, Judge, there's no self-defense, you haven't even heard our case yet. And it's not all based on just experts. Well, the issue is that the theory of battered child syndrome is not something that you can use until you've broken, reached that of that there was self-defense. And no one today is going to utter the word battered child syndrome. No one today. Our experts will be tomorrow, and by tomorrow we have we'll have decided, rested as far as the lay witnesses, and then I believe the court can opine whether that word or that term can be used. No one is going to utter the word battered child syndrome today. But we are going to try and lay a foundation for that which the state clearly wants excluded, no doubt about it. We are going to try and start laying out those facts today. So we, we certainly don't want you to, to be pre-judging before you actually hear the witnesses because you're, you're, you haven't seen depositions, you haven't seen the police reports. Um, they're just asking you to do something in a vacuum, in my opinion. And I understand this is whole thing, but I got to try our case to the state. We need to make sure this stuff that it's not relevant is excluded. As any prosecutor would do anywhere in this county or anywhere in the United States. No, I agree with you. I'm here to keep trying to keep out evidence that is not relevant to specifically battered child syndrome until they establish project. And I did not say that they would not. I do not think they can. I do not think they will. But they, they have the chance to present some evidence of that. So now we have not seen it in the case that I provided last week. Was very clear that no evidence of battered child syndrome should, is admissible until they have reached that threshold where they've established a predicate of self-defense. That's all I'm asking the court to do. No one is going to utter the words today, Judge. Well, but I, the difference between the words and, and what descriptions of things it would only come in as part of battered child, uh, child syndrome uh, and. Here we have the addition of, and I've had the benefit of reading um, the doctor's deposition, which is uh, what's his name, Dr. Ewing. Ewing. And as you pointed out, you realize things as early as third grade that people were reporting symptoms of her mental illness. So her childhood is absolutely relevant. The treatment of her mother is absolutely relevant. Because what the ultimate hallucination and delusional thinking at the time of the offense for insanity is that she thought her mother was going to kill her. Why did she think her mother was going to kill her, even though the doctor himself thinks it's a delusion? Because of the years of abuse and the fear of her mother. It's all tied in. It's all relevant. The uttering of battered child syndrome and that opinion cannot be used until I've established self-defense. But all of that years of treatment and, and, and um, abuse by the mother is absolutely relevant to what she was thinking at the time of the offense. And in her mind, she thought her mother was going to kill her. And that was a delusion, and it was a paranoid thinking. And even if I agree with you, which which I I, I, I do to some degree, when I read Ewing's deposition, um, absolutely, he's going to rely on that for the insanity. Uh, uh, he's the insanity expert. Yes, sir. And he's going to rely on a lot of that. But the issue now comes back to how it comes in, whether it comes in as admissible evidence, and whether that just opens the door to hearsay, and it doesn't. Judge, I heard your ruling on hearsay. Okay. Approach anytime I try to listen to hearsay. Certainly, if somebody observed, for example, I'm going to the extreme here, her mother beating her, that's relevant to what Dr. Ewing is going to testify that caused her to have a mental break or caused her to be schizophrenic or um, contributed to, the 
things, it, it is relevant. So, so that's the first bar. You got is the relevant? Is the evidence relevant? If it's relevant, it should come in unless precluded by some other rule. If it's precluded by the hearsay rule because the person is simply saying Nicole told me her mother beat her, then it's not going to be admissible. If it's I saw, then it comes in through you. Does the state understand that? But, yes, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, is the defense ready to call your first witness? Yes, sir. All right, let's bring in the jury. All right, the jury. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. First question to you. Did anyone discuss the case, do any research related to the case, or was anyone exposed to any reports about the case during the last break by show of hands? Let the record reflect no, no hands. Thank you all very much. Is the defense ready to proceed? We are young. I'll ask you to call your first witness. Elena Rowe. Technically, I guess it's your second witness. You called one witness out of order during the state's case. Yes, sir. Did you say Rose or something? Ms. Rose, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon. You'll come forward to be sworn. Once you cross that, wherever you're comfortable, if you'll face me and raise your right hand. Be sworn. So raise your right hand. Thank you. Do you swear from any testimony you give in this proceeding will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Thank you. If you'll follow the bailiff around to the ramp that leads up to the witness here, please watch your step. When you get to the chair, go ahead and have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. That microphone is adjustable. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Make a seat. You just state your name for the record and spell your last name. Elena Rowe, R-O-E. And where's your address, ma'am? 14108 Century Drive. And uh, do you live there with other individuals? Yes. And who are those individuals? Uh, West Rowe and Elizabeth. Great. And Elizabeth Ray is your daughter, is that correct? Yes. And Wesley Rowe is your husband, is that correct? Yes. And they testified earlier this week you were here? Um, actually, last week. Last week? Okay, last week. All right, thank you. How long have you lived at uh, the address that you just gave us? Uh, for 12 years, since 2007. And did there come a time where individuals moved into 14110 Fenferry Drive? Uh, yes. And you recall about how long before 2015 that was? Mm, I would say 2012. Okay, about 2012? Yes. Do you recall actually observing the individuals move into the house? Um, no, but it's not that. And how many people do you know uh, moved in at least in 2012? Three. And do you recall the names of those individuals? Yes, it was Miriam, Bob, and Nicole. And Miriam, uh, was that Miriam Dean? Yes. And Robert Dean? Correct. And you're speaking of Nicole Nachman? Yes. 
And could you look around the courtroom and see if you uh, can see the person that you know as Nicole Knockman? Yes, the girl in the gray sweater. Judge, the record might reflect that you've identified Ms. Knockman. Right, shall reflect. During the time period that uh, the Dean's family moved, um, lived next to you, uh, did you all become closer than just neighborly? So, in other words, did you socialize together or create a friendship or anything of that sort? Not so much, just neighborly. Neighborly. And what would that mean to you? What does neighborly to you mean? I could say hi to each other. If we go out of town, they would pick up our mail. And uh, likewise, if they go out of town, we would pick up our mail. Uh, not, not hearing. Uh, if I could get you to get a little closer to the microphone so that it amplifies your voice. Okay. You'll never be able to tell it. Oh, I can, I can hear it now. I can hear myself a lot better. <laughs> I apologize. That's right. I think you indicated that you would go pick up their mail and they would pick up yours if, if y'all were respectively out of town. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, did you ever go into the actual Dean's home at all? Um, barely. I mean, I did go in like a little bit. Kind of like in the foyer area or something? Yeah. Did you ever have them over to your house, either for uh, uh, any type of social purpose at all? Not really, except one year um, I invited Nicole to go trick-or-treating. Okay. And do you recall about how old Nicole was at that time? I think she was a senior in high school. Okay. And at the time that uh, Nicole would have been a senior in high school, how old was your daughter? She was about 11. Okay. And... Uh, did you ever have occasion to, other than on that one occasion, did you ever have any other interaction with Nicole during the 2012 year, 2013 year, or 2014 year? Well, I know she left for um, FSU, so I didn't really see her much. I don't know, like holidays and summer, but um, I would see her running. Like when she would come for the summer, I would see her like walking, usually running. What time of the day would, uh, would Ms. Knockman uh, choose to run at? Well, I run myself for, um, early, like in the evening, like after seven. So I'll see her then. Sometimes, sometimes I'll see her during the hottest part of the day, which I thought was strange. Like it was so hot. And in your conversations with uh, either Mr. and Mrs. Deans and/or Nicole, you had learned that she was going to go off to FSU. Is that correct? Yes. Did you have any idea? Were you personally aware of what her study in school was going to be at all? I did not know, now, but um, when I went through the green, she mentioned political science. And during uh, the summer of 2015, how often would you see Miriam Deans during that time period? I didn't see her that much. And were you aware of what Ms. Deans' work schedule was or the fact that she traveled? Um, no, it wasn't. I just, it seemed like she wasn't there much. And when you say not there much, you mean there at the home? Is that right, right. And how often would you see uh, Mr. Deans? Uh, almost every day. And during that summer of 2015, how often would you see uh, Nicole Nachman? Um, I would see her, but like I said, more she just running. And um, During the time period that you would see uh, Ms. Nachman running, and either you were running or just out in the neighborhood, would you have any interaction at all whatsoever? I would wave to her, but she, she really wouldn't wave back like she'd ever know me. And again, did you find that to be strange? Uh, yes. Uh, because you did go trick-or-treating uh, with Ms. Nachman, could you tell me a little bit about what your, what your impressions were of 
Miss Knockman in terms of how she appeared to you. Mm -hmm. She's 17, so you tell me. Right. She was... She mostly talked to me sitting when you talk to Elizabeth, and I think maybe because Elizabeth is so much younger. Um, Elizabeth is seven years younger, so maybe that's why, but she mostly talked to me. And she, was, she was talkative and pleasant. Um, but I thought she was a little bit younger for her age. And by younger, do you mean a little bit immature for the A little bit for, for high school. For a high school. And um, like the younger kids, Elizabeth and her friends were asking for candy, and Nicole was asking for fruits and vegetables. And I found it strange. <laughs> um, during the time period that, that your daughter uh, would have been in, at home during the summer of 2015, would she have been alone most of the time, or did you kind of have a family member checking in on her? I don't have uh, my mom. My mom would check on her almost every day. But sometimes she was like alone, but my mom comes at least once a day. Do you know whether or not your mom had any interactions with Nicole at all? And don't tell me anything your mother has said, but just do you know whether or not they had any interactions? I don't know. I think, like, my mom would say hi and... Okay. Mom. Okay. That's it. <laughs> you, you weren't personally there to observe how Ms. Nachman interacted with your mom, however. No, I didn't see that. Now, going specifically to the night of August the 20th, mm -hmm. 2015, do you recall that night? Yes. Yeah. Do you recall that night because obviously there was an incident where a lot of law enforcement ends up there? Right. Okay. At the, at the actual time of, of about 9.15 or so, mm -hmm. were you physically at your home? No, I was out walking. And on that particular day, had you worked? Yes. And about what time did you get home from work? I usually don't get home until 6.30 or 7, but that night I was home earlier because Elizabeth was going into high school and she had orientation at her high school. And did you go with your daughter to the orientation? Yes, I, I met my daughter. Her dad picked her up from the house and then I met them at school. And after the orientation, uh, do you know what Elizabeth and her dad did? Uh, they think went out to dinner to find her bread. And what did you do? I just had dinner at home and then went for a walk. Do you recall about what time it was that you headed out for a walk? Um, say around eight. At the time you got home from orientation, uh, do you recall whether or not you made any observations of the cars that were actually at 14110 Fenceberry Drive? That's when you first got home mm -hmm. from work. I didn't really pay attention. Now, when you came uh, back from orientation and you had dinner and you were leaving to go for a walk, did you make any observations at that time of the vehicles that might have been in, in, either at the home or in close proximity to the home at 14110 Fenceberry Drive? I saw um, Nicole's car because what happened, I was walking and her car was parked in kind of like the end of the driveway and I was texting my friend and I almost tripped in her car so I almost fell. And you indicated that this was at about 8 o'clock? Oh, shortly after. Oh, shortly there. Mm -hmm. Did there come occasion uh, between 8 and 9 where you returned back home for some reason? Yes. Um, I had to reset my Fitbit. Okay. And you came home, you reset your Fitbit. Did you go back out to walk again? Yeah, I went back around 9. And again, did you make any observations of whether or not Nicole's car was still there at 14110 Fensbury Drive? Mm -hmm. Like the second time, I really don't remember. I just remember seeing it earlier. Uh, and you identified Nicole's car as which one? 
Uh, red prayers. Um, I don't believe I have any other questions at this time of this witness. Thank you, Ms. Brown. Thank you, Ms. Rowe. Hello. Um, Ms. Rowe, um, during the course of your time living there, did you ever hear any yelling, screaming, or anything coming out of the house next door of the mountains? Objection, I'm trying to still be Did you ever hear any yelling, any arguing, any screaming, or anything coming from the house next door to Dean's house? No. Okay. Now, Ms. Rowe, um, on the night in question, um, you were not present when the actual um, shooting took place, were you? Yes. Yeah. Right. I was away. You, you were away. You were out for your walk, Yeah, right? I was for my walk. All right. And on that night, um, when you got home, um, you were interviewed by, by law enforcement officers, were you not? Yes. And you, in fact, recalled you on that night, uh, you were interviewed by Detective Mitch Nasser, who was the lead detective in the case? Yes. And he, he recorded that phone call, did he, did he not? Yes. Okay. Objectionally, as to the phone question, because it wasn't a phone call. That's all. I'm sorry, it wasn't a phone call. He recorded that conversation. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, so, in, 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 would you agree with me that on that night in question, your memory was a lot clearer uh, as far as what you saw and didn't see on that night than maybe what it is now, today? Um, I was like, I, I don't know if I closed it in Greek, because I was like in shock. Okay. So I was kind of like absent-minded. Right. Well, do you recall when they asked you whether or not, and you've been, you were, mm-hmm. you were very specific about what you saw. However, on the daily question, when they asked you mm-hmm. if you had seen her car in the last couple of days, uh, you said, um, or has her car been in the driveway, you, your response was that. I was just subjected to proper impeachment. He hasn't been allowed an opportunity to refresh your recollection. Right. I'll show her the report. Would you care to see the report? So, did you refresh your recollection about what you told the officer on that day? Yes. And, and did you, in fact, not tell him that you did not or don't remember seeing her car there that day? It appears to be, yes. Yeah. 
Thank you. Uh, let me just make sure. I mean, this is the excuse. Yes, sir. Am I safe? Yes, sir. Okay, you may be right back down. You may be excused as a witness at this time. Thank you. Me. You're welcome. I'll ask the defense attorney next witness. The defense called Ronald Nothing. Good afternoon and welcome. Good morning. You'll come forward if you sworn wherever you're comfortable if you'll face me and raise your right hand, please. Thank you. Do you swear affirming testimony you given this proceeding will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you got? Yes, sir. Thank you. You'll follow the bailiff around to the ramp that leads up to the witness here. Please watch your steps, sir. When you get to the chair, go ahead and have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. That microphone is adjustable. Introduce yourself to the jury, please. Um, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Ronald Jane Nachman. Mr. Nachman, how are you related to Nicole Nachman? I'm her um, biological father. I'm her legal father. Mr. Nachman, what do you do for a living? Um, I have a PhD in human anatomy and cell biology. Uh, currently, I'm a college professor. And how long have you been doing that? I've been a college professor for about 10 years and two months. How did you meet Nicole's mother, Miriam Dean? I met her in Memorial Park um, late January of 1993. Let's tell the jury where, what, what state were we in at the time. We're in Texas, Houston, Texas. So you met Ms. Dean's at a park. Yes, ma'am. Did you all then begin a relationship, start dating? How did that happen? Uh, she wanted to meet people, so I told her about a single study school class that I attended. And uh, we had this church, it was a large church. We also had a volleyball team for single people. So she showed up every week at the study school class. And also, we played volleyball many months together. When you met Ms. Dean, did she already have two children? Yes, she had uh, two boys that she told me, um, Joey and Kevin. I didn't meet them right then. They, uh, she told me they'd been living with her mother in Tampa for about eight years. So when you initially meet Miss Deans in Texas, you learn that she has two children already, but that they're not—they're clearly not there with her in Texas. And that's true. She said she was living in the Memorial area, the Spring Branch Memorial area, uh, which is about 45 minutes from downtown Houston, and she was working at their Spring Branch Memorial Hospital as a nurse. And you had said a moment ago that you met her in 1993? Yes, ma'am. It was either late January. She played volleyball. Met many months with us. I had photographs of us playing volleyball together. How long did you know Miss Deans before she became pregnant with Nicole? Um, she became pregnant with Nicole uh, about mid-April of 93. Um, again, she was showing up at parties and Sunday school class. Break it up with a question. Ask another question. You said she became pregnant in April of 1993 with Nicole. Mid-April. And you think you met her in early 1993? Yes. 
some bedtime chair. Like she played volleyball with us every, every week. So it was a short relationship before she becomes pregnant. Is that fair to say? You and um, Miss Dean's relationship. Four, four and a half months. Yes, ma'am. And at the time she becomes pregnant with Nicole, have her sons rejoined her in Texas? Um, she moved in with me uh, into uh, my apartment at 614 Marshall. And then uh, she and I got a rental home in the Texas Medical Center. She got a job there, and I worked there in the Texas Medical Center. So we rented a home there. And then did the boys come live with you all? Yeah, the boys came to live with us April, uh, excuse me, August 1st of 1993. So for the first few months of their relationship about, well, since you met her and then she becomes pregnant in April, the boys aren't there until later on in the pregnancy, sometime in August of 1993. The day right, August 1st, for example. Yes, ma'am. That day. Now, was Miriam going through a divorce at the time you and her met and began this relationship? Yes, she was, but I didn't know that. She was going to the single Sunday school class. And the I didn't know she was married. But you later learned that at the same time she was seeing you, she somehow was going through a divorce with her son's father. I, I learned after the pregnancy when she was living with me that she was married. They were going through a divorce, yes. Now, at some point you indicated you all moved in together and then eventually got a rental home, all while she was pregnant with Nicole? Uh, she actually moved in before she was pregnant. She uh, said she lost her job at Spring Branch from Rome. Don't tell me what she said. Just tell me kind of the time frame as far as when you believe she... Uh, she she moved in at the start of April. She, she didn't have, um, have a job. And that was 1993? Yes. And, and then when was Nicole born? And Nicole was born on uh, February 11th. Of what year? 1994. Okay. Now, after Miriam moves in with you, can you tell the jury a little bit about your relationship with her while she's pregnant with Nicole? Everything seemed to be fine. There was a few weird things that were going on. Uh, there was nothing major, but we were having fun going out with parties with people to dinner. She was playing volleyball. We went fishing. Uh, we went to uh, Freeport, stayed in Freeport on the beach for a few days fishing. At some point, does something change in your relationship? Um, well, we got the rental house, and uh, the boys arrived on August 1st, as I said. And things drastically changed on August the 7th. What happened on August the 7th of 1993? Um, well, we, were, I, we I taught her how to play golf, and I taught her I bought her golf clubs, and we played golf quite frequently. And she asked me to go play golf that morning, and I said, okay. And um, she started screaming that I was abusing her. Don't tell me what she said. Legal basis? Relevant. Approach. So it's relevant and narrative at this point. I'm going to sustain. Ask, ask a general question. Mr. Nachman, at some point shortly after moving in, did you move out of the house? Yes, I did. On the 18th of September. And was that based on behavior Miriam Beans was exhibiting at that time? I was repeatedly being... No, I'm going to 
I, I, I will instruct the witness to answer only the question we ask. It's a yes or no question. Did you move out because of behaviors by Mary and Dean? Yes, yes, Ken. Was Nicole born yet at this point? No, she was, uh, uh, the baby was going to be born. So when did you move out? September 18th, 93. And where did you go live? Uh, I got a one bedroom apartment, but then I changed to a two bedroom apartment in the Texas Bible Center area, just down the street. Did so, you and Miss Deans ever get back together or rekindle the relationship after you moved out in September of 1993? Yeah, she called me on uh, February. January 31st, she called me at my home and invited me back to the party. Okay, so you were present when Nicole was born? Yes, ma'am. And that was February of 1994, correct? That was February 1994. And that was in Texas? Yes, ma'am. And I moved back to the house. You moved back in where Nicole was living for what purpose? I, uh, Nicole and I slept in the sunroom and I took care of her every day. So even after you and Mary and Dean broke up, you all set up some type of um, caretaking schedule where you were taking care of Nicole every day as a baby? I took care of Nicole every day by myself as a baby in the sunroom. And until what age did you care for Nicole? I, I um, moved out of that house to my, my two-bedroom apartment. I had a nursery and a two-bedroom apartment. And she lived with me, so we lived with me until uh, January 7th, 1995. I took care of her almost every day by myself. So she was almost a little less than a year old for the first year of her life is when you cared for her every day. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to show you what's been marked as Defense Exhibit 11A, B, and C, and tell me if you recognize these. This is this is this is yeah, I recognize okay. it. What are they? The pictures of Nicole and the shirts and her And are they pictures with you and Nicole during that eleven or twelve month time period where you cared for her? Yes, every day I cared for her by myself. At this time the defense will introduce defense exhibit eleven A, B, and C. Any objection? No question. There'll be a day. Permission to publish? You may publish. Defense exhibit eleven A. Is that you and Nicole? Yes, ma'am. How old do you think Nicole was with that in that picture? I don't know she was old too happy. Oh How old do you think she was? I didn't tell. Okay. But it was during that first year of her life. That's our place when I yes, ma'am. Eleven B? that's probably after I got her back. Um again she was of course separated from me September January seventh and ninety five. And I had I had to go to court to try to get back. 11C, is that also you and Nicole? That's uh, at, at church after lunch. That's a church group. We went to Sunday school class in church every day together, every Sunday. Now, after those first 11 or so months that you cared for Nicole every day, what was then the visitation schedule or what uh, the setup as far as you and Nicole goes after that? Uh, I was told by the court. Don't tell me what anyone told you. Just tell me what happened. I had to go to court to try to get her back to me. 
Is that about when the custody battle between you and Miriam began? The custody battle actually began November before she was born. She filed it. There would be no legal rights to Nicole. So November of 1993 is when Miriam first tried to prevent you from having visitation with Nicole. That's right, ma'am. And at some point, did you have to hire an attorney to handle that custody case for you? Yes, ma'am. I, I hired uh, Mr. Hirsch, Reggie Hirsch. And did that custody case go on for most of Nicole's childhood? It continued until she was finally uh, taken away from me. Yes, ma'am. Did Miriam also have an attorney for that custody case? Uh, yes, ma'am. She had Diane Richards. That was, that was her first attorney, ma'am. At any point after Nicole's birth, was there ever a time where you did not want to have visitation rights to Nicole or, or stay in contact with her? No, I was, I was always wanted to be with her every day. And what would Miriam do, and don't tell me what she said, but what would her actions, what would she do any time you attempted to a search of visitation rights with Nicole? Um, after I got her back on June 16th, of what year? Uh, Ninety-five. Okay. Um, she was um, disrupting the daycares that she was at. She 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 did live with me about sixty percent of the time when I got it back by court order. We had to stay court order. She lived with me sixty percent of the time. We're time forty percent with the mother. So there were times where you had to call, like you said, for the first eleven months or so every day. Most every day, ma'am. Then the custody. Well, I don't know if the mother was taking care of her, so ma'am. But as far as your time with her goes from every day, maybe to none at all, then to 60%, and vice versa. Yes, and then um, as in um, uh, the grandmother, the grandmother was in. Objection, narrative. Well, he hasn't started. I, I'm going to caution him, though, as to non-responsive. Listen to the question that's being asked, and only after you, you tend to, not do anything wrong, Sorry. but you tend to go on after you answer the question and ask some stuff. Okay. So, so just listen to the question and try to respond to the question that's being asked. Go ahead and re-ask the last question um, so I can see whether it called for a narrative. Forgot what it was. Well, rephrase one that doesn't call for a narrative. At some point after Nicole's birth and after those first 11 months, does the visitation between you and Miriam fluctuate? Yeah, she would prevent Nicole from seeing me. How would she prevent Nicole from seeing you? Uh, she would file Tony police reports, and she would not turn Nicole over to me. So she was supposed to be with me at 60% of the time. So if there was an instance where it was your day or your time to have visitation with Nicole, Miriam would somehow block that attempt by you? Uh, it wasn't just blocked for one day. The grandmother before I came in and blocked it for maybe uh, another four months. How old was Nicole the last time you saw her as a child? In, well, I saw her here in Tampa on September 28th of 1998. That was at the State House of Supervised Visitation Program. The last time she was in with, uh, with me in our home, so that was October 7th of 1996. 
So in October of 96 was the last time you were able to basically have her in your home. A year. Yes, ma'am. And she would have been about two then, two and a half? Going on three, yeah. And then the last time you physically laid eyes on her as a child was in 1998 when she was about four. Uh, four and a half, September 28th, I mean, down, down here at the supervised visitation program. Did you ever give up on attempting to have a relationship with your daughter? I never gave up one day. Not one day. After her arrest, did you immediately attempt to reunite and have contact with her in August of 2015? Uh, yes, ma'am. I came here. I went over to the jail, and I got uh, information about mailing postcards and. And so you immediately tried to reinitiate contact. I sent her postcards every day. I still do. And I put money into a total account and can't see from her. And have you maintained regular contact with Nicole since her arrest and since this case has been pending? Uh, almost every day I sent her postcards telling her I love her. We've had visual, uh, audio visual contact through, uh, and I, I, I from many months I drove over to Tampa to see her through the, um, the, the TV or the, we do, I've had holiday contact, and also with the family in Cincinnati. All our family in Cincinnati, we had regular contact with her. Your family, your family. The paternal family of Nicole's in Cincinnati and really Kentucky. We've all had regular contact with her since, yes. Since the Thanksgiving. Yes, ma'am. And as far as that goes, Nicole also did not have contact with any of your family from 1998 until her arrest in 2015. That's true, ma'am. We were all blocked from having access to her. If I can have a moment? So to clarify, you had no communication with Nicole, your daughter, between the age of four and a half and 21 when she was arrested for this office, correct? That would be correct, ma'am. And to clarify a couple other things about some of the things you said, you've actually previously said that there was no conflict between you and Miriam Deans, correct? We had no conflict, ma'am. There was family. no war between you and Miriam Deans, right? In our family system, Mom, Miriam, Dad, Ron, and our daughter, Nicole. We had no conflict. But I'm asking between you and Miriam. You previously said that there was no conflict between you and her, correct? In our family system, we had no conflict, ma'am. And Mr. Knoxon, it's accurate that you have another child that you haven't had any contact with since she was six years old, correct? Is that correct? I have a full custody of my child and her child. But you've had no contact with her since she was six years old, correct? It's a yes or no question. Uh, that would be true. So can I have one moment? Yes. Nothing further. Redirect. No questions. Maybe it's time by the defense. Subject to a proper and later time. All right, then uh, uh, you may step down.
uh, as the witness this time, um, but you're not released as a witness technically. And I'll ask the defense to call your next witness. Does I call Laura Hessemer? Laura, what's the last name? Hessemer. Hessemer. Ms. Hessemer, good afternoon and welcome. You'll come forward to be sworn wherever you're comfortable. If you'll face me and raise your right hand, please. Thank you. If you swear or affirm any testimony you give in this case will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so I'll help you die. I do. All right. Thank you. If you'll follow the bailiff to the ramp that leads up to the witness chair, please watch your step. When you get to the chair, go ahead and have a seat. Make yourself comfortable. That microphone is just. How's your name? Laura Hessemer. Can you spell your last name for the court reporter? H-E-S-S-E-M-E-R. Ms. Hessemer, where do you currently live? Gainesville, Florida. Did you at some point attend Florida State University? Yes. What, from what time period? Tell me the years span you were there. From 2014 until 2016. At some point, did you meet Nicole Knockman? Yes. Where did you meet her? It was the first class of the first semester. What year, if you remember? It was the spring of 2017, or 2015, sorry. Okay. And what class was that that you met her in? History. Did you become friends at some point with Nicole? Yes. Does she have any other friends at FSU besides you? My own friends? So she didn't have any of her own friends, but she became friends with your friends? Correct. Did you ever go to her dorm or know where she lived in that spring semester of 2015? I went to the dorm building, never inside her dorm bedroom. At any point during that spring of 2015, other than your friends who you introduced her to, did you ever meet any of her college roommates or study buddies or anything like that of Nicole? No, I was a study buddy. How did Nicole dress when she was in college? She dressed in blue jeans, usually a t-shirt with a old windbreaker jacket. Now the jacket, would she wear it like if it's cold outside and it's December or did she wear it year round? All year round, every day. I think she's obviously in Florida. Yes. Um, I'm assuming it's not too much cooler than let's say Tampa. Not by much. And she would wear this heavy jacket even in the summer months or in the spring when it was hot. Correct. It would become very smelly. Did you also see Nicole with weights on her wrist? Yes. And what were those for? She said it to work out to lose weight. Her mother wanted her to lose weight. Would you also observe times when Nicole wanted to run or run the track at night? 
I did not witness it, but she told me when she... Don't tell me what she told you. Okay, sorry. So you never physically saw her running on the track at night? Not physically. Are you aware of, at some point, Nicole changing her grades? Aware of it, yes. And when do you believe that happened? After you met her in spring of 2015, summer, kind of what time period was, did that occur? If you remember. I remember it was after a semester. I can't remember what year that was. What was Nicole's major when you first met her? I don't remember that. Does history sound right? She wanted it to she wanted it to be history and that's what she was going for until her mother made her change it. And what did Nicole change her major to? I don't remember. I do remember her mom forced her to go into ROTC. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, ask another question. Now, if you mentioned the smelly jacket um, that Nicole wore all the time. Can you describe for the jury Nicole's overall hygiene while you knew her or were friends with her? She had a very strong odor. For the longest time, I thought it was because she didn't shower, but it turns out she did not wear deodorant. But whenever she did smell, I would wash her jacket, and I would have her go take a shower. What is your opinion as to whether after you met Nicole in college, she was capable of caring for herself? like bathing, laundry, those kinds of things. Say that again? What is your opinion as to whether you believe at the time you knew Nicole in college, whether she was able or capable of caring for herself? Yeah, like I'm her hygiene? Say, hold on. I'm not jacking, I'm her opinion. I'm just saying that. What did you observe about whether she could bathe or care for herself or wash her clothes? That was after a while of hanging out, studying, and we became better friends that I realized um, she wasn't taking care of herself. Did you ever observe instances where Nicole had a poor self-image of herself? For example, at a pool? Yes. Tell me about that. A bunch of our friends, there's a huge gym at Florida State University. We would go work out or we would go swimming. And all of us went to the pool one day and we asked Nicole to join us, but she refused to because she didn't like her image in a swimsuit. Do you know about what time period that would have been in relation to when you met her? The first semester or after the first semester? That would be after the first semester. Did Nicole ever have a boyfriend while you knew her or any type of meaningful relationship like that? No.
In the summer of 2015, did you see signs that Nicole Nachman was exhibiting as far as being depressed or, or just kind of looking depressed? We weren't really hanging out during the summers because she would be at home and I would be back in Tallahassee, but we were together again for um, the spring and fall semesters. And then at some point you start to see observations that Nicole may have been depressed or looked depressed? Not really, but I could tell that she um, she did not want to go back home in fear of her mom. So she wasn't excited like some kids are to go home on summer break or spring break or holidays or things. The week of her arrest, um, did you speak to Nicole? No. Did you speak to her the week leading up? possibly that Monday before? Yes. And was there a discussion about LASIK surgery? Yes. So did you get the impression Nicole was scared about getting the LASIK surgery? Yes. I want to ask you about Nicole's interest in Elsa and the movie Frozen. Can you tell the jury a little bit about that? She has, she had a um, imaginative mind. She loved to draw. She loved to write stories. However, I, she does like horror, so she wrote a lot of fiction horror stories with Frozen Elsa with another character from a different movie. And she would always pair them up together. What about her obsession with like material things related to Elsa? Dyeing her hair, costumes, things like that? She didn't dye her hair. She wanted her hair to be like Elsa's. But it got so blonde. I told her she can't go further because it would actually break her hair. Um, she told me her friends helped her with dyeing her hair, but that was when I said, I'm not aware of you having any other friends besides me. And she also actually stitched by hand a whole Elsa outfit so she would wear during Halloween. The stories that you mentioned a moment ago that Nicole liked as far as Elsa, it, it involves things like turning things into ice. Correct. At some point, after you talked to Nicole that Monday about 
the LASIK surgery. Did you all at some point have another communication with her? Yes. And what was that communication about? There were three phone calls. One was about the LASIK eye surgery. The second one was about Laura, I needed to get drugs. The third one was about trying to get a job in Tallahassee with me. And so let's break those up a little bit. You told us first about the first one on Monday, you think about the LASIK. Correct. And then at some point, do you remember which week the call where Nicole called you and asked you about drugs was? I believe the Wednesday. And so we're clear, this is the week before school is about to start. Yes. And the phone call about drugs, had Nicole ever used drugs in your presence before? No. Had you ever seen her buy drugs before? No. Has she ever talked to you about using drugs ever in her life? Only to lose weight. Okay. But not as far as the type of drugs she was calling you for? Correct. And you believe that was Wednesday, the week before classes were to start on that Monday? Yes. Yes. I'm going to show you what's been introduced as Defense Exhibit 1N, and you can look at that screen right there. And is this the book or one of the books within Nicole's property that she turned over to law enforcement? Yes. And this is basically a children's book about the movie Frozen? Yes. Yes. And Nicole relied on that money, correct? Yes. 
whenever Nicole broke or lost something, her mom will be the one to fix it. Or pay for object if I can approach. Yes. All right, Ms. Hesmer, Ms. Hersey asked you about some phone conversations that you had with Ms. Knoxman in the week of the offenses that we're here for today. Yes. And on one of those conversations that you had, the well, let me ask you this. Towards the end of that week, was there an arrangement for Ms. Knoxman to come to Brandon and help you pack up your stuff to go back to school? Yes. And that didn't happen, is that correct? Yes. And do you recall a conversation that you had with Ms. Knoxman on the phone where she said thank you for having been a friend of her? Yes. I believe you started to say this earlier, but during this part of the time that you knew Ms. Knoxman, she was enrolled in ROTC, is that correct? Yes. And what was the ROTC program? It was the Air Force. I believe, or maybe ROTC at um, FSU. She was in it for a short period of time. You indicated earlier that her mom did not want her to be a history major and wanted her to change her major. Is that correct? Yes. Isn't that because her mom did not believe that that would have been a fruitful or productive major going forward in life? Yes. May I just have one moment, Judge? Thank you. Nothing further. Read right. The customer, your understanding of why Nicole wore weight, ran all the time and needed to lose weight was because of her mother, correct? Yes. And it's your uh, understanding that Nicole did her best in that arena, it just wasn't enough for her mom? Yes. Nicole Nachman expressed that she feared her mother. Did I'm going to object to leaving? We pray. Did Nicole ever express to you that she feared getting in trouble or feared her mother when she got in trouble? Yes. Was your understanding of the reason the Paul Dockman changed her grades again was fear of her mother finding out? I'm going to have Jeff to ask an answer. Yes. If there's an objection, just hold on okay. on the answer. I'm sorry. Um, let me I'll, I'll allow it. Your answer was yes? Yes. The phone call that Nicole made to you the week before school started, or really what ends up being the week she was arrested, that said, thank you for being a friend. When was that phone call? After the drugs or before? After. And just so the jury's clear, were you ever able to get her any drugs or even know where to send her? No. And when she asked you that question, did that surprise you? Yes. 
as you stated earlier, she had never really discussed drugs with you before. Yes. Had never even given you an inclination that she used drugs or associated with anybody who did drugs. Correct. Welcome, everybody, to the second annual H3 Podcast Live Bonanza. 
Yeah. Thank you, Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Back again with the usual suspects, Justin Roiland and Alex Hirsch. Together, last year, we raised $240,000 for direct relief. And we are back again with the goops, the gaps, the laughs to bring you comedy that raises money. It's all wholesome, baby. Laughs and charity together. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, sir. Very nice Uh, to be here. Thank you. Now, if you want to donate... There's so much to get to. We have a freaking bonanza here Listen, today. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not waiting. I'm going to crinkle my bag. Thank you. Justin is going to serenade everybody. I just, now, yeah. if you want to donate, the link is in the description, but it's tiltify.com slash. They have at H3H3 Productions. That sounds strange. I've never seen an at in a URL, but there you have it. Does that uh, work? Does that work? Does that it works. Work? Yes, oh, it works. So. I mean, I've yes, it works. It's in the description. We have got um, so Many prizes. The prizes are in absolute The prize name. parade. Um, let me go over these prizes to let you guys know what's on the line. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, one dollar is one raffle ticket. Now, do not be confused. You got that? <laughs> now, do not be confused. I'm having flashbacks <laughs> last year. Now, do not be confused. One, you do not have to donate multiple times. The more you donate. The more they can't, they don't have the, oh, they don't have the technology. It's so unsettling. It's really creepy. <laughs> it's a little skinned anime doll face. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, go ahead. I'm, this is, um, um, one dollar equals one ticket. Ten dollars equals ten rebels. You do not need to donate multiple times. Kavish, so the you more can. you donate, the more likely it is that you're going to be right. But even somebody who only donates a single dollar can technically win the prize. Technically, right. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. but so you could be... You're, you're not as likely to. Yeah, you're have to <laughs> I mean, you know, the odds are stacked against you yeah. if you only... You're going to have to pick down like, a lot more It's than possible, that. though. But you might. It's yeah, possible. You could. You could, it's a it's a possibility. Justin's playing those mind games. <laughs> but, I, but I, you know, if you really want to win, you got to throw down to beef up your eyes. I'm hoping one of our prizes goes to somebody who donated a single dollar. Just I think to, that happened last yeah, time. That happened Most people who won donated large amounts, but there was one person that won a big boy prize, and I don't remember what it was. But here, we have... Was it the lint? Was it, Skippy it was, Yeah, it was the lucky winner. <laughs> that was the you know, I thought, I thought about flying Skippy out so we could smell his real belly button, like the source of the lint, to kind of continue the yeah. story, but you guys vetoed yeah. that one. I mean, I know. I, I, I was, I was like, hey, hey, whatever you guys want to do, but... <laughs> no, Ethan just like texts like, "Hey guys, want to sniff his belly button?" And we just like, me and Justice didn't. There's there was no, no response. <laughs> like somebody else will get this one. Somebody else I was like, reply. I yeah. thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you what. Not to be outdone, last year we had one of the most powerful moments I think in live broadcasting history when Justin pepper sprayed Joey Selves in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful, wonderful thing. Did it for charity. But did you feel spraying another man? So bad. Yeah. That's so bad. I, I worry. You know, as the years. You seem go to on, and we get yeah, tackling like a lunatic. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I felt bad, but also I couldn't help, you know, laugh at the scenario. But but the uh, you know, I feel like as the years go on, and we continue to do this, uh, and hopefully the numbers that, that we raise grow. Right. Uh, I hope we don't end up killing Joe. <laughs> you know, because I was coming up with all these things like, oh man, what if he, you know, we we get him like one of those really dangerous like like uh, one wheel. Uh, ski- well, I guess those, those things are dangerous, but some sort of dangerous contraption to ride on. Yeah, have them jump. And I was like, what, 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 A, that's going to be really hard to do, to produce. And B, like, 
What if he falls and breaks his neck, and then it's like, oh, right, now he's paraplegic. Well, and then we can't. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but if being we, paraplegic. If he dies this year, what are we going to do next year? We got to. We gotta keep. If he dies, well, we, we have to, to think about the charity we, first we, and foremost. Yeah. yeah, we need to make sure that um, we have some tissue sample, sort of DNA <laughs> that we can clone him. Right. Because that technology is probably not too far down. Well, I'm, there's a good thing he's gonna be puking today, so we'll be collecting. Yeah, have we a told him yet? What, what Joey's doing yes. this time? Yeah, so Joey. So guys, we have four milestones that we would like to hit during this live stream. These milestones: twenty-five thousand, fifty thousand, seventy-five thousand, a hundred thousand. Every twenty-five thousand, Joey's gonna be eating. Progressively spicier peppers. Go ahead and cut to Joey so everyone can see what is going on in the backstage there. We've got a kiddie pool set up. Joey is in filling it with milk. Yes, with milk. Um, Is that Neem Hole? Where we look? Where we I don't. I think it should be Hole. Yeah, it's Hole, baby, all the way. And you know why not a couple of little little packets of uh, uh, half and half? Oh, we can see. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, okay. We got the duck. We're filling up the pool with uh, milk. Now, Joey is going to be eating a uh, jalapeno at 25, a habanero at 50, a ghost pepper at 75, and a Carolina Reaper. <laughs> and these, at are, these are thousands, right? 75,000. Like, yes, yeah, these yes, are, yes. Okay, so let What yeah. is a Carolina Reaper? That sounds that terrifying. That is the worst. It's the spiciest pepper in the world. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, oh it is. Wow. Well, I was recently surpassed, but whatever. It's, yeah, it's, hot it's enough. been surpassed. Look, but at a like, certain level. It's it's like the crazy surpassed one. Surpassed by what, though, I wonder? They, they keep pepper X. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, pepper X. Oh, yeah. pepper X, of course. Yeah. Satan's, uh, <laughs> Satan's Grendel, I believe it's called. Uh, is that the what? <laughs> Satan's apple. Yeah, hey. Satan's shark. Cricket? Yeah, hit me for cricket. Yeah, <laughs> I'm new to the sound. So we're very yeah, excited. We're very thrilled um, to be hitting these milestones. Let me tell you what you can win because we have some incredible prizes throughout. Now, first of all, if you donate a hundred dollars, these are all in the prizes section of our donate page. Hundred bucks, you get to write something on Joey's body, anything you want that's not racist or that will get yeah. us banned from this live stream. For a for a uh, how much is it to write on my neck? Was it a thousand or five hundred? Because we did this last year. Let me open the page here. I could have sworn it was five hundred. But yeah. Uh, yeah right on your neck is five hundred. That's right. So you guys Please can write on me. Photo. I love cum on it. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Let me show you this. Yeah, I might donate five hundred. <laughs> yeah. This legendary shot was produced um, last year. <laughs> and this is Sharpie, so you had yeah. to walk around like that for a couple yes, of days. Indeed. So that, 500 bucks, anything anybody wants could be written on your absolutely. face. Absolutely. Do they get and to choose the part of your face? Whatever they, they like. What whatever about what about what about inkbox? Like I have some inkbox freehand. Like, you know, it, 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 you let it dry. It you know off, what? But it would it wouldn't show up until tomorrow, and it lasts 18 days. Absolutely. I was I was like anything for charity. Like, no. for, for a certain amount, you know, maybe it's worth it. You know. Well, trust me, I do have a life. That doesn't sound well, maybe like Joey might be up for it. You know, a little. We're almost spot. up to five thousand dollars, guys. Whoa. So we are approaching our first. Uh, oh yeah, guys, the there's a bunch one. of cool stuff on the site, and like, there, like, yes. there's a bunch of rare. Well, let me keep. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you can draw on us now. This one is um, super, super amazing. Um, oh yeah, you can buy. You guys can be doing. Uh, original art throughout. Yes, we and brought as, uh, art supplies. No, 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 we will, we will, we will, but it's like, I don't know how good it's going to be. I figure well, we are doing something <laughs> else right now, but we'll be... Yeah, yeah, but I'm some sketch I, yeah. I, I figure we'll let 
we have frames, you know, for, for what size paper is this? 11 by 14, I guess? Maybe not. So we'll be creating these three amazing artists. will be creating art. And as they finish them, we will throw them up for your bidding pleasure. Or, or we could ask them, like, hey, like, which ones should we throw up? Because some people will be like, yeah. <laughs> sure. I think we'll one. sell them all just <laughs> Okay, okay. Fine. Now, up, up next, Post Malone was at uh, Rolling Loud. Is that, Am I saying that correctly? Yes, you are. Thank you, Dan. Now, Post Malone, as you know, has been Who smashing the quiet. Uh, oh, sorry. Has been smashing up. What? I'm sorry. What? Justin? I just said, who rolls quiet, you know? <laughs> but I'm fine. <laughs> what did you go for? Uh, what's that? Did oh, did we double cricket? We double cricket. Double cricket. So, so Post Malone, this was smashed just this last weekend during his show at Rolling Loud, signed and and dedicated this is, I, I truly believe, a valuable part of music history that we will frame professionally and send to the winner. So this is really, I think, an amazing donation by Post Malone, who we thank very much. Next up, this is something amazing, Justin. Why don't you go ahead and explain? This is a Rick and Morty episode number one signed by Joe oh, Sperling and Dan Harmon. It's a comic. It's the it's the first issue comic, uh, the cover I did, and then I, 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 had, I grabbed Harmon to sign it, and I signed it. So, yeah, what do you value this at? I don't know. It's weird. It's like on eBay they go for all different ranges of amounts. I've, I'm not kidding. I've seen them sell for like five thousand dollars, and that's what that might be the most I've seen it sell for without the signature of the creators. Like two thousand, mm-hmm. fifteen hundred. But 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 honestly, I think that's the low. It's weird. I, I haven't looked in a while, so I don't know. Valuable. It's pretty valuable. And yeah, rare. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Rare. But with the two with both of, both of our signatures, definitely pretty rare. I I feel like that should. That should be a that's a that's a good one to 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 raffle. So that's there. That is a premium premium price. Yeah. Now, Alex, go ahead and tell us about this because this also your fans have been going uh, <laughs> yeah. bananas for this. So, uh, like for for any Gravity Falls fans or people who have Gravity Falls fans in their family um, watching, like we released the Gravity Falls Journal Number Three. We created this limited special edition where it has blacklight messages and like it's interactive and it's like this incredible book and they were so difficult to make and so expensive that Disney was just like we're making 10,000 of these and we are never going to do this nonsense again <laughs> like we can't even believe that anybody would buy these because they're expensive and rare and hard to get a hold and they only made a few and then once they were done like for the past year and a half my entire Twitter feed every day is just people like where can I get another Gravity Falls Journal number 3 special edition mm. and I was like they're gone there's not another single one yeah. left on the planet Earth there's only one left that I have and it's mine and I'm not selling it mm-hmm. and then I was going through my stuff and I found one final journal number three special edition these have gone on eBay I've seen them go for four thousand five wow. Jesus Christ oh really God. yes uh, wow like, holy shit and this one is rarer than those because the reason this exists is because this was a test this is the very first test printing of this book mm. just to see if it would all work so I think mm. there might be like a few like typos in there like mm. it's like it's a first first edition. Wow. It's unlabeled. So it's like when you get a normal one, it's like one out of ten thousand, eight out of ten thousand. Right. This isn't even labeled. It's off the grid. That's amazing. It's the rarest journal number. That is a real collectible. That is a real here honest is, to God here collectible. It is right here, folks. Ooh. So uh so yeah, just like everything else, you know, one one dollar, one raffle ticket. For one dollar you could win this. It's totally possible. 
Um, but I'd, I'd hedge my bets. Yeah, you know, if yeah, you, you, you better get on it, maybe throw some more down. Maybe throw um, in like half the value of what it what it would sell on eBay for. Yeah. What do you think that would sell on eBay for? Considering it's one of a kind, I couldn't say. I mean, it's been like a year since any of these were available. So, but 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 not to mention that's literally a production. That's like the first one off the presses. Yeah, oh, it's like when they make a stamp and there's like a misprint. You yeah, know what no, I mean? no, no, no. Like, there's yeah. only one. No, of those these. are those are incredibly oh. collectible. Like th- th- that stuff is hundred thousand. Like, I value it out right it's now. like a prototype we'll, we'll toy or something yeah. <laughs> I, will, yeah, I, like, I don't know i don't know if like signing it would make it less valuable if i should just what? include a signature with it or something because uh, i don't want to mess well with why it, don't we you know I mean? why don't we ask the winner yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 You know what i think i think you almost signing is not a bad thing i can't imagine the winner being like don't don't do not want the thing yeah put it down you touch it yeah this is true when i found out he was alex was bringing that i i i was like yeah, you tried to trade up. I was like, listen, I have, I have a field uh, of book three. I'll trade you to auction off for that yeah, fucking one. I wasn't was even kidding. Trade up. I know you. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an embarrassing sad. But that's okay. That I, but yeah. you're proud. You're not too proud to do a. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan and I'm a collector. So we are at six thousand two hundred <laughs> guys. Let's keep going. Come on, get it together. We got Joey South well, lined up outside. Doing uh, proper and then, entertaining show. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, dude, we got to get the money Dude's going. Stuff. Yeah, and then stuff. Ross Butler for all you heart throbs, Justin. Heart throbs. For all you girls that want to get Ooh. a shout out for all you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, uh, Ross Butler. This my buddy Ross. He, he's, uh, he's going to eat, like, uh, up for auction is a uh, private. Message He's from gonna Ross? jerk off for an or Oh no. <laughs> no. Uh, you don't get to see his penis. No, no, oh, of course not. No, no, God. Because uh, I was gonna bid it's on all it. it's all uh uh PG thirteen. Thirteen. Um, I actually don't even know anymore what, what <laughs> you get some nip? Get a little nip. <laughs> Maybe pubic um, hairs is PG. No, I think it's like a you know, it's like a private message, you know, uh or whatever you want, like a video that that Ross will send you. Well, and that's very uh, sweet. And God bless. Yeah, and, and, and Ross is great and, and I, I I felt like that oh awesome. Yeah, this will come in handy. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh I, I figured, you know, he's he's got a massive fan base and I think that could help us raise uh, a good chunk of money. Absolutely, yeah. and, and thank you to both of you for coming together on that. We also have a Switch bundle with Ooh. Smash Brothers. And that'll be signed by everyone here. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I, I keep thinking yeah, just like, why everybody not? wants. Why not? Sure. We got the Xbox with Fallout 76. Dan brought this back. I was like, really? You had to get the 76 bundle? That being said, it is <laughs> the Xbox One X. This is the premium, top-of-the-line new console that won't lag like the shitty one that I have that they sold me two or three years ago. <laughs> and, of course, we got the PS4 bundle. That's the new bomb-ass PS4 Pro Red Dead Redemption. Get these are amazing Honest. prizes. Amazing, amazing. They're a really good raffle. And then, I don't by think the I fully realized. There's, there's <laughs> so much more. Shit, I can't yeah. even list it all. But this, among so many others, is oh. Rick and Morty original script. Oh, we, by have, we, have four, we have four of those. That's really amazing. I was going to tell, tell you, if we wanted yeah. to kind of bundle some of the Rick and Morty... It's too late. No, no, but I was going to say this. <laughs> it it may, may not be too late, because if we wanted to bundle it, you could just carry over the... 
the, the, the anyone who bid on a certain item, mm-hmm. that bid could carry over for whatever bundle mm-hmm. that item goes to. You heard that, Dan? How, Does that make sense? I don't know how complicated that would be, but I, I just thought like that Dan last night. showing this in his mind, but mm-hmm. we'll let, we'll let I him I mean, go. it's probably more work than it. We have an Alex Hirsch message donation. You Are you showing your dick, or are you just saying stuff? Uh, it's <laughs> going to be a, a, an audio adventure. <laughs> audio <laughs> yeah, adventure. Basically, uh, yeah, uh, for any Gravity Falls fans, uh, you know, I can do uh, any voice of any of the characters that I do. Um, just like send me what message you want me to say, and uh, as long as it's not like ridiculously offensive, I will say it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, same as everything. Raffle tickets for that. Oh, these are very. So fresh. these are completely sold out. Rip and dip. At yes. Teddy oh, Fresh. I want one. I want one for you. You have to go on it. Justin's gonna steal every fucking prize. But there's a ton of limited editions. This is this collab will not be restocked. I see some people are waiting for that. It was a one-time thing. So these are the last ones. Yeah, that's it. And then we have some other Teddy Fresh one-off samples of things we've tried and then decided not to go ahead with it. So, like, for example, here, let me show something. Like, um, you have the sweater. Yeah, so, like, we made these this happy like that sweater. And so we, yes. we tested so. one in orange. That's one of a kind. That only exists there. We have one in blue. Yep. These are ones that we sampled but never went ahead with. This one's in blue. That one actually looks pretty good. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. I don't know why you didn't go. I think maybe you might want to reconsider that. Yeah, we may want to reconsider. So it won't be that rare. <laughs> um, there's like, this was another sample. This is one of a kind. It doesn't exist anywhere, but that's official Teddy Fresh. Story. This one was a really interesting story. We got this sample, and then when I, when we tried it on and took it off, we really liked how the inside looked. You can kind of and see there, Gerald. We and that's how we ended up making the rainbow one. Yeah. The new one that has sold out is basically it was based on the inside, inside of this out. sweater. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's awesome. We liked it better inside out. Right? <laughs> Let's just do that. Um, and and so so much more. You guys have to go over to the prizes page and see. There's a freaking buttload of amazing prizes to win there. So with oh, that oh, all wait, being said, can I just said, mention a couple more prizes? Absolutely. I guess we'll do it later. We'll do go it. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. We can let's sprinkle it out. We can sprinkle it out. Well, let's sprinkle it out. We're at 9,000. Let's not Any big donations, Dan? we got to get Joey Salas on that pepper. Yeah. Nothing huge, huge yet. we got a couple, like, $100 ones, which is pretty awesome. Okay, well, we're not people. People are going to get shout-outs for 500-plus donations. Yeah, absolutely. So... Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, also, guys, if you're watching this on the VOD, you can bid on all of these items for the next week. They're going to be up. Yes. So, if you're not watching this live, rest assured, you can still win all of the stuff by donating on the campaign uh, in the description. So, why are we doing this? Direct Relief, Direct Relief. is the beneficiary of this uh, live charity event. They are one of the highest-ranked charity organizations in the world on Charity Navigator. They are one of the only, are they the only or one of the only, Dan, uh, ranked charities? 100 out of 100 on Transparency. Uh, well, they, they are number one. They are ranked number one, so I imagine they are the only uh, 100 out of 100. They have a perfect record on Transparency and how much money actually goes to people that need it That's instead the of paying point, out right? executives. Yeah. Yes. It's like it can be so hard choosing charities because like all of them are doing some good, but you don't know how much of your dollar is going directly to yeah. the people who need it, how much of it is going into like printing flyers for the yeah. company. Yeah, um, exactly. And it's like this one, like every single rating system says like, yeah, your money's going to someone yeah. who needs it immediately. Like That's that, right. That dollar raffle ticket that might get you this prize also is like directly to That's the right. victim of the California. It's also... 
they're going to be it's, – it's Northern California and and Southern California, right? They're, like, yes. hitting everybody. Yes. Yeah, 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 which is great. Um, and so and so we are doing this in honor or, of the of the tragedy, the tragic loss of property and life that occurred here in California from the fires. Actually, I feel like a lot of people think about what happened here in California as just a bunch of rich – People lost their houses, which is, you know, true as some to some degree here in Los Angeles. But what happened in Northern California, in the city of Paradise, yeah. this was not a rich community. No. 14,000 homes Ugh. were destroyed there. Yeah. The entire city was wiped out. You can't really wrap your head around just how destructive that is. Let me show you a video that, I mean, I agree, but here, yeah. I, I pulled up some media to kind of show you guys the scope of destruction. So, like, this is the city. I mean, it's just gone. Oh, oh wow. I thought that was a wall. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's an aerial that's view. Aerial. God damn oh, I mean, God. It's, just, it's gone. It'd be the funny if there's just gone. one house just, just well, here pristine. Yes, that would one. be hilarious. <laughs> well, not. I mean, I guess not funny. I guess more. Just one you know, dude who's like, like as you're panning across destroyed home footage, the phrase "Wouldn't it be funny?" is normally doesn't. No, you're right. Up. You're right. No, but no. I mean, that, no. It's fucking that, terrible. That might, terrific. Yeah. yeah. My 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 partner at Squanch Games, her brother lost every like everything. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's like so it's pretty like much everyone really friends or anyone. someone. I don't know. I, I keep asking. Even if but... you do have, it's like you. Yeah. Can you yeah. Even if you do, everything, it's everything like, you own, day, everything is gone. Well, it's not like oh oh I have insurance. Cool. Woo-hoo! Get back to normal tomorrow. Yeah. It's like no, your life is your your yeah. It's gonna all be your a lot. paperwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also all the repl- irreplaceable stuff. I couldn't even imagine. Like I, I we we were talking about like what would you grab if you had mm-hmm. yeah you know I don't know how much time like a couple of hours what would you grab and load up and it's like I don't no know. matter what you're going to get out and the next several days you're going to be thinking of all the shit you forgot. Yeah. Because I, I have the worst that moment over and over again. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I forgot I to get the fucking whatever. You know, I don't know. Like, 15 minutes, what what do you grab? Obviously the dogs, right? Yeah. The dogs. Oh, right. God. I mean, that's all I really All my sketchbooks, like all my original art. All my sketchbooks. That's the first thing I'm yeah. thinking. Anything that, like, just, all, like, I have years of original art and sketchbooks, like, Look going back to high school. So it's, like, yeah. you know, and, yeah, like, so I would grab all that. If I could, I don't even know where it all is, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I'm not, re- I'm not ready yeah, to evacuate. Yeah, it's on you know fire. I mean? Like, yeah, you're, it's like, oh, hold on, give me a second. Check. Maybe my laptop. I probably would just because it's like there's so much shit. On you guys it. keep talking. I'm just going to show. Foot. This is somebody just driving through. And then my my blow up sex doll, obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're those are irreplaceable. Some things are irreplaceable. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to leave them. I don't behind. know. I don't know that I would grab anything but the dog and maybe my laptop. You're you know? really, yeah. You're really no, well, good at you, to positions. Well, my mom, I think my mom rubbed off on me in a bad, awful way, because like she would like throw out my childhood art, like that it was like oh fucking, my god, like an old receipt. That's horrible. Yes, yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> would she do that? <laughs> Trust me, this is uh, a <laughs> long, long, long time coming. This is uh, <laughs> I'm in therapy. All right. <laughs> Wait, is that really true? That I'm in therapy? No, 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 that she would throw <laughs> yes. your art Yes, it yes. is. I had art that I was super proud of that I made in high school. Yeah. And I yeah. left there. I have, I'll tell you what, I haven't painted since. And it's oh, almost as tragic as this. <laughs> in a way, in a way, that's kind of healthy because, like, I don't throw away a single sketchbook. I have a closet filled with, like, every drawing I've done since. Mm-hmm. I have, like, drawings from high school. Sounds like Just, weird. like... It's like it's like I don't need. That's these. how I see it. I can't throw anything. No, I wish he like, didn't throw it away. I wish I had. But if you told Asian like tomorrow we gotta move, 
He'll just pack a suitcase, and he's like, okay, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I feel like that's I'm good. Interesting, though. That's yeah. good. That's good. That's I probably like, healthier. Because you, know, you can't take it with you when you die. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's certain it's things Buddhist that I know I'm not going to look out, and I really don't care about. Like, you can carry around everything you've ever touched in your life or mm-hmm. cared about or done. Or, but, like, there's some things that you're going to need, and the majority of it you're never going to think about, even if you bring it. Like, how much yeah. shit is in your house there that you will never even think about if it was gone? You wouldn't even notice. You know? I like that we're arguing for, like, yeah, it doesn't matter if you lose all your stuff in front of this montage. Yeah. <laughs> People losing no, their entire house. Oh, well, I mean, fuck. if you had a choice. You know? Yeah, the difference between having everything just blinked out is horrific. Got a lot of media. Does anyone know how these started, these fires? <laughs> how did the campfire start? I mean, there was so uh, many Dan? fires, right? Well, the problem is that... It was just so windy and dry. Yes, it's the combination Perfect of conditions. the... It's like you, if you breathe wrong yeah. or some brush, you start a wildfire. It seems wildfire. like it's getting worse, like, or it's it's a thing that's happening every single year now. It's getting worse and worse. When the, the campfire specifically, we believe, was started uh, by um, our friends at PG&E, the electric oh, company. Right. What? Yeah. Those motherfuckers. Really? But like I said, you could almost just like take a, a spicy shit and start a fire. That's true. But yeah, some of their equipment uh, overloaded and, and <laughs> caused a spark and started so, it. Speculate. I shouldn't eat. Why? Chewing into the, the mic. People we'll talk shit about him. Oh. <laughs> People talk shit about me, Justin. Oh. Actually, the problem is that huge lack of rain. Those are amazing. There's no rain. Yeah. The Santa Anas, which are these Isn't hot... is it funny we got rain, like, the week after, or, like, like two weeks after the... the it was, like... But barely enough. The worst. No, I know, I know. The worst. It was, like, come on, are you kidding me? Now you're going to rain? Well, then they're, like, oh, mudslides are going to fuck everyone up. Well, but, exactly. It's, like, a... It's... Yeah. On the whole, everything is super dry, and then you get the Santa Anas, which are these really warm, dry winds, and it's just a fatal combination. By the way, where it's by 14, the way, we don't 14, know. 14, we don't. We don't. Whoa. We don't know that 14, much about 000, this. Yo, so when he does all that, we, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate that. If you can just, just to, keep just on to, supporting just me throughout just this, to, just to make sure. Has <laughs> have we explained what oh, Justin's by, doing oh, right by now? The way. <laughs> what the fuck, Justin's up to? No, we haven't. Like, I'm not even really. What are you doing? What I am doing. Um, I'm. I don't know if the camera can see this. Justin has laid out over the table. He's assembling some sort of anime figurine doll. He just showed up with a bag full of toys and just wordlessly, silently just started. So we're gonna auction these off when I'm done building these. Someone's gonna win it. <laughs> it's like this creepy little schoolgirl, and I'm drawing secret notes inside each piece. <laughs> um, hey guys, yeah. um, I'm gonna send Joey in because uh, I have three donations for write something on Joey, oh! and and we have one for writing something on Ethan. So Ooh, I'm gonna pop that into the Discord right now. Hey, I don't know who, who that Ethan donor yeah, let, was. Tell me all about it. What do we got? Here, yeah. uh, their name is uh, Wizu Deep, like Tommy Wizo. So right. nice. Wizo maybe, Deep. maybe it's the real Tommy. Maybe. Oh, that'd be cool. I, that'd be Tommy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Joey, go ahead and pop in. Up and to fifteen thousand guys. Come on, we're almost to that first landmark. Oh. Now, Justin, I did donate one thousand because my mom wanted a drawing from you. Okay. Well, that, that the pressure's on. I got whatever you want. I got to draw something good. That's anything. Something. Something. Not. Joey Dallas is here. Here, yeah, why don't you join us on the couch, and then when the first, you can just join us here. Now, do we have, do we have like, they, like, they, they, they specifically requested, a, like, yes. a thing to be, Oh, to on be, Ethan, 
What Dan <laughs> says, all right, hang on. What's it going to be? It's going to be hard to beat so last year. On Joey, <laughs> right on Joey, Bernie Sanders fanboy. <laughs> subscribe oh, to PewDiePie and unsubscribe from oh, T-Series. So where, where, where are we? Oh, I doing the, the, right the unsubscribe yes, to T-Series, I just want to acknowledge, was subscribe to PewDiePie, unsubscribe to T-Series. Oh. But since the other one... Was subscribed to PewDiePie. I figured, you know, we could we could break that up a little okay, bit. So we're done. It's a little redundant. And the names, give them a shout out if you would. Yeah, there's not much. Ah, whatever. Where should we do it? Chat? Just go ahead wherever you got space, man. But like, but like this is there's not a lot of room. Yeah, let's start with the next. We're gonna run out there. Of, yeah. Just like, just like unsub. Just, like, just like, start subscribe, you know. Writing on top of writing as we continue through the. Just get in there. <laughs> so you've got first Bernie Sanders fanboy. Is that true, Joey? Okay. <laughs> Somehow I suspected that wasn't true. Um, subscribe to PewDiePie's next and unsubscribe from T-Series. This is interesting. Joey's skin is, is, is not accepting the... <laughs> really? How <laughs> the fuck, Joey? Joey, you have unusually soft hands. Do you know that? Every... Okay, well, does that make your hands soft? I masturbate a lot, too. The lotion. Seriously? <laughs> because every time I've shook, I've shook your hands, Joey, I've noticed you have remarkably soft skin. You, whenever you talk about me on your podcast, you always bring up my soft hands. <laughs> because it's strange. I find it's just so bizarre. It's like I don't ever shake someone's hand and notice that they have remarkably soft skin. But you just, how many times a day do you jerk off? Four, really? I don't know. With lotion? Because that's like a whole thing. I, I use cocoa butter. I like it. But it's all oh, like you took... showers, I, I lotion my arms. And you there took you off go. after that's the shower? Sometimes before. Before, yeah, that makes sense. Makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, by the way, the uh, the donors uh, who donated for Joey is uh, Garrett Rincon, Buddy Foster, and Solid Shaggy. So thanks. Thank for you, Hello. guys. Thank you. Thank you. We're up to 16,000. Are you, are you nervous about the jalapeno? Really? Well, if you need to take a shit, we got you can do it in the pool. What else am I writing? Unsubscribe. You can just say unsub T series and sub to PewDiePie. All right. I like how Bernie Sanders and PewDiePie are equally yeah. important in the imaginations <laughs> of our donors. They're like, these are the two causes of our time. T-Series. <laughs> this is what like matters. T-Series. Yes. Series. Now, yeah. while you go ahead I'm with so that grateful question, I don't know what any of that means. I have an interest. <laughs> I have a human interest story. This one really touched me about from the fires. The dog waited yeah. outside. They had to evacuate. Oh, no. And this dog. These dog ones mess me up, man. I'm yeah. telling you, this dog is such a legend. Somehow survived on its own in the middle of this fire and waited outside the house for a week. This was something. Paradise. A dog apparently stood guard at a burn home for weeks until his owner returned. CBS 2's Sandra Mitchell has the story. Give the dog a break. Look at this. Madison is wagging his tail now that he's finally back with his family. Okay, good. And then Logan is good boy. T-Series on me. Last month, Andrea Gaylord fled the deadly Paradise Fire, but she had to leave her pets, Madison, and his brother Miguel behind. Eighty-five people died in the fire. Fourteen thousand homes were destroyed, including Gaylord. 
Miguel later <laughs> more than no 80 joke. miles away. Yeah, come on, dude. Get it together. Was missing. <laughs> and then a few days Who later, animal rescue workers spotted Madison so at his burned out home. Madison's loyalty of hanging in through the worst of circumstances and being here waiting, it was so emotional. The animal rescue worker left yeah. food so and water for the dog, and she went back several times gone? to try and yeah, capture him. It survived but it for a week. And then they found it just sitting here waiting. I mean, that's of her home. Anatolian Shepherd. It's a great amazing. Known oh. as a so for three weeks? A week, one week. Oh, one week. That's when they rolled up. Watch the flocks, and we're part what of What a them. sweet creature. It's really... It's a oh, my oh, my God. <laughs> Last week, Gaylord was allowed to return home for the first time in almost how, a month. How did she brought Miguel with her. No, she and had she to run. And they didn't know if the dog was okay or not. Favorite treat. There she loves wheat thins, the dog. Madison came running. In addition oh, look at how warmed his heart is. He's like, oh, wait, but hold on. I... That's a heartwarming story, but I, I just have to pick apart. Let's I want to pick it apart. I set that emotion. So, so it's like, how much time was she given to evacuate? I Do think, we know? I think not. I want fat. Well, it, Paradise the fire was so. A lot of people perished because it was so fast. Whatever, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Whatever answer is heart. most heartwarming. This is for you. Break it down. I'm sorry. All right, right. I just my dogs would be like the fucking number one. It's a T series. Oh, well, yeah. she's an old lady. She can't carry that. Right. Big she's an old, yeah, he's a big dog, little old lady. It, 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 it was, I'm sorry, it was out, Miss Gaylord. It was outside. It was out, you know, roaming free. Yeah, two series. Let's do it here. Yeah, thank you. For I don't know what that means, so. Yeah, let's. It's fine. You guys got it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's. We're, the donations are going up fast, you guys. Seventeen thousand. I mean, once people see T series on your cheek, they're like, "Oh, I could." I, there's some real estate left. <laughs> guys, over. look at all it. this amazing face real estate. Dude, the donations are going up fast. Right cheek, right left cheek, forehead, fupa. Forget left fupa, right fupa. Yeah, so almost twenty-five thousand. At twenty-five k. Yeah, twenty-five k. Joey, Joey, the first hot pepper. You were seventeen. You are raising a lot of money. Yeah, you dude. don't have to. A, a, a jalapeno is nothing. You you I only have to be yeah. the uh, gu- the uh, Carolina Reaper if we raise a hundred thousand. So that's something you should feel really proud of. It's funny. I'm proud that I'm so like not looking forward. Yeah, <laughs> I know, man. Hey, we got a problem with um with his mic. Oh, uh, mic? Yeah, with Joey's mic. Sorry. Um, so have him lean lean up to one of your guys' mic if he's talking. Well, I'll fix it in a second. But we care. Right you, you can talk into my mic. Here. Hey, can you hear me now? No. Okay. You want to come here? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you want it? You uh, can use mine because I'm drawing oh, anyway. Go ahead. There you go. Yeah, you can go ahead. And use. Meanwhile. Uh, um, can you guys bring a chair? Yeah, you got it. Meanwhile. Um, meanwhile. What are we up to right now? What's, we're at, we're, what's the total right now? The total right now is 17500 That's. I mean, like, I know we raised a lot of money last year, and I should be, like, desensitized to it, but, like, that's an amazing. That is amazing. That's, that's incredible. That's, well, and, and and I think the donations that you guys gave and the prizes are, they're amazing. They're warrant. So you get to give money and win incredible, beautiful things. Oh, great. We got another one to write on me. Congratulations. We got another one to write on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's the ne- who's the next person? By the way, we also have this. And there, there won't be any sweat this, this year to, to, to drip it off. It's it's cold in this year. It is frosty. Yeah, last year they started to melt, but uh, these are going to stay for a long time. time. Now, guys, we have the CEO of Direct Relief joining us on a call later on because 
last year. We're gonna really like. They sent us. We're gonna fucking. We're gonna rake him over him. the. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna make real. Sure. <laughs> I'm not sweating, but he will be. Um, <laughs> I have an email here from them. Where the f is it? Is my question. Oh my god! I thought I had it all organized. I'm busting open these mystery snacks, by the way. Go for it. I don't know what these are. Justin brought them. Where did you get this stuff? Um, Japanese. Uh, Why is it not here? Uh, town. Oh, I'm in the wrong one. Did almost a quarter mil last year? Yeah, yeah last year we raised two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Got a top it. Wasn't half of it like off stream? We got yeah, a top it. So here's the letter from Direct Relief that I got from them before we went on this live stream here today. They said, hey, guys, just want to drop you a note and let you know how grateful we are for your support. The H3 podcast last year was by far our biggest online marathon. And we can't tell you how much this means to us. We're excited to have our CEO calling in later today. But please know that you always have an open invitation to come visit our new headquarters and distribution factory in Santa Barbara. Just let us, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Thanks again from your boy Kevin. I, you know, Kevin. He's, he's like our new headquarters in Sausalito. Oh, okay. I would have been so overlooking you in Cape Bay. So there you go. <laughs> Doing good, winning great prizes. It's all happening. Now, as we uh, inch forward to this first milestone, we are at 18,000, guys. Let's enjoy a holiday video together. What is yeah. that? I want to try Real it. quick before you do that, um, we have a $500 donation whoa, to write on whoa. Ethan from Spoon. <laughs> and he would like uh, to just put the label Papa on your forehead uh, now that you're going to be in that. Oh, Congratulations. All right. Sweet. Got that's it. not even that's, like trolly or mean. Yeah, that's so much more respectable than I Love Come last year. I'm expecting some are on their way. Oh, my God. This is really good. What's that yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of like uh, what is that, a cherry flavor. It's like crunchy but good gooey. Raspberry. It's kind of like soft in the middle. You want to try that, Santa? Does it have carbs? Candy is like the best, oh, man. Yeah. Come on. I can't even eat it. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, you're about, I mean, you're going to shit everything out anyway. That's true. <laughs> like, I wouldn't worry too much about what you eat. Joey, you're withering away, Joey. Joey, you're withering away. I have a $500 donation from Cameron Booster, and they didn't actually leave anything to write. They just wanted a shout-out to his girlfriend, Chris McMurray, and her beloved cat, uh, Titanicus. Titanicus. I mean, I think we got to write Titanicus on your face. No, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. And they, hold on. I'm dropping a link in Discord. If you could throw this up on the screen real quick. Oh, my God. Because this is a beautiful cat. Oh, is this what they want us to show the cat? Show that show cat. Titanicus to the Titanicus. world. Show that oh cat. God. Show that cat. Whoa. Oh, wow. well, look at That's that cat. Handsome. I, I fucked <laughs> yeah. that cat. That's a cool cat. Is that Photoshop? It looks so beautiful. Yeah. What do you I think that natural radiance What do you think that, that gorgeous cat's looking at in that picture? And what do you think it's thinking about? Oh, man. That's a... Re- that's thinking about America's stuff. future. Yeah, it's like, where that are we headed? run for president. <laughs> yeah, no, he's replacing Tucker Carlson. It's thinking about the planet. Yeah. So That's thank right. you, uh, Cameron Boaster, thank for you. that beautiful cat, and thank shout you, out to your you. girlfriend, Chris McCarthy. Cameron, thank as you. As we're inching closer to this, we're at 19,000, Joey, because pucker up your asshole, because we are about to get on a wild, wild ride. <laughs> now, let's watch a Christmas video that I saw on YouTube today that is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Oh, now, yeah. you guys know, this thing's going absolutely viral. Five, fifteen million. It was posted only a couple of days ago. This is Mark Ro- Rober. Oh, this is You're going to love this. Oh, yeah. This was amazing. I already can tell. I'm oh, like you've it. seen this, Alex? I've seen it. It's awesome. I haven't seen this. So, as you guys know, box theft is a huge um, problem today. People going up to your, especially around the holiday, they go up to your door and they steal your package. 
So this guy was tired of this happening, and what he devised was a bomb, a glitter bomb, to go off with a camera in the box so he could record the reaction. The wrong people get called. Now, this is going to cause a Now, this guy, <laughs> this guy is a uh, was is a former NASA engineer. Yeah, he's okay. built oh, stuff that's, that's cool. like like being sent to Mars. I love so. he's like He's, he's, he's fucked with the wrong guy. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. Exactly He's just right. having fun making glitter bomb <laughs> packages. So great. he does this so, a bunch of times, and he captures just unbelievable footage. So... Let's all enjoy it. And I may be biased, but sometimes a this well engineered design. Action. And it doesn't just, oh. it throws out glitter. It has four cameras capturing live, and it also has a um, fart bomb. It has a fart bomb also. A, the fart bomb is just incredible. So oh, first the glitter shoots out, wow. this is, then the fart bomb shoots out like every 30 seconds, so they have to get rid of it <laughs> when they realize. Because at first they're going to be like, hey, what is this? And then it keeps going. This is so amazing. So the. And then the best thing about this is that I expected I, I, This guy's got to, like, mass-produce these and sell them. Yeah, it's incredible. I would buy it. He also got, like, the most fine-grained glitter in the world. It's impossible to get out of carpet. ...when the package has been moved off the property. So I put it out on the porch, and now all that was left to do was wait. And he could have done a better wrapping job. Okay, so I was at work, and I got a notification that the geofence we set up had been tripped. So then I checked the cameras, and sure enough, the package is gone. So I checked the GPS and sort of tracked it, and it appears they're in a car because they seem to leave my house pretty you quickly. Them off his house but it seems to stop in a parking garage, <laughs> which is where I'm headed to now. And if you're new here, this isn't a prank channel, so I am completely out of my comfort Mark zone. Mark Rober, by the way, this legend. And there she is. Oh. Oh. So. Oh, so, so, so. He's got the footage. This is like recovering the box. In there. Yeah, yeah. It would still work. Even if I didn't get the box back, the footage would upload to the cloud, but it's just faster to plug the phone in. I need to go home and find out how No, he thought of everything. Somehow ended up here. So it appears he was walking down the sidewalk and then suddenly makes a hard left. Makes it to this parking garage where this glorious sequence unfolds. Oh my god. Four cameras. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Look at that, dude. Look at my car, dude. Everything. Oh my god. I don't know what this is. <laughs> Literally like everywhere. My friend CC has also had some packages stolen. So she so has to be for a few days. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want to get them. Oh, dude. Th- that's what I'm saying. I would, I would buy. I would spend more than what a HomePod costs. Yeah. <laughs> or Just whatever. For one the, of these. Whatever, <laughs> whatever item is, is. The yeah. actual item. This is this, more of this needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like this is too good. I saw another video of a guy who put cat shit and piss in a box and. So Now the best part is the, the fart. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> but wait for that. <laughs> I like that he's upset. Like, come on, how can you play me like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't deserve this at all. Yeah. Life isn't fair, dude. You're never gonna get that stuff out of your. Oh yeah, that'll that'll be there for. That's the fart spray in his car with the windows up. (laughs) Genius. (laughs) (laughs) 
the sound of the fart spray. Oh, That's a beautiful thing. So oh, this is in her house. Oh, in house. I like that they get all pissed like someone did something awful to them. I also like that they're narrating to no one. They're so pissed off that they have oh, to be like, Oh, dude, this is too good. This is too good. It is. People are assholes. They're like stealing shit and then. Oh, the camera didn't work, he said. <laughs> I love that it keeps going every 30 seconds. It just keeps doing it. You probably spent a lot of money playing it. even grab that. At least you they're having a good time about it. They're, they're like cracking up. Like they're the jolly, uh, the jolly burglars. <laughs> Him saying you shouldn't have even taken that is like, yeah, that's the moral of this episode <laughs> yeah. of Legends of the Crypt Keeper or whatever. Like. Yeah, exactly. Man, these people are so brave. I love it. Ow. Inside. I love it. <laughs> I think it's yeah. yeah. Oh, that is <laughs> He's just like stunned trying to figure out what to do with this. Myers better watch mechanism. Good luck with that, dude. Yeah. The story is just don't take other people's stuff. Not only is it not cool, but on the plus side, you'll never find yourself in this situation. Or perhaps even worse, this one. There you have it. Oh, One of the best videos ever made. Just in time for the holidays, why, once again, Mark Rober. God bless his soul. Guys, we are up to $20,000. Oh, oh! oh. All right, when, when's the first pepper challenge? $25,000. We're 5000 away Guys, from this guy eating. On. What kind well, of a pepper? On. The first one is a raw jalapeno. And is it is he okay, that's eating the whole thing? <laughs> whole thing. That's not so but bad, though. Can I just take a bite? It's a jalapeno, Joe. Give it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking from because I don't want to drop dead. Because if nah, you think about it, well, what if my, we don't get people? People never do like eat the entire pepper. What I'm saying is like people eat the ghost pepper, and that's that. Eat the ghost. Pepper, you don't have. They, you don't have to eat the reaper, and then that's just. But I gotta eat both. Okay, you don't have to eat the whole <laughs> of those. Do you? Does he? That. Maybe wait, half. Wait, wait, You're the wait, challenge. I was thinking like half. Right it's all the spices you well, know, he's trying to weasel his way out. Well, we're talking about the jalapeno. So. You you owe us a whole. Right, I, I'll eat the jalapeno yeah. well, yeah, and, I mean, and a whole wait, jalapeno. If we hit 25, or let's say when we do, yeah, jalapeno. That's not. That's the entry that's, level. That's, yeah. that's like. I mean, I'm just looking about ahead of time. Yeah. Let's set the rules, okay? Yeah. You got to eat whole jalapeno or whole a whole. You got to eat the whole thing. A whole habanero. And then you can go half on the two. No, spices. no, no, no. It's got to eat the whole thing. Justin says you got to go. The, this is why the money's coming in. Justin <laughs> was saying he felt bad about spraying you last year, and now he's like, no, I have to just abide by well, what the audience you're right. expectations. Right, I'll do whatever. You know, you gotta we got to eat it all. I'll do people donating this money. There's also, the donations are slowing down. I mean, we're at 20300 They slowed down because they heard he's not. It's like, what? Wait a minute? You're telling me he's only 
Uh, the warning out. label says, um, handle with gloves. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even touch the thing. Yeah, it, it goes in your mouth. Not on your hands. Right. Hey, I've got a couple more uh, messages that we got to write. Ooh. Oh, excellent. Piece. Excellent. Excellent. What do we uh, have? So I've got uh, two more for Joey. Uh, su- uh, sub to Ryan McCarty. Um, yep. So why don't you join Ryan McCarty? McCarty. Wait, wait, wait. Ha- ha- can Ela do it? Do the writing? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, just yeah. keep going, you know, yeah, down sure. So yeah. sub to Ryan McCarty. I'll put it I'll put it in Discord so you see how it's spelled and buy Bitcoin. Both of those are on Joey. <laughs> and then and then I have some for Ethan too. Uh it, we have uh we just want uh James Weinhoff wants you to write Jacob sausage on uh on somewhere. Okay. And then uh and then Simon is asking you to write Hightail, which uh is the name of his video game and he's going to use a screen cap from the screen in his trailer. So. Okay. That, uh, okay. So All right. Go ahead. Five on A. That's a that's a good capitalism. Exactly. Not a bad investment for advertising, honestly. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, five hundred bucks for. Do you want to by the way, what we can, yeah, yeah. What we could do, by the way, is once we could do a thing where once real estate is completely taken. You, we clear some room because it's like you know the the the, the footage of you. Well, with there's the a lot of stuff. space. There's the nest. Sure, the yeah, space. yeah, that's true. That's true. You okay. know, I don't want to. I don't want to clear real estate. Get, you get know. to the point where there's literally no. We got well, so net. far. I think it'll be a while. Listen, so far these guys. I mean, we're at twenty-one thousand. I mean, what am I writing? We're getting close. Oh, what are you writing on my face? Yeah, what is this? I challenge you. Oh, it's in Discord. I just dropped it in Discord. Yeah. Wait, there's two for me. Oh wow. There you go. Oh, it's in Discord. So while you're doing that, Alex, you got a big. You're part of the Netflix Netflix family now. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the streaming algorithm program company Netflix giant. I work for them now. <laughs> so tell me, what does that mean? That because you, they they like bought your whole they life bought my story, life right. They tattooed the end on my <laughs> lower back. The equivalent um, of what Justin's doing to me now. They did essentially. So. Yeah. Also, I was working on this. Uh, I was working on this secret movie that I guess I'm not allowed to talk about. You um, can't even say what it is. I can't even say what really? it is. Um, it's it was big. It was it was a thing. Um, but uh, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't working out up. creatively and. Uh, Netflix made me a really amazing offer to basically make anything in the world I want, which is kind of an intimidating thing. It's just like, you know, like a company just like plops down a bag of money on your chest and it's just like whatever you want to make, make it. Um, it's almost, you th- you're saying it's almost too much freedom. It's awesome, but it is like, it is one of those things where you're like, wait, so like what are the like rules here? <laughs> <You're not laughs> like are there censors, you know? Like I came from the Disney Channel where it was like everything was like censored, you know? And yeah. it's like, it's like no, make whatever you want, man. Make a movie. Want to make a show. So what do you, what do you, what, I'm, so I'm working on working a on? new top secret untitled Alex Hirsch project. Cool. Um, that I'm very is it, is it a cartoon? Is it live action? Can you say anything? I can't. Uh, I, I, they probably would be fine with it, but I want to keep it a secret. You want to keep it a secret. Because, and very I'm secretive. very secretive. Okay. Yeah. Hurts has always been secretive. Even back in the Disney days, man, I remember on Fish Hooks, you were like hiding in your office, and I'd knock on the door, and you'd open it a crack and peek out. <laughs> and I'd be like, hey, can I, can I come in? I want to talk. And then you'd be like, hold on, close the door, turn every single screen, cork board around, cork. every, like, oh, all man, the Oh, man, you're shit. right. And then really? I walk in, and I'm like, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, goddamn. I mean, now, it's probably because, like, I was hilarious. a fan of Justin 
was before I met him. So I was, like, intimidated. And I was mm. like, oh, this guy's going to see my stupid cartoon idea. Like, that's when I was coming up with Gravity Falls at the time. I was like, I don't want him to see my stupid drawings. That's kind of like, cute. That's but I, I have a hard time drawing when people are, like, looking over my shoulder. Mm. You know what I mean? And at the same time, like, I have a hard time writing when there's, like, lots of people around. Mm. Like, I can't write in, like, a coffee shop for some reason. Like, I need to, like, lock the door, mm. dim the lights, and then, then the demons enter. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, but I'm working on something really cool for Netflix right now. But and I, do, I can't say it to this How much this time? Audience. What's the timeline? How much time do you... Or is it just total... Do they put a timeline on you, or is it just like whenever, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's... Uh, it, around around a year from now, there's going to be a lot to talk about. Okay. Um, like, uh, I'm also producing some things. Uh, there's Netflix is, like, making a big bid for animation. They just, like, mm-hmm. noticed, like, okay, Disney bought Fox, and so now they have, like, Simpsons and Family Guy, and Netflix right. is like, okay, all right. Let's, oh. let's go all in. Let's let's make a bunch of rad shows. We need the next generation of animation, um, and it's like happening right now. It's very cool to be a part of it. Like That's it feels really weird because I'm used to just bitching about my parent company. Right. <laughs> it's like I was always like whining about Disney, and like they were great to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I was just so constantly aware of all the rules and things mm-hmm. I can't do. You know? Um, and Netflix is just like, yeah, what, whatever crazy thing you could think of. You want to make a movie? You want to make a miniseries? Mm-hmm. You want to mix up genres? Bro. So get ready for the Butthole Bros, uh, starring me and Justin Roiland. Obviously, I'm Papa Butthole. He's uh, Jimmy Butthole Jr. Hey, we're the Butthole Bros. And we are two brothers who have big, gaping buttholes right on our faces. That's our gimmick, and that's why the ladies love us. Coming to Netflix. Uh, so, I'd yeah, watch get that. Ready for that. <laughs> yeah. I would watch that. Don't, in don't, give them, don't give them too many ideas. Yeah, don't give away the good ones. And Justin, can pay what, for that. what secrets can you tell us about all the things happening in the Justin-verse right now? Well, Alex threw that over one over to Justin, and that's fine. Oh, wanna, <laughs> no, go ahead. I mean, Am I, oh, yeah, I'm not the no, host. I, get, I can't do that. <laughs> no, I get I get that you're... I'm just... I'm fat. I'm fa- no, let's go over to Justin. No, 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 no. I mean, like, keep... keep uh, well, it's like, I can't talk I, about it. Yeah, I wanna, that's why I was just ignoring I, I just wanted to hear more about how do you... Because you said you have, like, no rules. You can do anything. <laughs> so still, how do you... You have to come up with something, right? Sure, yeah. Yourself. Well, I like my—I don't know. Everyone has like a different creative process, I guess. Like for me, I kind of do like my own like mental hunger games, mm. where like I'm constantly coming up with like different variations. Like when I came up with Gravity Falls, I actually came up with three TV shows, mm. um, and I pitched like three shows to mm. Disney. Um, like uh, one was about time traveling dolphins. The other two were terrible. <laughs> um, it literally was. I'm not making that up. Like that was gonna be my other show <laughs> if they had picked that up. But so like I just like like fill a sketchbook with, like, lots and lots of characters and situations and stuff, and then I, like, kind of compete them against each other in my mind. I'm like, which one is delighting me more today? Mm. You know what I mean? And then, like, make a little, like, power bracket of my own ideas Mm. for myself, and then, like, show, like, maybe a few people, like, what do you think, what do you think? And Mm. then I'm like, all right, all right, this is the thing I want to spend a bunch of years on. So Uh, is that kind of what you've been doing? Yeah, that's what I've been doing, and I've, like, finally narrowed it down to Mm. some really exciting stuff. Wow. I'm, like, stoked on. Do you even come up with your own timeline, like, deadlines, or do you have deadlines? It's, I mean, it's all, it's kind of like, it's like uh, sort of the Wild West over there right now because it's brand new, you know what I mean? Um, but they're, like, very supportive. Like, they have they have deadlines and they have, like, their producer structure. But within that, like, they're very a la carte. Like, you could be like, hey, this is a different kind of thing. I want to try something else and maybe we put more time here. And they're so open to it. Like, it's also like there's no commercials. 
so you can make episodes like longer. Mm-hmm. Super interesting. If you don't have to think like I was so used to like oh if it's two seconds over Disney yeah. is like you've got to find those two really? seconds. And here also, it's like act break blow. You're like oh. you don't have to worry about act breaks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's Crazy. a different world, man. Um, but it's really cool. And, and the executives there, do they give you notes? Because probably Disney's all up your ass with notes. Yeah. Um, the executives basically are just like a first audience so far. Mm-hmm. Um, like. They're really cool. They just want to see something that's funny. And, like, I think the traditional development model in television is networks spend a crap load of money developing, like, one or two projects that they, like, put all their hopes in, and they promote the shit out of them, and then if they're not immediately hit, they cancel them, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And it's, like, that's not good for anybody. That's, like, putting way too much pressure on every single project. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, the new kind of streaming pipeline, like the way Netflix does it, is, like, we're just going to empower a bunch of creators who we think have something cool, and we're going to make smaller seasons and put them all out there, Mm -hmm. and if people watch it, you get more episodes. Mm -hmm. And if people don't, we're not picking up for a second season, but those episodes aren't going anywhere, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, so it's, like, it's almost, like... (laughs) Like like low risk, high reward. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and it like just want content. Yes, and they want like on demand. Lots of content and no, lots of don't. ideas. <laughs> it's a little scary. There's like so much shit. There's so much shit on streaming. It's weird to be making TV in an era where there's like never been more television in history, and you're like, how are people gonna notice? But I feel like good stuff is still recognized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. Like, yeah. there's so much junk out there that when like something really hits or something really funny. Or sometimes funny. it's not at all. Like, I remember that there was that show High Profits. That show was so fucking good. Well, I've never even heard. Of it, yeah, Profits. no one's heard about no it. No offense to the creators of High Profit. No, no, it's it, it's a it's a reality show, or it's like more of a documentary, mm-hmm. doc, like documentary series. So it's not like cheap. It's not like a cheap reality show. It's like a well-produced documentary series about uh, this couple that opened up, um, you know, weed store on the main strip in Colorado, in this town in Colorado, this like ski town. And it's just fascinating, man. It's like so all I'm the, picking it up. I'm greenlighting it. It's on Netflix. Oh wait, <laughs> but it was. But, I'm bringing but, it back. But it was originally on like like CN, CNBC or one of the like MSNBC or one of these other channels, sort of these deep cut channels, in in their first wave of hey, we're gonna make original stuff. But nobody don't, don't only know everyone only knows us for our news. Content, yeah. You know what I mean? So so it just it just slipped through the cracks. But I watched it on Netflix and I was like. I would kill for a second season. I want. I want to. I want to. I want to see where these characters and are. Maybe the Justin these Roiland people are is going to get it picked up. Maybe you talking about. I it on tweeted the about it a long time ago, and nobody cares. <laughs> I love like, that I mean, Twitter whatever, is like... exclusively for like <laughs> my own. Like, like if you find a toy that is slightly broken, it's all campaign. It's just like furious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like... I need to. I well, the problem is I got. I started getting scared of Twitter. It was like I don't want to tweet any like original thoughts because. God only knows where that could lead. So it's you know, just like your own like personal Yelp for like everything yeah, you buy. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, by yeah. default, that's kind of what's happening, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah, God forbid, no um, embedded thoughts. Yeah, it's like you know, look, man, we got to be careful on Twitter. You know, it's like. But the other cool thing about Netflix, because you were just talking about like that's such a common thing, is that somebody makes a great show for the wrong channel, and then it sure, dies. that happens all the time. I mean, that happened. We got two more. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. What are we uh, doing? here. By the way, we are up to 23,000. We have we got more Schmutz. shit to write. Oh, uh, Let Ashkin... You got a... Schmutz is a Jew word for... Like a, a Jewish word for smudgy on stuff. Podcast. Schmutz. Wait, there's three more from Schmutz. me, uh, Dan. Oh, yeah, there's three. There's Hightail, Jacob Sausage, and then uh, Let those. Somebody right. Long Name Wait, you the wrote Furry those on ones. the podcast. I wrote those already. Too. So did you do the Furry one? No, oh, I you did the Hightail and the Jacob Sausage already? Yeah, yeah. Okay, those perfect. Are, those are, take a look. <laughs> hey, take a it's look, right man. there. Hold up, hold up Hightail. He needs this for his marketing, dude. Well, it's like literally like on his, on his 
left on the part of his face. It's Where not, is it? Well, oh, right there, below there, there, Yeah, yeah. Kind of look to your left there a little you go. bit. High tail. <laughs> All right, there, there you is. go, buddy. Best five hundred dollars you ever spent. <laughs> um, Somebody just choose the longest word they could well, that, possibly think of for your face. Is it like everybody on, in entertainment wants to work for Netflix now, Justin? Are you jealous that he is working for Netflix? Are you happy think, with think, the I think it would be on? really cool to work for Netflix, uh, just based off of everyone I've talked to. Asshole. And yeah, like you could show like like the wrinkles on a on a butthole, right. and everything's okay. Yeah. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could, I, I presume. I mean, um, that's the whole gimmick of the butthole brothers. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's really, really it's like, hey, this show couldn't exist anywhere else. I do want to say though, I have so much to ask you, Justin. We're at 23,500, guys. Please go to the rewards page. We are so close to our first milestone. Joey's butthole is getting puckered up and ready to, <laughs> ready to diarrhea <laughs> and that kitty pool. Guys, we are so close to that first milestone. There's incredible re- rewards at stake. Yes, Do we want to throw this up? It's almost done. Absolutely. Look at Dan, that. Whoa! Dan, throw whoa, that whoa, up. Whoa, How whoa. much is that? Or, well, it's a raffle. Wait, hold, hold, hold it to your, uh, hold hold it more up. in front of Joey. Hila, the first oh, that's right. piece of original art has been completed by Hila Klein. It is going up on the rewards page. You can raffle now. We've got, ori- dude, we've got so much value up there. No, I don't think we're going to raffle. We're just going to sell the pieces of art. Wait, is it a raffle, Hila, or a sale? Um, Let's raffle it, eh? Yeah, raffle. Yeah. raffle it. All right, we'll raffle. Raffle. Gotta, can, can we ask? Is there like a, I assume there's some kind of like live chat happening right now or no, something? Or? No, no, there's no chat. It, it must be just watch. on like Twitter or something. What do you I want? Like, I just want to like if there's any way I could get a request for like what to draw right. So now. we could do a poll. Oh, I, I, like a poll for what to draw? Because yeah. like yeah, I, why don't we do a poll? By the way, I want to do a poll. You guys can. Yeah, we gotta give options. You gotta donate. And you gotta if by donate donating, to, you get to participate to in the participate. pool. Now, I would I would be willing to for a oh, thousand. Oh, I would be willing it? for a thousand dollar donation to to lick. I am, but you can put it up. What? Lick what? Lick which one? To lick what? Which pepper? Would to you lick. lick? Oh, to lick a pepper? Yeah. I would be willing if somebody donates a thousand dollars to Ooh, touch it man, to I'm my scared. tongue. I'm not scared. That one. <laughs> no, you don't have to eat that one. But Joey, trust me, a drop of my saliva is a lot. You per- you want that one or you don't? <laughs> I don't mind. I don't care. It's not gonna do much. For a guy that stuck his dick in a hot dog bun, you really uh, <laughs> seem overly overly guarded about cooties. That being said, we are getting so close. So guys. Post Malone Smash Guitar, Rick and Morty Original all right, take Comics. It easy. We've got, no, yeah, we got. All right, stop with the donations already. <laughs> no, we've got the d- limited edition journal. That thing is worth, uh, by my estimation, at least a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get the F in there. Ela Klein Original Art. Get in there and drop some money. <laughs> this is for a good dollar. Right Thank you. <laughs> Did we do the furry thing? Oh, Shreddy. Oh, okay, okay. We gotta do it. What's the furry thing you gotta write? It's um. Look at this fucking. Talk Sorry, about I'm sweetheart. Just busy here trying to build these. Build these. What's it gotta say? Busy over here trying to say. You wanna do it? I'll do it. I'll do it. It's um. Where is it? It's something about a furry. Uh, it's written here. Azam, Azamia Kanawawa. Jesus, what? dude. What the hell? Wait, where did it say? He said so, you could write it on your neck. Uh, so, um, Justin, Rick and Morty, huge Rick and Morty news. The show was renewed big time. Yeah. Tell me about that. So we got, we got a, we got a big hefty right. order for more episodes. So tell me about how big was the order? Um... It was like another six seasons, it's, right? It's it's it was it was it's seventy episodes. Seventy. Episodes. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. How long does the and we're in the middle of production on the. 
Oh God! I mean, well, who, the the jury's out on that one. I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Uh, you know, a crazy long amount of time. Now you guys are currently in production of of the new season, right? Yeah. And how is that going? It's great. It's going good. We've got we've got really good. Uh, we got some really good stuff. Like you have definitely. episodes in the can. Uh, we have we have some animatics in the can, yeah. Like we, I mean, we're, we're shipping sh- stuff is getting shipped, uh, uh, or about to be episodes are about to be shipped uh, t- for color animation. But yeah, like we, this is so long. We're, we're 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 moving along, Ethan. And you're and we got a good season. That's great. Yeah, I, everyone's super. It's gonna excited. be cool. Any spoilers for us? Jeff? Hey, uh, real quick, some <laughs> exciting news. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we hit the first milestone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Justin, I want to pick up this conversation. Let's pick it up after the we've got some, Well, hold on. Let Alex oh, Guys, we, thank you so much. This is milestone number one. Keep it coming, though, for Christ's sake. You guys, the, the value of these gifts far surpassed 25000 That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're taking a loss here. Joey, let's all go. Let's get your ass in the kiddie pool. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. I don't think I should get in the kiddie pool for this one. You want to do it here? That makes well, sense. Yeah, no, no, he's, he's, he's right. He's, I'll give him. All right, yeah, bring, yeah. bring in the Hall of Fame. This is good viewing. Let's make it happen. Let's bring it to the Hall of Fame. That's a fair. That's a fair. No problem. Yeah, that's a fair. That's a fair. That's a completely fair compromise. No milk. No milk. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So are you going to be? Whoa, 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 whoa! There's a lot of peppers in that bowl. What are we looking at? Guys. Oh wait, wait. That's those jalapeno salad. Wait, what? Wait, hold on. So those are all just jalapenos? No. Here, that's a jalapeno. Are you sure that's a jalapeno? I don't. I'm not a look. I'm not a. I'm not a, a pepper expert that's over here. Fucking spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure this is spicy. I can smell it. All right, take a bite. You tell me. If that's like a if that's like a mild jalapeno, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh boy. But these little babies will get you for sure. Oh, it's a little spicy. Keep going. Keep going, man. You gotta eat that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> is there carbs in this? Uh, no, 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 yes, man. Joe, no, but as on. I said, you will be having diarrhea, so don't worry about carbs. Yeah, don't worry. It's all going Are you guys eat, hungry? Eat the free free uh, 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 gummy bears. It'll be good. Oh, thank you. Uh, Holy Moses is here. What spice level is that? How many? Two. Two? All right. <laughs> Little baby spice. It's not that spicy, but like, it's kind of good. But not, I, I'm not really for it. Huh. Oh, the music's really quiet. Oh, yeah, I'm a little underwhelmed. Good. I was expecting cartoon flames to shoot out of his mouth. Looney Tunes is light. He's chopping that thing down like it's no problem. Kind of good. Hang on, you guys. We're not here for good. Yeah, this is chopping this puppy down like it's no problem. We need to get to the next goal. Well, I'm we gotta hustle to no, the next no, goal. It's good that you're being real, because then we'll know for oh, sure yeah. just how much the real one messes you up. Now this habanero, this will get you. These guys, it's starting. There's a lot, so it's starting to burn it's now. It's building up. Now, I have a friend who once made a stew with these habaneros in Mexico, and we were all up at 4 a.m. shooting our brains out. This is a great party. Serious. Good friend. Good time. We all shit in the same bucket and made a stew out of it. I hate that. <laughs> As I was saying, yeah, that, I saw I was your like, expression. You'd be like, I don't want to finish the sentence, but I'm halfway through it. <laughs> and I'm I on this toboggan ride to the end of that sentence. all about uh, a bunch of dudes shitting in the same bucket and then making a swirl into the same potion. You know, we all say something in our lives that's remembered as, like, our most powerful quote, and that might be yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You. That might be just chiseled Put into your tombstone. Well, guys, 50,000 is next. Can you bring in the um, ghost pepper and the Carolina I want to see what those things look like. That's my dog, Dan. 
I'm almost done. I'm picturing the pepper. Really? Getting ready to do it. Better was gonna jump into the milk bowl. This doesn't. I, I feel it. In my, this is not Fuck even that much, and I'm already me. feeling it like in my stomach because I've never eaten this much ever before. No. It's usually like a, a little sliver, you know. Are you feeling it more in your stomach than your mouth? Yeah, more in the stomach. Oh man, you're in trouble. And it starts. I'm in trouble. Adding up. I'm in oh, trouble, man. You're gonna be. I can't remember. Good. Is he eating the entire pepper for all of these? Yes, they're not that big. <laughs> the other ones. Well, well, bring in the uh, Carolina Reaper and the. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, just, just to show you. Let's show them. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, a terrifying name. Just to, oh, we're at 26,000, guys. Keep woo, it going. Woo, keep uh, it coming, man. Just a reminder. If somebody donates $1,000, I will lick the Carolina Reaper. I know that doesn't sound nuts. Do you have to, like, lick the inside no. of it? No. Tell us. It's again. nuts. Dan, tell me about your experience earlier today. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was just curious. So I tore off a tiny little piece of one of these Carolina Reapers, which, by the way, they are dry because they are not in season oh, currently. Oh, Lord. And, yeah, I, I found out when I looked it up, uh, the dried ones are actually even spicier. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I just I just licked the tiniest little corner of it, and it was about 30 minutes of pain going wow. on in my mouth. Yeah, so. Well, let me see. Oh, wow. Good luck, Joey. Where'd you guys get these from? I ordered order them online. Yeah. Okay, guys. What's online? What do you mean? They're moving along. We're at 26000 and a half. Come on. Um, We're I want so I want to donate some money. I have only yeah, yeah, yeah. $1,000. I want to get I want to I want to sweeten this mix it up. I want to sweeten this uh prize pool. What if we do what if we do a um one of these polls where it's either you're licking this either you're licking the pepper or who here at this table is brave enough? Justin you're not even in I'll it. I'll do it. No, I'll do you're it. You're in it. You okay. or me. I'm too scared. You're at camp because she's pregnant. You well, or me. Or Ian the intern. Or Ian the intern. And so everybody who donates, like, <laughs> how's about? How does is, that work on the poll? Let's let's start there, and we can build our way okay. up to like yeah, taking yeah. a little nibble. Yeah, yeah. But can we? So I don't know if because if I Justin, put it, will you get in on, on this with us? Yes. It's I just might, licking I the might, pepper. I it's might just licking maybe it. Can somebody? But I don't really truthfully know. Uh, yeah. Ian or Chico, can you take poor little Shredrick out? He's at the door. Maybe I think he needs to go outside, possibly for a little diarrhea, a little Just foreshadowing oh. of what Joey Salad is in for. Yeah. So let's make it. Let's make it three way. Three way poll. Every every donation is you get to vote for it. Either you, Justin, or me, who takes a lick of a pepper at a, the end of a certain amount of time. That's I'd be great. willing to do that. I'm I'm in. I'm totally in. Can we set that up. Is, but that is we Ian the intern in or no? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's make it four then. Just four, because it's a little wild card. Yeah, yeah. Dan, do you copy that? Might you be gonna set up that poll? So it's a poll between who? Ian the intern, you, Alex, Justin. Alex. Oh, and, Justin. and who who gets the, who gets for who licks the pepper? And, for, and people can donate <laughs> to vote for who has to lick the pepper. So let's say let's after, put it together. Let's say after whatever we have the the call with the CEO of Direct Relief Ooh. right now, and after that right call, now? yeah, coming up in I'm a couple gonna, minutes. Yeah, in a couple minutes. So after that call, we'll go to the to the poll. And we'll have a pepper lick. Can someone right. send me in water? We need water for the salad. I hate, I hate milk. <laughs> I like milk. I like almond milk. It's, it's a good thing we're filling a pool with milk right now. Water coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, um, Dan, let me know when that poll is up so I can get all the good people donating. We're at 27,000, guys. 27, is there a way to do a, like a, a chat only for the people who donate? Or only polls? No, people? only polls. Just polls. Now, Justin, we were talking about um, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Now, you, uh, thank you, Mitchell. God bless you. Appreciate you. Now, you guys were, now tell me about the negotiations because you guys were, there was a bit of a, there it was a lot of media, a lot of speculation about 
what was going about on. About the, if they were going to renew the show or not in yeah. between the new season. Ah, yeah, no, I mean, it was, you know, it was a complicated, uh, just a, a, a complicated, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much I can get into this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're going to get Justin in trouble. No, don't say uh, anything you don't want. You, I'm only talking about what's in the media, so I'm not yeah. going oh, oh, to Oh, yeah, I mean, say. no, I mean, ultimately, it's like any show, like at a certain point, that there, there has to be... Or that, that you just renegotiate, and yeah. we it took a little bit, but we we did it. Some haggling, well, but, but we did. But, but to be fair, that 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 that's old news because like that 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 renegotiation was like we locked that stuff down like way earlier this year. Like we've been in production for a while, right? Yeah. Um, hey, that poll is up. The poll is up. How do people vote? They just go to it, it, on our on the donation page uh, on the left hand side. There's a little category for polls, and donation. you can just donate to whoever. And uh, early lead in the intern. <laughs> <laughs> okay, polls. I see. So there's a cat. Yeah. Well, it's just one dollar. It's just one dollar. So one dollar uh, for vote for, vote for who <laughs> licks the pepper. So click the link in the description. It's Telpify.com/slash. I don't know why there's an at. That's such a strange URL. At H3 Free Productions. On the left, there's a donation button. So, I'm not sure. or a poll button. Sorry, there's only one dollar. Right. You, you kidding me? Come on, guys. Well, Ian, it looks like one dollar. Oh, Justin, five dollars. Ian, the intern, twenty-one dollars. <laughs> Ian, <laughs> Ian, Ian is the early lead. We, we got to cap this so that we know like when to cut it off. So maybe you know at the five o'clock hour, whoever's oh, winning. Oh, will, that's will have a good to do call. Like, okay. Yeah, how long? How long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Okay. Um, so keep those, keep that cash. By the way, I just want to just want to show this off. I don't know if there's a, a way we can get a Ooh, close up of this. But we got, I'm done. I'm done building this, and whoever wants it, it's up for auction. All right, Justin, what's her name? Is this valuable? I don't know because I haven't seen this show, this anime show. <laughs> is she just the torso in the show? Like uh, I've I, I don't know. I that'd be pretty it's rad. Just like bones, and there's like a out. rocket. Like just <laughs> she flies around. Yeah, but uh, this is. This is it. It's done. I'm putting it. I'm officially finished. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We can write all over it or How do whatever. How many do you assemble a day? Oh, not that many. <laughs> uh, I'm done. I'm not. I That's brought like three, important. but I'm like, I'm, I'm done doing. Well, you brought like, other anime girl models? No, no. I just uh, weird other ones, but I'm like, I the, this was too much of my. What attention. is the significance of this? I don't know. I just felt like building something. <laughs> Justin, like, let me ask you this: Do you watch hentai? Uh, I don't actually. No, have just you, regular have porn. Have you tried it? No, no. Have you? I, I mean, I've checked it out. Look, we're all out of men curiosity. here and Gila. <laughs> I've looked we're at all it. Adults. I'm, I right. wonder what's no. the hubbub. The you weirdest know. hentai porn is like oh, God. Tell in me real more. life hentai porn. Uh, is that really what in real life? What do you mean? I don't know what that means. It's like they they take like you know how that how it's all anime. It's, it's weird. I don't constantly watch it. That's for sure. I've like you're saying it's like it live action. It's like Cool World. It's, it's like because like, they all have a lot of like tentacles and shit. Yeah. So like they have that, but they have like prop tentacles and they like create prop models. Oh, there's porn where they put tentacles and they insert that. I mean, you can probably have you seen that? Up. Have you jerked I, off to it? I haven't jerked off. Should we, should we pull that up and, and take a quick look? Yeah, maybe not right before we have the CEO that. on. Yeah, the CEO of direct oh, release okay. is going to be. Let's, let's, ask show him. let's show him. Oh, Ela, show your art. You guys want this freaking original, rare HP Podcast release stream, Ela Kind 2018? Look at that <laughs> Woo, beautiful original. That is pretty art. rad. Bid on That's it. Nice. Pretty radical, dude. Come on. If it's not for the fire victims, do it to watch Joey Salads eat a habanero pepper. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, she just man, whipped man. that out right now. Next to you, drawing. I'll draw something. God damn it. You're Here, wait. I, I'm drawing all over this 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 anime character. Oh my God. <laughs> just oh, to wow. make it special. That's special. To make it worth bidding on. Raise some money. You should sign it too. I did. Well, I signed, yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, 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 there it is. No, no, you're right. You're right. I Help me. Pull her off. <laughs> uh, Watch this be the the biggest item. Oh no way! Some you can see it on eBay. We're up to twenty eight thousand guys. Going to donate ten million dollars <laughs> just to get his hands on that. Oh stuff. no, I'm winning. Uh oh. When did uh-oh. that happen? You got a little popular. Wait, you want to uh-oh. lick that pepper? Two hundred and nineteen versus one hundred and seventy nine in the intern. That's moving Nobody... fast. Can you put it on the screen? Yeah. 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 Can we see this? Wait, when did is I get? Is this like a live? Oh, nobody fucking. Uh, I was like, oh, this is great. It was all Ian, not me. Dude, there's no way I have to lick that pepper, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should have gone in for something worse. <laughs> All right. There oh, Ian's get shooting right Ian's up there. Ian's clicking up there. Ian, put Ian on the microphone. How is he sweating? How is he feeling, Dan? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out in the main room for two seconds and okay. come back. Justin's going home. Sound of a door slam. <laughs> car driving off. Can I not hear Ian? I want to hear him. Who sweat. do you think is gonna win this one? I'm I think it's got to be you, Ethan. It's going to be you. Be I feel like someone's gonna drop 500 on you real quick <laughs> at the last second. <laughs> well, I'm already winning. I mean. Ian, come on. Did yeah, if my sister's watching, she's going to drop 500 on me. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking amazing. And she would wait till the last second, too. She's kind of a dark horse that way. That would be something special. Dude, Justin's lucking out right now, man. Yeah. Somebody, I, you know what? I well, we're going to keep doing We're going to keep doing I'm going to donate some money for Justin. <laughs> well, see, I wonder, is that cheating? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, no. for a good we just invented the rules a second yeah. ago, so I'm going to say it's not cheating. Well, then here, I'll put a thousand on Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, uh, well, I don't want him to know, though. Yeah, yeah, so we got to do it quick while he's out of the room. Oh, I think I hear. He just ran out to the bathroom. Um, uh, can uh, you put it, perfect. Dan, can you put a thousand on Justin for us? <laughs> uh, from you? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> That's a great idea. We gave um, Dan our card. So um, I, have, I have Thomas uh, on standby. Are you ready to, for me to pipe him in? Um, one, yeah, oh, one sec. Let's wait for Justin to yeah. come back. Or maybe we should um, do it real fast yeah, before no. Justin is. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, we gave Dan our card so that he could bid yeah. for us, donate for us while we're in here. So Dan is going to throw down on our behalf a 1000 Justin's going to come back and be like, 2000 <laughs> Good luck outbidding us. Um, so on hold, we're waiting for Justin, is the CEO of Direct Relief, who's the beneficiary of our charity stream, Thomas Tig. If I'm saying your last name wrong, that's because Mitchell betrayed me, betrayed my trust. Um, so, Joey, tell me, what's the weirdest thing you've jerked off to? Damn. Yo, I don't even know. I don't jerk off to weird things. What's your category? What do you like? Just like, I like skinny bitches. Why do you say bitches? Well, when I'm watching porn, it's like... You, want, you like the demeaning factor? You like, you say skinny bitches, so that implies somehow that you like the demeaning. No, like just, I mean, any girl that does porn is like, I feel like you can call them bitches, you know, like. Hmm. like Somebody say women, they're doing porn. It's skinny, skinny chicks. Mm-hmm. Do you not like, like sickly you don't, skinny? You don't, just right. like thin bitches. Petite, it's petite, yeah, petite, petite. That's the word. Yeah, that's interesting. Kind of you like petite. What do you want? I'm asking the questions here. <laughs> what do you watch? You know, I don't. I don't watch weird stuff. I like. I like it. I like. You know. I like pretty girls. That sounds so that weird. That is so perverse. That sounds you're so disgusting. No, but the you're thing, a monster. God, that sounded so weird. I regret <laughs> everything I said. 
I just I, I want find out. You know, I you like pretty girls. <laughs> You're so <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> no, but seriously, let's not talk about what I like. All right, I like fart porn. Fart? Yeah, me too. Do you have a favorite uh, star? Is the CEO of Direct Relief listening right Probably. now? Probably. Likely he is. Is he, like, reevaluating his choice to be associated yeah. with the podcast? <laughs> Look, he knew what he's getting himself into. Yeah. Justin Rowland pepper sprayed Joey Sells in the face last year. You can't say you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Joe, uh, Justin is pooping. You know, what, you know what I'd like to do? Do you want to talk more about your porn preferences, Joey? No, no let's not do that. Justin's walking back in right now, and, We're up uh, to 20, and, I have, and I have Thomas on standby. We're up to $29,000, guys. Keep it going for this. This You're is small. No. <laughs> this is small but deadly. And Joey here is looking a little too friendly. He's looking a little too jolly. He's looking a little too happy. Like we got to get the milk flowing. But in the meantime, my dudes, we have the CEO of Direct Relief on the line with us, Thomas Tig. Go ahead and uh, please welcome to the show, uh, All right. Thomas. Stand by. I'm going to pipe him in in just a moment. <laughs> here we go. All right, taking him live. Right now. Here we go. Hey, Thomas. Hey. Hello. Welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for what you're doing. Oh, well, let me ask Happy. you. How do you. How do we say your last name? Is it Tig? Yeah, Tig. Okay, thank yeah. God. Because I was going to fire an intern if, they, if I had a mispronounced last <laughs> name. Um, so, so what, uh, thank you so much. Um now, since we got you here, maybe you can tell us a little bit about, you know, how the money we raise affects you guys and specifically how it goes to help the people who lost their homes and everything in the wildfires. Well, first of all, I really can't thank you enough for what you're doing. It's, um, you know, these things get a lot of attention at the time, and then right. there's so much news coming at people, it's easy to forget. So I think what Direct Relief does every day is try to work to make sure that there are health services available for, for people who uh, need them and can't afford them. Mm-hmm. And so on an everyday basis, we work with the local nonprofit community health centers, um, free and charitable clinics all around the United States, and you know we're based in California, so that's where we started. So that's typically where we plug in, and in Butte County, and um, just like last year in Sonoma, Napa, when the fires hit, these places that serve people who are vulnerable, even on a good day, is where we plug in because they're such so deeply rooted in the communities. And unfortunately, I think. Um, what happened in Paradise was just kind of unprecedented. I think it, you know, again, caught us by surprise here in this kind of new abnormal in the state and kind of the devastation that just, you know, caused a lot of deaths, caused a lot of people to flee. So what we did is kind of what we do and checked in from a health perspective, what can we do immediately and ended up just rushing on daily deliveries, things from kind of the masks for the smoke and the inhalers for people who were, you know, had breathing problems, the oxygen concentrators um, that that seniors often need, but particularly if they're evacuated and put in a shelter, um, and just basic drugs and things like that. Up, up, All the evacuees ended up in these temporary shelters, and they all got hit with the norovirus, which is kind of oh. this horrible disease of like vomiting and acute oh diarrhea so it was just about as bad as you can imagine but you know the people who we were working with who were kind of staff from the the hospital that was burnt out they set up a clinic in the 
the East Avenue Church up in Chico, and we're just so on it, you know, just really, you know, just working 24 hours a day with nothing. So that was kind of where we started. And since then, we've been continuing to work with uh, kind of the, the local public health officials who were kind of overwhelmed, and even the firefighters and um, kind of the first response teams that, you know, they, so many people got deployed from around the state, and we've worked with them a lot and saw last year, even here in Santa Barbara, where we were burned out and then had a debris flow, you know, after five minutes of rain, the hill came down. Um, sometimes they need help for specialized gear or just terrain vehicles so they can go out and do the, mm. unfortunately in paradise, it's the remain recovery and kind of identifying that. So we're working with all of them and, um, you know, we get money like what you're raising for uh, a particular place, it's for that place. It's not for direct relief. It's, mm. you know, we work ourselves as trustees mm. and make sure that the people know that it's there, the money's going, uh, if they want us to buy something for them, if money uh, is needed. We'll transfer the funds, and we've already started committing funds to some of the local groups that are just that's doing excellent. such good work with nothing. And um, yeah. and we're in a position where we can cover all the expenses related to that out of you know our normal organizational expenses. So anyway, I really appreciate it, particularly now after it's kind of out of the headlines. Mm, right. What you and your team are doing um, for a whole different audience than the type who probably think about direct relief or stuff like this all the time. It, it really means a lot. You know, can't thank you enough. Well, thank you. I mean, it sounds like you guys are doing amazing, yeah. important work. So grateful that this exists and we could set this up. Can, can I ask a question? Uh, Alex, oh, no. Uh, excuse me. Absolutely not. I just wanted to know, um, you know, that there's been a – we were talking about how you guys have this, like, amazing – rating mm-hmm. um like your number one in terms of it, 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 transparency and i just was curious like what goes into that kind of what what's what's the reason for a rating like that because you guys are so trusted well, I, you know yeah you know, a lot of it's just you know um what you'd expect i mean how much money did you spend uh, on fundraising to get the money that you received and right. that's a big point of contention people don't generous big surprise they don't like sending a dollar in and having half of it sent back right. on a mail that they're going to throw away mm-hmm. so we've never done that i mean i think our model has been you know we work out of a warehouse and um kind of functionally what we do is you know it's a distribution center so we can uh, we have to have specialized licensing for the medications that we hold but it's all provided free of charge we encourage companies to you know make their products available at no charge we will handle them as well and with all the same accreditation that any pharmacy or chain drugstore would use where we have the same accreditation that uh, to handle these things but that's kind of the dilemma we're in as a society right because if you have money you're very well served and people target you they know a lot about you they know what your preferences and if you're not a consumer you're kind of off the grid so I think what we're trying to do in general is just bring that level of kind of efficiency and delivery of services to people, not because there's any, we do it for free, so there's no profit incentive, but we know that it can be done well with these tools that exist technologically and that, so that can, that's every day trying to bring um, kind of the resources that exist in an efficient way to the people who need them and can't afford them for health services, you know, and if, um, it's pretty basic, And but we have big gaps even like California, the richest state in the richest country in the history of the world. And yet, you know, we have kind of big problems that are chronic um, up and down the state. And so I think what we can do as a private group is 
we're not political, we're not religious, but just deal with the people that we know are deeply committed in their own communities and try to say, look, how can we help? Let's see if we can put together a structure that's going to serve you well and get your patients stuff that we know they can't afford because it's expensive, whether it's insulin or an inhaler or things that if you don't have, you will get sick, stay sicker, stay sicker longer, and often die sooner than just because of your financial status. And I don't think anyone wants that, but, um, you know, I think we just are so committed to really help these, you see these people up in Butte who, like, they were reluctant. We said, look, we've received money. This is for you. We want to spend, give you $50,000 because I personally was up there. I delivered the insulin when they needed it. I drove up there wow. and um, and I wanted to see them and, and let them know. It's like, look, there's a lot of people pulling for you and this is what we can do. But, you know, we said, look, how are you paying for this? You, you guys are working for free. And they said, oh, but, you know, we're okay. <laughs> that seems like too much money, you know. $50,000 to, you know, take care of a basically a stand-up hospital and clinic for hundreds of people that had no other options. So, I mean, they were really reluctant to take it. And we said, look, it, it, it's for you. We have to give it to you. We're a trustee. But that reluctance of um, kind of acceptance, cause it, you know, the concern that there may be someone else who needs it more was, you know, quite touching and inspiring and sad in a lot of ways, too. So, anyway, it's... It's a privilege for us to do it and to have people like you and your audiences and all, you know, amazingly talented people on the creative side. Um, it means a lot, you know, to pull together and help folks like that. So, well, anyway, sorry, that was a long answer to that. No, that was wonderful. Yeah, really important. I appreciate it, though. Well, yeah, I think yeah, it's important no, for it's, people to hear that the I do that the, so. the place this money is going to is actually going to be legitimately on the front lines and helping a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, I don't know, when I'm donating to something like this, I'm you like, know. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. We're all very cynical and skeptical in this world. Yeah. But actually get you on the phone and hear it they from, hear your from you guys directly is, yeah. is very powerful. We thank you for what you do. And we thank you so much for calling in. And uh, we wish you guys all the best. And um, just thanks for being the best, the best of us. Well, thank you. I, I really, I, I got to tell you, Ethan, I'm talking to you, right? I, Tony, our communication guy, he kept running in here, first laughing and then increasingly nervous, <laughs> giving me little notes about, like, I wrote down, I have the following written down, which is weird for me. Fart bombs, question mark, exclamation, <laughs> raking over the coals, um, and then some other things I can't, can't remember because of the nature of my job. But I thought, yes, well. I was freaking out. I just thought these guys, I mean, we know you guys, you've done some stuff worse in the past. And uh, so I'm so thankful. And whatever it is you're talking about, he also said they were, you were licking hot pepper. So please, yeah. we're a health-related organization. Please don't get hurt. Listen, if one of us gets hurt for the uh, safety of thousands, it's a... It's the least we could do as you're out there doing the actual hard work. And I don't know if you have the stream open right now, but this uh, this young man in the Santa suit here is about to, is very close to our next goal of eating this raw habanero pepper. So we're going to need his, your blessings and your, your best wishes for him. Uh, is that Joey? Because I was watching earlier and yeah. I started getting nervous. I, I young, to do something else, young Joey Sowers. Joey, please be careful. <laughs> don't. You. 
take a triple dare, you know? Well, <laughs> but thank you for uh, well, you putting gotta yourself he- out there, Joey. Yes. Way to go. <laughs> well, you you got to hedge your bets there, Thomas, because if you if you wish him too much uh, care, you got we're going to raise less money for you guys. <laughs> okay, so. Joey, go for it. Yeah, but within exactly. the bounds of sanity, is that fair? Uh, within <laughs> the Tom, bounds of Tom, sanity. All right, tone it down, Thomas. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for calling. We appreciate so much what you do, and uh, happy happy holidays. Happy holidays, and way to go! I can't can't thank you enough. Congratulations on all your individual select successes. It's really cool. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. All right. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. I didn't have I didn't have the heart to ask him the stupid question. <laughs> he's way too sweet. Dude, listen, way too sincere. Listen to that guy. He's like so sincere about like we oh, had to ask. He, oh wait, you mean you had silly questions? You didn't <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was gonna what ask. What are we doing? If he uses uh, baby wipes. Oh jeez. But I, I was like, this is <laughs> no, a hard hitting question. This guy is way too. Uh, no, 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 you're right. This guy you gets right up call. every day yeah, trying to like fix I wasn't people, like save people's lives. And we're just like, no, you made, you, made, you, made, you made the right call. I didn't know that was the question. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. So tell me, Thomas. He's like, man, I drove up there myself and was passing out insulin. So do you use baby wet? Yeah. Yeah, I saved myself there. I was watching Justin draw this thing, trying to trying to have a conversation, and Justin was drawing the most obscene thing I've yeah, ever seen. It's not obscene. Tell me what is this? Three it's loving just, it's false It's coloring facts. it now, but it's just three characters that are, that are like, you know, they, they love fellas. each other, and they're just having a moment together. Yes. I want that. How much is I want that? I don't know. We're going to put it up. Like, I, Maybe I, my I, mom, because I donated it. Oh, okay. Well, if your mom, I, I don't I know don't how many of these I'm going to get to. No, no, no. That's mine. I want that. Okay. You got to donate for it. You want you want you want you want to do that now? You want to you want to wait till they're all Maybe, drawn? Can I just buy raffle? Oh yeah. Well, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna bid on that. I am. And fuck you guys. I don't. Do <laughs> we bid on what? Okay, guys. We have. Wait. Hold on. There's only. Uh, Where are we at? Hold on. Oh my god. Ian's still almost won. So Justin, you're at one thousand fifty nine. Woo! Wait, is it, is it like, <laughs> like to what? Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There's only 1,000 here, Dave. Oh Something's not adding up. <laughs> I see a 1,059. Yeah, but uh, Alex, did you? Uh, Wait, are you guys are you guys uh, going in there and, and and playing games here? Because that's not fucking. I wouldn't. Fair, I wouldn't do that. Dude. I didn't. I didn't promise. Oh shit! Come somebody, on! You're gonna have to eat it with me. Did, so you donated, uh, Dan, on our behalf. I know how to donate. How do you? I want to be able to do this during the. During I haven't. Yeah, I haven't yeah, donated. Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, God it's done. It. It's done. It's <laughs> done. <laughs> okay. So I thought Justin, we had more time. You we, have no. until, we have until 5 o'clock. After the interview. Okay. Bro. No, no, no. We have 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes for somebody to surpass Justin to get someone else to lick that. Now, purpose. guys, remember, okay, that closes in 10 minutes. Somehow we're going to be the only ones that fucking actually licks these because and my dumbass 1,000 donations still the top one. Come on, you guys. <laughs> And then, by the way... Excuse me, it said definitely not Ethan Klein at the top <laughs> oh, donation. Wait, for real? De- oh, not Ethan Klein. Is that us? Because the last <laughs> one was a 1,000. That was us. Maybe. Okay, so there you have it. Um, nice job, Dan. Now, guys, listen. It's going to be us that are going to end up licking this pepper because we are only $33,000, guys. Now that journal alone is worth a hundred thousand. <laughs> Do I need to go over exaggerating a bit? But yeah, these prices collectively are. Rick and Morty, issue number one. Okay, 
um, well, signed by the creators. Like, did you guys talk about the the um, primitive uh, skateboard decks, the Rick and Morty primitive oh, skateboard decks? Signed it out for it. So I don't know where they were. Yeah. I don't know where they are, but they're basically it's oh, that's no, no, not that, not that. that. That's that's a that's a um Wait, that's a crew gift. Hang on, rap, I have rap gift. Deck. I have the list. Let me pull it up. And it should be it should be up there. But yeah, let's like go over more prizes because y'all need to open up your wallet. Hey, what's the um? <laughs> also, I just dropped in two more uh, Hoopa messages for uh, for you, Ethan. Okay, great. Got another subscribe to PewDiePie and uh, read <laughs> and readcolorlesscomic.com. These guys, these PewDiePie guys are opening their wallets. God bless them. He's got big hearts. Big hearts. Like a yeah. bigger grudge for whatever fucking no, Justin, YouTube beef is happening right now. I can't keep track. Justin, you want me to show the skateboard decks? How do you tweet? Like, it's been. So By the way, <laughs> I don't even know how to. I'm not even fucking kidding. Like, By the where way, is the fucking button? Bottom. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Pickle Rick. <laughs> The most famous episode, one of the most famous episodes. Here's didn't that one win the uh, Didn't that one win the Emmy? Pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's an actual record draft. So there could be like you should auction off your Emmy, man. There could be writing in there. You have yeah, in, in there. Emmy. There might be notes in I there. I just grabbed. I was like, I was like, because we keep everything. So like that's a draft that someone had at the record. Yeah, and there was there were multiple records, so I don't know what. Yeah, do you think there's any differences in this draft between the this and the? Oh final yeah, yeah, shooting? like absolutely. Ab- like that's the other thing is these scripts are going to be different than the episodes that air because they're in production. So there's going to be dialogue 100%. in here that no one's ever yeah. seen before. That's, different jokes yes, that you tried that out correct. that have never been out Ab- there. It, it probably the biggest like there's another one the uh, the the um uh wasteland episode. What what what's it called? I don't know. But like there's another script that's like going to be significantly different than what aired. That one went through a lot of changes in production. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So these are original scripts these signed by draft. Justin yeah, and Dan. I'm going to bid on some of these. That's I'm what curious I'm saying. What's in there. That alone is like kind of amazing. You never, what you never get to see that. Go over to the prizes. Don't do it for the charity. Do it to win this incredible shit. Where's that skateboard deck? So I want to show that because you're very passionate <laughs> about those. Are these on here, Dan, the skateboard decks? I don't see them on this list. Uh, the uh, the crew gift skateboard decks are on there. Um, That's not what you're talking about, for is sure. it, uh, Justin? Oh, the new ones that he brought to yeah, today. Yeah, the primitive. So there's a, there's a set of four. Are they on? Well, the, the, new, the, new, the new Rick and Morty. Oh, it's is like, it It's it? like the second. Y- no. Yes, yes. Oh, that is it. Yeah, that is it. So it, it's the second. It's the second um, in, in, in the primitive uh, skateboard company decks. So it's like that's the full set. Of the second series, the the first series are all sold out. Um, they're awesome decks. They're like really, really just beautiful looking in person. And then this also comes with four T-shirts. They're all Rick and Morty primitive collaborations, and then three pairs of socks. But really, the decks are what that's like the prime. That's like the full set, and that's like the the prime. Uh, that's that's the real uh, that's the real deal. Of, By the way, thing. We we can, these these can all be signed. That like like for like we can definitely like I'm yeah. happy to sign them all. Um, they're not currently signed. They're still in their original shrink wrap. But whatever whatever you know the winner wants, we'll do. I'm well, sure they they'd want it signed. We yeah. should. I think I have a feeling we should sell these instead of raffle. I know we. No no no. Raffle is the way to go. I promise. Like, you think so? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think someone's more likely to just buy it for a thousand outright. No, no, no. Let, well, let people have already been donating for it. Yeah, no, I mean the one that is okay. Let's 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 let's, let's entertain. Not the rules. Let's entertain the people. All right, one drawn, draw one. Here we go. Fox we got fans, one in the hole. False fans out there, get y'all back get back to work. To work. You can use this to motivate your employees. You can scare your friends and family. Hmm. Putting this putting this up somewhere somehow. <laughs> I got one more too. 
Oh, we got it. We got a new one from. All we got to do is just is just take take these out and can you see it? Throw them in a frame. Teddy Fresh sending you a hug by Ela Client H Street Podcast Charity Stream Fire Relief Campaign 2018. Yo, there's art up right (laughs) at now. Original shit. Right now, the current poll score is one thousand. Justin, you are fricks, buddy. Wait. <laughs> and Ian, the intern, coming in a cool second at five hundred. Come on, uh, let's let's get Ian, the intern, boost boosted up. Come on, guys. Let's I mean, do Justin, it. you can donate to Ian, the intern, if you don't want to lick that pepper. Okay, yeah. What's how do I donate? Just to the actual Tiltify, the the tilt tilt Tiltify. Tiltify.com slash at h three h three production. Yeah. Wait, I'm doing it right now. Let's see. Um, Just click on the green donate button. You know, and, and we're gonna raffle both of these two. Do you want to oh. do this? Wait, I'm go to the poll. Hold on, hold on. You want to put this? Well, right? you guys think raffle is better, so let's raffle. Yeah, raffle is the way to go. Here, let me show them off. Raffle is the way to go. Original, Alex Hirsch. Raffle it up. Uncle <laughs> Stan. Oh, I keep forgetting I've got a thing there. So where do I? You're where, gonna oh, want this. Donate. Also, we're framing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these will all be framed. Oh, okay. And jizz cool. done by Joey South, right? Are you donating your jizz? I will. I will jizz. Excellent. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Hold on. Let me see. I think Shreddy's ready for another walk. Poor little guy. Original Ela Klein, <laughs> Teddy Fresh, sending a hug. This is cute, adorable, incredible. Original art, incredible. <laughs> Up for donations. How many people are watching, by the way? About twenty-five thousand. That's good. We should have lit myself on fire for this one. And a night uh, so young. Uh, uh, not, not too late. late. Not too late. Yeah. Oh, we have more. We have more writing, you guys. Dan, why don't why don't one of you guys just come in? Because it's too complicated. Send someone in to write, and we don't have to think about it. <laughs> oh my god. Because we, I want to entertain. I've got a lot of shit I haven't got to. Yeah, let's let's. I gotta let's, go to the bathroom. I gotta go. go. Ahead. Oh, wow. We'll wait here. I got a question for Justin. Yeah. Because I was thinking about this the other day. Because I went into one of those, like, stores that, like, sell, like, a bunch of, like, you know, random shit from TV. Like, when you guys make Rick and Morty, do you think about merchandise when you're making it? Or is it just something that happens? Um, I think... I mean, I have a very sort of toyetic approach. I hate to use that word because it's so lame. You are but, a toy, but man. you love You're toys. I love toys. And I have a very House kind of full of toys. Your office is yeah, full yeah, of yeah. toys. You're I have, a toy I, oh, I I overdid that, but whatever. Um, yeah, I have like a I have a I have a toyetic approach to design. Mm-hmm. So like I, I I grew up loving toys. Yeah, I'm obsessed. I've been obsessed with toys. My I mean, life. Rick and Morty has a lot of like merch. And- but it was so, so well, like for for example, like season one, we didn't know that that was going to be the case, you know, like no idea, but like, still hoped best, like yeah. Best case I, I was like, my dream, dream is to have is a, to have a single Rick doll, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. But 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 I guess it's sort of like by default, the de- my design sense is like designing things to feel like they like they would make cool toy, you know, like every character yeah. has that feeling, you know, like that's that's the holy grail is if you can design characters that that, that, that would make cool action figures, yeah. You know? Um, well, the same principles that make a good cartoon design make a good toy. Like yeah. something that's yeah. simple, that's bold, that reads from a yeah. mile away, that's clear in silhouette. You've got like entertaining, interesting, contrasting shapes. Like to me. if you're making a yeah. good-looking cartoon, it's probably also going to be something that's like really catchy as a toy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, character design for sure. Um, yeah, all those rules apply for good toy design. So yeah, it's interesting. It's but it, it, I don't think it's been outright. I mean, there, there. Believe me, there's times where I'm thinking about like, oh man, like, like you know, certain things like Rick's gun or like, 
I feel like the portal gun was definitely not a thing we were thinking about a toy yeah. for when we made that. You probably would have made like it a little the, bit like fancier. Oh, like yeah. Gray. Dude, it's, it's like, like a, a gray brick with like a thing episode. on top. Yeah, you knew totally. there'd be millions of them. You'd like make it a little bit That's cooler. That's definitely one that was not uh, even considered. But um, but yeah, the, but but a lot of but there's there's been certain characters. I'm trying to think of like a specific thing. I think the, I think his gun maybe or just the choice to like use a certain gun a bunch of times or to like go back like we have so many guns designed and it's like yeah. oh let's some let's... cocksucker put a thousand dollars on me <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah it wasn't me couldn't wasn't say, me couldn't say. <laughs> we were conspiring to, I'm just trying to make this a little interesting we man. were conspiring to uh to out to vote you off the island I was, a, I was a double agent man oh my god Alex is sitting pretty at 34. Yeah, Alex, like, yeah, nobody's donated for me. Alex is good. I'm happy. Well, I already I'm put happy a, with this. God, Joe, you gonna put down a thousand on Alex? I'm kidding. <laughs> YouTube demonetized. <laughs> yeah. So when when do no, we get you're, to you're when do we get to the next uh, Joey Pepper? Like that's what I want to know. So the next Joey there. Pepper, we are getting. Uh, what do I got to click here? What do I got to click here? You got a bunch of lamos watching. They ain't donating. That's thank you. <laughs> Brett, Joey thinks you're lamos. Prove him wrong. Prove me wrong. Five thousand. Right. Thirty-five thousand. Yeah, that's a lot I mean that's that's pretty that's good. good. Of money. I put over a dollar a viewer. Right that's now. incredible. I really think that uh, we gotta. Um, so go ahead and give, we gotta shout out the fine people who have. There's other there's other Zex prize Zex. things that we haven't really talked about. Yes, but we have Zexy Zach sub to PewDiePie, Ashley Marie Guel. Oh God! So Ashley Marie wants uh, Ghoul Vibrations did nine eleven written on Joey. Okay. So that's happening. Wait, eat the whole pepper. What is that? Uh, so yeah, I wasn't sure. D- DBSS or DBS student uh, donated five hundred dollars uh, for, or I'm sorry, a hundred dollars to Joey, saying eat the whole pepper. I don't know if he wants that written or if he was just trying to get you to eat the whole write pepper. Write it on him for credit. Yeah, write it on me. write it. Fuck yeah. it. We're at thirty-seven thousand, guys. Keep it coming. And then uh, recolorless comic that was anonymous, but thank you to whoever you are. Uh, Someone said right pee now. on me, Joey. So you just go ahead. We'll continue with the show as you um, <laughs> write on me. No, I've got some great uh, things for us to watch. If you guys would like, I'd like to get your takes on some things. Wait, real quick, can we? J- j- there's a couple of other really. I mean, I don't know how easy is it for like the people that are going to the site. To peruse and just find this out for themselves, but like no, 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 let's talk it's about all up it. there. But like people, yeah. should, anyone who Here, hasn't checked out so, the prizes should know that so, they need so, to check. So that. there's two massive Cryptozoic game prize packs. All that stuff will be signed, or all the Rick and Morty stuff will be signed by me. Here, let me show it. Which one? Um, it's the Cryptozoic games prize packs, like these big ass. Um, there's also there's also uh, 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 Rick and Morty trading cards. Two of them. One of them's a sketch card by me, which. Is it, those are going to be really. I don't think there's. I think there's. I don't know how many there are, but there's not a lot. I, I like literally. There's not a lot of them. And then there's also an autograph card, which also not a lot, um, mixed into the decks or into the packs. You know, the bl- the blind. It's like trading cards. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, little guy. Um, so uh, th- that's that's also up there. Um, what else, what other cool shit is up there? I guess that's probably about it. There's so there's many rewards, including for all the guys who just want to. Get something badass this Christmas. PS4 Pro, Xbox X, oh, Switch bundles, all up there. Yes, Justin. Is the did, did you pick Rick Chia Pet? Oh, is that what? that should be part of a thing? But whatever. That's by itself. 
that is gonna that's yeah that's not rare is that no it's not rare well Well, i mean maybe it is i don't know how many there are justin's trying to play it up now but i was like why why are we putting a rick chia pet by well that's why that's i know i was like can we bundle this stuff too late no no because you could take all the all the donations for the rick chia pet and pull it and pull them into what the bundle that but then that one guy's like i just want the rick chia pet so bad well they still get it how long with other stuff have a rick chia pet I don't know. Signed by Justin Roiland. Oh, uh, I don't know. Zero. <laughs> Zero, I guess, yeah. Let's hope. There's also uh, uh, the Squanch Games or Trover Saves the Universe pack. Is that up there? Oh, it's yes. five. The, don't, the, the bidding is over. The bidding is over. And yes. You know, Did you want to continue? So okay. what's going up there? No, we'll wait till it gets okay. it goes up. Yeah. So the poll, our first poll has completed. And who's eating that? Who's licking that pepper? Ethan, Ethan somehow, <laughs> thanks, thanks to Alex, I'm sure, the double agent. There was a, a $1,000 anonymous donation a moment ago. Can you so put it up? Yeah, let's see the final tally. That wasn't me. Oh, that, I, 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 I when, you, when you say a moment ago, you're talking about when Alex was on his phone, right? What a weird coincidence. No, I was on my phone, but I was not doing that, I promise. I was tweeting. All right, Alex, you wise guy. <laughs> so, but there you go. We just raised three, like what? I mean, that's like two thousand right there. <laughs> Almost three. Almost so three. It looks like you got to lick that pepper, dude. Oh, me. So we are at, okay, well, let's, let's create the next poll. Yeah. You're crying over licking it? Bro, come <laughs> on, man. Uh, Joey, come on. You've only munched a tasty little jalapeno, all right? Yeah, I got so I'm until dreading you have to eat anything. I'm dreading this. <laughs> I'm going to end up with more spice in my mouth than you are, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Oh, James Wienhoff gave us 1,100. Thank you. Are we, are we missing? Wait, we're not missing any big donations, are we? You guys no, able I to? Let you know okay. Thank you. Oh, this is like real-time donations coming in? Yeah. Oh, that's that's really cool. Again, you guys don't have to donate separate raffles. If you donate $1 separately, it doesn't increase your chance of winning anything. Oh, oh yeah, you could donate like you're saying like if you did if you did a dollar 20 different times on one it's thing. It's the same as 20. But people might be yeah. pinging around like I'm going to do a dollar and this one I'm gonna, that's why I was saying bundle some of the shit. There was whatever. a lot of confusion about the <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know how I don't know really I wonder if we still try to change the rules. I wonder if we could raise the minimum cuz all these $1 guys are killing. No, that's it. okay. That's fine. No. But, no, no. That's their odds are less, but like they're still able to participate. All right. Thank you okay. for all your work the H3 team has done in this live stream and podcast. Happy to see Eli and Ethan putting out great content on the H3 Achieve page. Best of luck with your baby, Papa Bless. Thank you, Wayne Hawk. Was that, was that a did he um was that a poll donation or was that just a, a random thing? Uh, I'll go check. I'm not sure what that was. Uh, All right. Well, regardless, I have to lick a pepper now. <laughs> so we got did the we Carolina Reapers. No, drinking? I'm gonna choose one. Oh, my God. God. It says Carolina Reaper on it. What are you doing? Okay, so it's Carolina <laughs> Reaper. All right, yeah, it does. You're... Right. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> doing it right now? <laughs> Shredder, um... yeah. Do we have gloves? Yeah, let's turn up that pepper music. Yeah, turn the pepper music up. Get that Jumanji. I don't want to get on my hands and then have Shredder, like, lick my hands or something. Oh, oh yeah, be real careful. Yeah, that's a good point. You're going to want to, like, wear gloves while you, uh, so while let, you lick. Guys, let's think of a new poll before I do this so we can get things moving. So we can race some cheddar cheese. Is there anything I can donate? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hmm. Guys, we're at 37,000. We are woo, halfway woo, woo. to the next goal. Woo, woo. Come on. 
Come on, for Christ. Why don't we do a thing where... Well, never mind, actually. <laughs> were, were you about to yes. suggest something that would require you to lick something? No, yes. no, no. I was going to say, w- would it be possible to, rather than a poll, I was thinking, like, maybe the next person who donates X amount, like, decides what you draw or something like that. You know what uh, I mean? Like, sure, oh, sure. Like, yeah. You're way better at, like, like improv draw. Like, like just do it. Like, I'll, I, I'll I, like, draw weird people, stuff. That if, I, if we were trying to think of something that was valuable that people would want to donate for, it would probably be, uh, probably be a message from our old buddy Rick Sanchez, right? Oh, seems no. Like that seems, that seems like oh, that's no. what we want, right? Set around. Give it a smell. You're touching it. Oh, dude. I already touched you with my finger. It's super dry, so... Everyone pass that around and give it a Pass smell. it around and smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that smell. <laughs> okay, well, I did this art. It so bad. It's is either... Is the skin spicy, though? This is either going up for um, auction or, or Ethan's swiping it. All right. Well, if I'll tell you what, what I'm do you gonna call do. those bros. Let me tell you what I'm gonna do with this. Because I don't like I, I don't know how many more I'll, uh, like I'll do more, but like let me tell you what's going on with this. Either I'm getting this for a thousand dollars. If somebody doesn't, this should be a straight purchase. No, no, no. Everything should be. A, then it's mine. I okay, thousand, fine, fine. No. <laughs> I just want. It. Give like, me money. Give us money. Everything this should be raffled. Up. Are, is all the original art up right now on the donation? I love it. Even like just like thousand bucks, man. Yeah, uh, right other than the one you're holding isn't up yet. But look uh, at this. This is freaking incredible, dude. And I will eat well, it. Well, let's not get up, go overboard. All right. <laughs> now, do you want? Do you want it though? Well, I do want. Because your, your mom already donated. She's not going to appreciate this. Well, I'll draw whatever she wants. She well, whatever I mean, you want. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll draw something cool. I don't. I think she just wants like a little. Well, let's, of, like, let's Rick and Morty. Well, what, let's put that up. You know what? We have that chat that chat stream. Wait, listen. If you donate a dollar, can you put a comment next to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we can get a chat stream going. <laughs> so why don't we put that up? Okay, good idea. And then and then why don't we ask the people who are there donating a dollar? Do you should we add this <laughs> on the thing to be should like we? a raffle? Like should we add the yeah. stupid thing as a raffle. I'll do as many one dollar donations as I want. Now let's see what happens. Also bring some in. of see, the prizes like, to show. Look, now people, yeah, now people can donate. But wait, what are people look, choosing with their great. donation? With their the, well, no, donation? we're just asking. We're just asking. Like, do they okay. want? Do they want? Oh, next year there should be a way to pick mini raffles and have one transaction. Oh, 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 we need a new. We need a new um, poll. We need a new poll. How about the next poll? Someone has to take a nip, like actually eat a little piece of it. Did you hear that though? He said he's somebody. Posted a comment saying next year there should be. I don't be know. A, yet. Probably. Oh yeah, you're gonna probably need some milk. They sh- they, they're saying that next year there should probably be a way to donate to multiple with one transaction. Mm. So you like add to cart, add to cart, add I don't to know cart. If add that to functionality exists on on the site. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get get, get on okay, it. First of all, what's whatever. the next poll? A little nibble. A little nibble. Come on. No, no way. Maybe you should no lick it before you. Right, here I go. Here I go. I'm licking this. Okay, guys. He's like, we watch, I'm nervous hilarious. for you because yeah. I know. We're about to see. I'm just going to touch it on my tongue. Is that this it? This is definitely yeah, I think cool you're because it. when you have something in the background, one. people Deep are it's it going crazy. Deep throat it. Damn, let's yeah, stick, that, stick that all the way All right, come Give it a good lick. Give it a good lick. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good lick. Oh, my God. Oh, what's up? You want to show some stuff? I rubbed it on my tongue, and it was like immediately like a lot of pain. 
You still tasting it? Let's wait for Ethan. Like, I want to see what, like, like where are you at? That's just him licking it. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I'm curious. That's a Carolina ghost pepper in your mouth. You know, you know the doctor's office smiley faces, like, like chart. What number? No, it's not. It's not very well. It. I can't say because it's actually getting worse. It's still. Yeah. It's still working its way into your. But I was. I was. You're already going for the milk though. You're like not even letting it. Okay. I mean, I was. All I did was kind of rub it on my tongue, and I was shocked, but like immediately blasted. <laughs> no, you're, we're not even going to get there. We'll be lucky I'll, if we even get you to eat a fucking... I'll, let's do another poll for that. Joey's salads poll. flew here, <laughs> and you guys can't even get him to eat a habanero? I want to. I want to get to that habanero, habanero quicker. Well, ha- People are saying add the drawing as a raffle. See, look. People want the drawing. Again. Let, let, let Ethan keep the drawing. It's all over the place. <laughs> Someone gave five dollars just to let me keep it. Yeah, everybody's saying raffle it. Someone said I'm missing from the rewards. What? What does that mean? What does that mean? The, oh no, it should be at really? the bottom. I I I I just looked this out there. Yeah, what the what's what's the That's fun? That's why we're not is? getting donations. Oh yeah, why? And, hey, Joey's not on the thing anymore. Huh? What's going on here? What happened? I took it down for a second because because uh, we're backed up on his. Oh, okay. We got we got a lot to get oh, through. Oh, so send someone in here with a sharpie. All right, give me a second. Like um, full time, right? Doing all yeah, the yeah other don't things. take so it down. Brought, either brought some. Yeah, don't take it down. Either brought these decks. Okay. To the show. I don't know. When I thought we should show some of the stuff because um, the pictures Ooh, maybe nice. don't show how cool it is. The, pic- yeah, oh, the pictures that? definitely don't. So the, this is this is two of them. Yep. Of the of the new um, primitive decks. Oops. And then the back is like different. They're like different colored. It's cool. There's also, I think, yeah. see, I don't think there is any grip tape. And then this is the other two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There we go. And uh, again, like interesting. Yeah, these are these are these are really cool looking in person. I mean, it's like the it's like foil. It's like a foil back. But yeah, so the whole set. And then I'm going to look through these scripts and actually see for myself. Dude, Justin, should we do a thing where if these are old, people can request what you draw next with their comment? No, you, you. Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, You're all right. way better at that than me. I can't see. Um, okay, uh, how, how do we set it up? I guess, uh, Ethan, how, how do I set it up if I'm trying to get people to request a drawing for me? Like, it's... Just ask them and then just look at it. Just like, all right, guys, I guess uh, donate a dollar to suggest oh, what I should draw next. Almost 40000 Thank Woo! God. Come on. Uh, donate here, a well, buck here. or, like or more to so suggest you can what see, I should draw next, You can guys. read. You, so, can, you can choose what I draw. I would say 50 bucks. We'll consider your suggestion if it's over 50 bucks. Hmm. I mean, if it's if it's $50, bucks, i will I'll do it. Um, let's see let's see what people ask for. 50 bucks. The first $50 gets to gets to pick. <laughs> all right, well, we're keeping this it up. We're keeping it up. By the way. This is a relatively, like, like this draft is pretty close to what ended up on screen. But I know that there's change. Like, I'm, I'm seeing that there's change. So I took a little lick, and I'm feeling fine now. Okay. Now, by the way, a lot of people have been donating to Joey and to Red on My Face. We're backed up, but we're working on it. We're sending people in. They're going to be working on the faces. we gotta, we got to do right by you. This we're working on it. Please be patient, Joey. Please be patient with us. Wait, man. You got a you got a fifty dollar donation for what you drew. I think it's already flew by. Let me let me. I can scroll back down. 
Where is it? Alex, I think you're cool. I don't watch your show, but I will. I like that. Oh, that's sweet. I like I like someone just being a fan of just me as a human. Can you find <laughs> it? I can't, I can't scroll up. It's just it's zipping right by. That's kind of the sweutest thing anyone, anyone yeah, could really like, say. I have it. no idea what you do or yeah. what your value is in this world, but I'm a fan. <laughs> Joey, why don't you give this a lick? I'm totally fine now. I just want you. You want to look a different one, Mister? I don't, I don't know. Like, you don't want to have anything to do with it. I just want to. Okay. Get it done and over with. Here next poll, y'all. Next poll. Huh? I think so. The next. Did you show it? The next poll, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here, show look, it. look, look, look. These are the scripts. Ethan, do you want to? Can we read out a line? Would you like to talk a bit about the script? <laughs> do you want me to hold it? No, I'm just showing it. What would you like me to do? <laughs> Rick and Morty, The ABCs of Beth by Mike McNan. Episode 308. All right, well, that's, that's fine. Signed by Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon. Up next, original, original. Uh, I'm like going through those, and I'm I'm noticing that they're a yeah, little. One more drawing. One more. One more drawing. One more sketch. Any gravity falls right. out so there. Gravity falls fans. The actual script that aired. So, hold on one sec. I need new to make drawings. sure those are legitimately. No 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 drawings. Let me draw something. I did see someone uh -oh. asking me to draw Ethan. You guys don't want a child. Yeah, do it. I think we should both draw Ethan and Healy's child. Do it. That's kind of good. What our prediction is. Get in here. Now, now, Dan, or somebody, if Mitchell can say it, or you, uh, if you have the person who, who donated for the writing, we need the names. Go ahead, get the names. Okay. Or Dan can read them as you're, as you're uh, writing them. Let's go ahead and get, we're back. Yeah, now. the names are, we have Ashley Marie, uh, DBS student, who uh, <laughs> may or may not have asked uh, to write Eat the Whole Pepper, but we're doing it regardless. And uh, Matt Westcott. So, you three, thank you so much. $100 donation each. Thank you. All right, get in there. Start writing, goddammit. All right. I'm taking the request to draw Ethan and Hila's child. I'm, if anybody has any suggestions about what that drawing should look like, uh, donate and say some suggestions. But uh, I know it's going to have... The combined aura of the both of you two somehow. All right. Figure this out. Is it? I guess I should. Should I draw it as like an adult? Like what it's going to turn into? Yeah. Just like yeah. Because the baby's just like a baby. Yeah. All right. You can't really dunk on a baby. Oh, I mean, whatever you want. <laughs> I mean, you could try. Whatever you like. Well, okay. I'll do both. Guys, here's the next poll. Okay. Here's the next poll. The loser of the next poll has to eat this flake. <laughs> you see that? That's just a flake. Okay. Eat the, okay. All right. All right. Are you, me, Justin, everybody? And, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yep. I'm doing it. Justin, I, you need to consent. Uh, Mitchell, what are you writing? So on his. It says school, vibra oh. <coughs> school vibrations did 9/11 on his cheek. Okay. We're all familiar uh, with that conspiracy theory. Yeah. <laughs> At kids on bikes, six on his forehead, and now I'm writing eat the whole pepper. Okay. On his nose and other cheek. All right. Thank you for I'm, the update. I'm beginning to look like six nine. <laughs> Joey didn't really finish it. Joey, what the hell? Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. I couldn't do it. What? You fucking stupid in my belly. What? Bro, you just been waiting. Like that. You, you're not a, like a Michelin star restaurant. It's not supposed to stay good. Yeah. You, you had to wrap me out. <laughs> Keep eating. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just saw it. Okay, so Dan, let's make a new poll. Okay. This is <laughs> this is one flake torn. Is this lame or is this good? 
No, I think that's good. A whole flake, if, if just licking it made your whole mouth on fire for a minute. I think a flake is a pretty good. And I think that you should have to, like, chew it and kind of enjoy the chew full it, impact swallow of it. it. Like, put it on your tongue like a drop of acid, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, uh, I know what you're saying. Let it do its thing. The bottom's the worst part. I know. It's you know that very thick. well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out trying to figure out how to combine your guys' faces here. Now, Joey, you are famous for put. You are known in the gay right. community, is that yeah. right? For putting your dick in hot dog buns and sharing pictures. I run into more gay fans than like my YouTube fans. Hmm. <laughs> and so, do you get do you get a lot of gay offers for like are people interested? Mm-hmm. And is that something you would ever consider? If I needed to do it a full-time job, like selling my underwear, yeah, or like selling photos, I could easily. You think people have have people offered to buy your underwear? Mm-hmm. Used or or do they prefer it? You want to use it? Yeah. And have you sold it ever? No. Why not? I considered it. I well, let's make a quick point. They they ask me sometimes they'll for like forty, fifty bucks. Is that a good price for you? It doesn't cost me anything. It's just old underwear. I have a lot of ripped up underwear. That's true, huh? Now, do they want it? Kind By the way, like, we're at 40000 I would make it, like, fresh for them. You know? 41000 almost. Now, would you fart in it? Would you have a streak stain? Like, what makes a good pair of underwear? What I should do is have, like, a website where you buy Joey's underwear, then you customize it. Buy Joey's underwear. Stain, com. cum stain, ass cheese. Well, and would you try ass cheese? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so glad the CEO is gone. <laughs> I'm sweating. He's still watching. Yo, he's like, notes. ass cheese. <laughs> ass cheese. All right. Um... Justin, we're doing the second poll. The the winner, I guess it is, would has to eat this flake of uh, Carolina Reaper. Okay. Boy. All right. I feel like this is not that interesting. No. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, well, no, no, on, I mean, you listen, dude, that's yeah, going to cause some real serious damage to somebody. That's not interesting. <laughs> I feel like we could do better. I feel like we could do better. In Listen, severe pain? I did that before the show for no So Wait, you ate a flake? Yeah. He said he ate a flake. Really? Okay. Sorry. Thanks, I drew buddy. a picture. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm just going to eat this then because this show's fucking boring and you're all a drawing. I'm not doing shit. So I'm going to oh, eat this. He's doing it. You know what? No. He's doing it. I need I need to see You're eating the whole thing? I need to see he a hundred dollar donation. He needs to see a top donor replaced. He needs someone's gotta replace the top donor of one thousand one hundred dollars. That's true. And Ethan will eat that flake. Yeah. I agree that. Oh, can you guys cut to the pool? I wanna see Joey's uh kitty pool. Y'all need to see this sad sight because y'all aren't donating enough money. <laughs> Show the kitty pool. Look at this. That's disgusting. That's where Joey should be laying right now. Yeah, but come I'm on. Not. Let's, let's 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 kick this thing up a notch, All right, guys. We got a car. I got I got a full of milk. Next uh, bracket to get into that pool and to eat that next. Uh, well, we're um, we're getting close. We're at forty one thousand. And what do we have to reach? I think go, go, ghost pepper. I'll get All right, in there. I want to see. Just give me a hundred bucks and I'll eat this flake. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in grade school. <laughs> just give me five bucks and I'll eat this hot dog and. Uh, Johnny baby as post. Okay, I got a hundred bucks. That was fast. I got a hundred bucks from Sephriunk. Uh, can we, are we all caught up on the writing, by the way, Dan? I believe so. I'll, uh, okay. I'll check back in in all a few right. minutes. Cheers, everybody. I'm more, uh, play. Uh, look. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> <but I'm laughs> I want to see what happens. Let's see. This is going to be brutal. Why are you holding it in your mouth? In your no, it's, not, it's, it's so bad. bad. It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. I regret this. I regret it. I regret it. 
Just get it. Get it in there, man. For a hundred bucks, this is worth more than a hundred oh, bucks. I thought it was, I thought we were gonna do it if somebody replaced the top the top boat. Someone gave a hundred. But like, I'm the only one that's gonna eat a Carolina Reaper this whole episode. But you're not gonna get a hundred thousand. Edgeby salads underwear as a reward. We can do that. Yeah. I, I want to. I'd be interested to know how much that would raise. <laughs> no, we'll we'll do the underwear that I'm gonna get in the pool with because I want to oh, replace it anyway. You always yeah, eat milky yeah. underwear. Yeah, add it, add it, add it. I want to know ten thousand uh, dollars. Who who exactly is gonna be handling shipping that item? <laughs> Ian. <laughs> okay, this is no joke. Fucked up. I cannot eat this for a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm sorry. I put it in my mouth. It. My mouth is on fire. No, no, you got to do yeah, it when somebody eats would. the that? top, the top okay. donor, the top donor. That's. All right. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna tear off a little tiny bit. You gotta it's help these goddamn fire people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tore off a little couple of chunks. Oh my god. I'm the only one. Oh my god. All right, what's the next poll? All right, wait. I got Ooh, something. I, taste I got some. Oh, I, got a, I got a piece no. of art that I made. Oh. Is that you sucking your own pee in your own it's, mouth? Yeah, it's me, <laughs> it's me peeing in my own mouth. So put it up. You got put, it, it. put it for sale. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so spicy. Find it. I'm dude. really afraid of Shredder getting a hold of one of these flakes. Yeah, be careful, man. I'm just keeping it all right there. All right, I drew Ethan and Hila's baby. Let me sign this. Oh wow, it looks just like it. Hey, will. You know what's weird? One of my old dogs. Like, uh, you know when, like, dogs chew up, like, corners and shit? Mm-hmm. They sell, like, this spray, and it's, like, hot pepper spray. Oh, it's beautiful. Baby. Who wants to buy this? Here, I can give a quote. Should we give this to your mom? That's a... <laughs> 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 she, she would love that. Ethan and Eva's baby. I kind of want that. I, the kids I drew our baby, too. So this is up. Oh, my God. Here, hand me this. My mouth is on fucking fire. Just from licking that, huh? I ate a couple flicks, all right? But I'm going to color it. That's up. (laughs) We need a new poll. We need a new poll. What's the poll, for crying sake? Justin, what's the poll? Justin, what's the poll? Um. Um. Hurry. You're the creative guy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to... I'm like... Scanning for ideas here. Let's see. Anybody anybody in there have a good idea for a poll? What torture do you want to inject into our lives? I got it. For cash. If somebody somebody makes a poll. Wait, wait. It, what, what's the poll thing? It's like if, if this person has to do something. Yeah. I feel like polls are too limited. I would rather say that Joey and Ethan will make out tongue kiss. What the? If, <laughs> if somebody no donates $1,500. No. It beats the top donor. No. And they've already agreed to it. Hell no. Well, <laughs> Ethan is actually married, so. Oh, okay. Right. How about the non married guys here? I'm staying out of this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. That was a dumb idea. There's too um, many people on Tumblr who already want to see all of us making out. <laughs> oh I've already God. seen drawings of whatever <laughs> you can imagine. Okay. Um, We're going to see that pop up. All right. I don't know, man. Like, should it be spicy pep shit? This shit is real hot, man. Well, I want to get. Well, be careful with that shit. I'm trying to put it back in because I don't want Shredder to get it. Well, if it stays up there, he's not well, gonna get it. I was just telling. I was telling. Oh, hey, hey, what do you got? Oh, like, what does he have? Oh, maybe a dog Is that it's fish skin? Yeah. Oh, fish skin. Well, I was trying to tell a story before. Oh, go ahead. So. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so no, what I'm saying is. They have, like, this pepper spray that you spray on, like, wood so the dogs don't chew on it. Okay, yeah. And my dog was, like, impervious to it. 
And it, it was like straight up pepper spray that you but spray it was on like the wood. Your dog my dog like was seasoning. Yeah, <laughs> he liked it. It was seasoning. So so she was licking at it the whole day. There you go. That's actually pretty good, oh dude. Ethan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's go like ahead, a Joe. good. That's a there good like mixture of like the two that. of you. That's like pretty incredible. Oh God, man. you got Hila's eyes. You that's got that. Really <laughs> the bewitching eyes, oh and then you got the Ethan eyebrows going to town, and then like a little baby food. <laughs> like, little free food. <laughs> this like, is amazing. Started. And he's wearing Teddy Fresh. He's wearing Teddy Fresh. He's repping the Fresh eyes. immediately. What the. Frick, <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, that's it. That's kind of, the baby. It's kind of disturbing. That's pretty great. We're gonna have to compare yeah. when your baby's born how close it is. Which one of us like got it? Got the drawing closest? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh I hope I hope it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Here, oh, sorry, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Lots of art. I don't know. Lots of art. Okay, listen. The next. Let's just do a poll. Yeah, go ahead. It's got. I mean, it's got. Okay, be I'll tell place. you what. I'll drive. If it, okay, whoever whoever gets the most. Donation on the next poll has to drive to the nearest blockbuster and rent a really embarrassing movie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, people want to hear Justin do the Rick voice, man. That's the thing you got to auction off, man. <laughs> Come on, Justin, you know Justin it. Does the Rick voice? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That seems like uh, that's not a poll Entry level. Whoever gets the most money does the Rick voice. Does the, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It's just Yo, like Gila has to do Rick. Eat it, man. Delicious. Okay, it's got to be a spicy pepper thing, right? I don't know. But I don't want to outdo Joey. I don't Joey. really understand pulls. We can't outdo Joey. Like, I'm over here eating Carolina Reaper, and Joey's sitting there, like, fucking on his phone. Texting. Where are we at? Yeah. Where are we at with the uh, donation? 42000 42000 We are getting close to that 50, man. Yeah. That's going to be entertaining. The well, 50 should Joey be interesting. Like <laughs> Tongue kiss for the victim. Yeah, let's see. You, uh, what the fuck is this? Uh, I love that this is our chat stream. This is great. Prank call? Are we wanting to do that, or is that a no? Was there any fallout from last year's no. prank call? It was all no. It was just because that was, was one of the most was, incredible was, things I've was, ever seen. It was live. like you know, it was sort of it was it was in good good fun. It was all in good fun. So wait, yeah, if yeah. We, well, we should have a don a drive where we get a certain amount. We'll do a prank call. <laughs> I love that we're on the fly trying to. I think I can set up a challenge for for that. What does that mean? Like. Five thousand. Oh, like little little challenges yeah, exactly. that fill the challenge. Well, who can bucket. we prank call? Popa bless. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's. I feel like I, I, that's 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 uh, that's a scary path because yeah. there's all kinds of laws and shit. Like, <laughs> right? Aren't there? We were a little like, more cavalier um, about this last year. No, yeah, we, like, I think we were just drunker last year. But, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Wait, we are all very sober right now. You guys want drinks? Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I need Here's a, drink. a perfect thing. Uh, alcohol, uh, okay. you know, let's do a thing where it's like, you know, yeah. we all have to take shots or whatever. This is what is. was missing from this. This is a missing right, ingredient. Ila. We got to give our baby fecal uh, oh, oh, I alcohol forgot about syndrome. That. <laughs> yeah, Ela's off the table for that. He doesn't but. have to drink. No. But I think I've seen Ela about as drunk as... Well, maybe not, but I've seen her pretty drunk, and she's right, look, basically the same as she is sober. <laughs> we, no. we, we, we just we just put you know yeah, we just I put Ela. Ela like, gets wild. We just put three shots on the table, and then we make that a challenge. Whoever has the highest has to do all three. Oh God! Boom. Three shots. Yeah, man. Dude, I got, someone's got to drive this. That'll trip. get interesting. I, mean, I didn't say of what. Uh, three shots of water. Can we just do a spicy pepper? Shots of. I'll do it. I'll do it for free. God I'll damn it! I'll do it. it. We'll get some get some drinks, guys. Be right back. Oh, if someone somebody drinks a glass of milk from the pool after after Joey goes oh, in. Oh, that's a good one. Oh God, I like that. even like just that. a shot of the, of the like just that little shot. That's of pretty the, nasty. 
But hey, you know, if the, if the money's there, you know what? That's the poll. You, that's, that's the poll. That's yeah, the poll. That's Dan, good. did you hear that? Nope. What's up? So a poll. The four of us, same victims, including Ian, Alex, myself, and Justin. The the loser you know, or we'll winner go in, in my, instead of me uh, has to take a shot of the milk from Joey's kiddie pool. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ian says he's lactose intolerant. He's out. That's a bullshit answer. That's bullshit. Ian. That's what he's saying. Ian. Get him. We need to get, we need to get a separate pool with, um, lactate <laughs> or whatever. Wait, the... Ian, are you for real? Are you for real getting out of this right now because of your lactose intolerance? Yeah, I should probably set this one out. Come on, Ian. A shot of it's not going to kill. Come on, do it for the fire, the people who... It's going to were... be 50% oh, shit and piss. Oh, God forbid, Ian, you get a little taste of milk. How about your whole house burned down and you have nothing left? Yeah, exactly. Know? There's people out there that need this money. <laughs> Put Ian in the pool. Ian, come on. Look at it slowly creep up. We're getting closer and closer to 50. We got to get to fucking... We got to get all, all right. the way... Meanwhile, let's... To let's the big pepper. Okay. With Joey, how, how, do we, how do we do this? If someone drops a quick 10 grand... We'll ship them a bottle of my urine. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Now nobody's going to donate. Good job, Joey. <laughs> if I see a $10,000 thing in there, you're eating the pepper with me. Oh, man. Oh, yay. So, uh, let's see. I got a bunch of entertaining stuff here. Uh, yeah, let's, let's look at some let's stuff. Watch let's watch some Let's look at some stuff. Yeah. Huh? Hey, anybody out there got any... Um, oh, sorry to interrupt. Anybody out there got any uh, ginger beer? Not alcoholic, just 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 good old. I take a soda pop. Could I you just want to splash ginger pizza, beer in, by the way? in this cup. I wish I could drink. Don't do you think I could drink, Ella? Or I should stay sober. No, yeah. not. Yeah, Wait, what happens if he drinks? What happens? I turn into a grim one. Oh, oh, oh! Like on the like, if you drink, I'm on, on a drug. I'm on an antidepressant. Oh, yeah. Then don't drink. No, I really want to, but you guys can get drunk. Wait, what do you mean you turn into a gremlin? Like the mixture is like, I turn in like a like when gremlins touch water. <laughs> you start multiplying. Is that what it is? I thought they turned no, evil. they start multiplying when they touch water. Wait, do they turn evil at midnight? Yes, if oh. they've eaten before midnight. There's a lot of rules to that. There's so many rules, man. Gremlins is like, it's 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 a lot of work owning a gremlin. I have got or a mogwai, I guess, technically. Before. So, guys, keep the donations going. We're so close. Come the F on to my face. Come on, guys. What's going I love this podcast is just us, like, going, come on. What the fuck? I know. This is not entertaining and it, at and all. And munching on Japanese <laughs> snacks in front of the microphone. Look at this little mushroom. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, they're really delicious, right? A little cookie with a mushroom head. I mean, I'll tell you what. Japan does not fuck around when it comes to making snacks. Look how bored Joey is. Get a shot of Joey. Don't don't change what you're doing right now. Just keep going. Get a shot of Joey. <laughs> He's literally you just get on his phone. Quick. This is so lame. We gotta get that pepper this into so Joey's lame. mouth. Okay, well let's talk about this. Three miles north of Mulcomb. So here we go. You dug this one up. Only four hundred and two thousand views. Is that a? Are you being ironic or? No, I mean actually, actually, I don't know. I don't even know what I meant. The other video had a thousand views. You showed. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for noticing, Joey. Wait, no, what? It did. Oh, the dog oh, one. The dog. We're oh. getting held up. Okay. These are amazing. These are the best candy I've ever had. Yes, yeah, delicious. Let's talk more about this. The, I, I I think that every burger, which is another delicious Japanese treat, candy. I don't think I brought one. Uh, very good, very good treat. <laughs> um, this is the worst. <laughs> 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 All right, we're waiting for you, Alex. This is the worst. This is the worst shit. 
so this year, people have a spiritual retreat in uh-huh. Norway. And this guy oh, Norway. is a guru teaching them how to repel yeah. energy using their uh, psychic power. Oh, I think I've maybe seen yeah. this. And so he is kind of doing a demonstration. Is this from like a larger yes. thing? Okay. Three miles north of, I don't know what it's called, but here it is. So this is the instructor. Are you ready? Yes, come here. Are you sure we haven't watched this? You don't just assume. Can you come, Magnus? I've seen this. I've seen this before. Excuse me, watch here. Dan, I feel like we watched this on the podcast before. This is my worst nightmare. Can we watch a video of you watching this? I'm afraid. Can we watch videos of people just destroying convenience stores? After this? After this, please. I know I've seen this before. These poor people are one step away from being in a cult. What are they trying to They're do they aren't, if they aren't already? So he's teaching them how to repel when physical. You're standing, when you're standing on, on the on the on the on the edge of a lake doing this, you, you might you're, need to ask. You might be in a cult. Right? <laughs> like the, they're doing that rugby dance. If you're standing at the edge of a lake, pretending to project energy on other people. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh jeez! What? So that's that was that an instructor. Blood? Watch, he tries to pull it off like he's oh, having no, a spiritual spasm. Oh, my God. Oh, oh man, somebody yeah. give this guy an off. What was he trying <laughs> to do? What was supposed to happen there? If you're so, giggling at the... He was going to pretend to be repelled, but they were goofing around, and he tried to make a point to show how real it is. Because... Is that blood? No, that's no, just like her shawl or something. He just gave her a tumble. Oh, now he's like, oh, coming too. Like, oh, I just woke up. What listen. happened? Oh, the spirit what happened? Oh, Wait, listen. He, he, he blames it on them. Watch. Where the fuck were you guys? <laughs> Where the fuck were you guys? I kind of want to give this guy my life savings and uh, follow him into the woods and wear what he wears. Oh, look, he's, he's healing her just by shaking his hands and nobody body. This guy's like, step aside. I'm the real guru. <laughs> Roll over, you idiot. Actually, that's when she was shot. Yeah, come on, take it easy. You're, I like, like, you're acting like somebody ran in, ran in, This is my favorite scam: is being a faith healer who injures people and then tries to heal them <laughs> from what you work. just did to them. It's like I've crippled you now. I'm going to make you stand. Like, you know what's funny? It's like she's kind of having to. He might have broke her neck, and he's like jostling her head. No, he knows. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> Suddenly, no, she's better now. Really hoping this shit turns out to be real. Well, it's part of the scam. He he did it to show them. Is there a snake? Prove that it can go wrong. You know. <laughs> like zoom in on these people. They're like, I wish these people would stop coming to this lake. <laughs> Just trying to have a nice weekend. What's the lie? They keep ruining it. Okay, you need to join us in the circle. All right, can you stop? Uh, the guy who can you stop? Can, you, can you feel your legs? <laughs> All right, listen, ladies. I love it, huh? <laughs> you think YouTube would have been the death of these types of people, like that they wouldn't get away with it? But it's just like somebody who's watching this right now who's super into it. Well, yeah, I, think, I, think I think these folks probably don't watch YouTube. They probably are pretty like disconnected. That's probably part of the whole thing. That's her fault. You know, well, that's really how they frame it. harder to not get body slammed by so, this dude. I watched this whole documentary. This guy's like an incel. 
It's a get. It's a getaway. They come together for like three weeks every year in Norway, mm-hmm. and this guy's all desperate. Well, are you there. Are you going? Or did you sign up? Or are you gonna go? Mm, those days are behind me. Oh, Shreve. Oh, there's, there's a ghost in here. Somebody let this guy out. So there you have it. <laughs> I just w- I just wish she was stronger. She got injured, and it's really her fault. Really she's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, look, like bringing the mood down. She she bummed everyone out by, you know, getting hurt when he rammed into her, and I get it. It's like I'd be bummed too. <laughs> you don't want someone shattering your weird culty belief system by being hurt and knocked over. You want them to like, you know, be like a god and and right. yeah, and yeah, yeah. float or something when tackled by a fully grown <laughs> ripped fairly ripped gentleman. Well, that's like Scientologists like uh when you go clear, you're supposed to have like perfect like perfect mind, perfect spirit. You could like project your mind and like your entire body's balanced. Yeah. Like, if that's the case, why does L. Ron Hubbard have the grossest teeth in the entire He's world? He's the gnarliest looking dude he alive. To. It's like his teeth look like a rock. No, that was part. a choice. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's like right now you know like like a gap a gap is like in, like a gap in your tooth oh, is yeah, like a hot, yeah. that's like the hot new cool once Madonna started. Like doing that, it. Give it some time. L. Ron Hubbard teeth are gonna be that's going to be a in thing. In a thousand years, it's going to look it's cool. It's going to be a thing. And he, he's just so far ahead of trends. <laughs> right. He was like, he was like, I want my teeth to look like this. I fully believe that you could be a successful cult leader. In a weird way, you kind of are. I feel like <laughs> what do we have a better memory than mine. <laughs> we got messages for messages Joey. Messages for you Joey. You guys can hit us with some sound effects. What do, what do we got for Joey? What do we got? Play the message music for Joey. Right in front of Joe, you can use. Oh, it. we we hey, we have a new thing that we can like. So Ozzy's we have a poll. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Throw the poll up! Throw the poll up! Throw the poll up! Listen, Ozzy's gonna come and and play whatever song people want her to play, like completely awesome. So like, so we have to figure out a way to do that. So it's like if somebody bids or somebody donates X amount, mm-hmm. like the same way we're doing this with like the face stuff. Mm-hmm. If somebody donates like whatever the price is. Mm-hmm. Then she, they can pick whatever song, and she she'll go in the other room, listen to it, figure it out, and come back and play it. Cool, that's so, right. So she'll be here in like I don't know half an hour or something. Should we order some pies? You guys hungry? Pies? I don't want to eat no goddamn pie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, I have a slice of pizza. Yeah. Go Wait, for pizza? It. Yeah. I want to eat eat any goddamn. <laughs> no, why don't we why don't we uh, order some pizza, man? Get some pizza. <laughs> get it from Domino's and give me that goddamn Hawaiian pizza. Get to piss everyone off. Get some pizza and put up that goddamn poll for hey, Christ. All right, hey, hold on. I got a goddamn pizza. We should get. I got to read off these donors that okay, are writing on Joey. And by the way, a hundred dollars to write on Joey. Too little money because these are coming in way too fast. Uh, so we have one from Anna, one that was anonymous, uh, one that is from Fuck YouTube, uh, one from Motivation I know App, Anna. <laughs> uh, one from Hunter Dutton, and one from Blue Harvest, and lastly one from uh, uh, WTF Boom DPS. Hell yeah! Hey, cool. Don't Thanks, forget guys. those names. Damn, you did have a big uh, deal with Adult Swim. What was that, two dollars? <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally able came to through. Justin finally donated. It finally came through. Finally able to. All right, go ahead. Where should I write on next? <clears throat> Find uh, a spot. For, is there room on the floor? What were the messages? The poll, Dan, is uh, is Ian not in it? Is he really not in it? Dan, would you be in it? What poll? Sure. Why okay. Not? 
Dan, Alex, me, Justin. What's the poll? The loser oh. or winner takes a shot of the of the milk water. Oh well, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> All right, that's, <laughs> that's the poll. Throw it up for Christ's sake. Now, I'll take a sip. I'll do a sip at most. <laughs> so if you vote for me, get ready to be fucking disappointed. No, it's a shot. It's one measurable. No, uh, guys, it's forty-five thousand. We're stuck. Come on. <laughs> Wait, I'll tell you what. We're Oh. <laughs> Someone get Justin a Viagra. So, <laughs> my mic. I see your arm, maybe? And me too. Um, the uh, I was gonna say like I think that the I think that if we're gonna drink it if 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 we're gonna put up a poll let this be a poll that runs in the background all the way till the end of the fucking thing yeah. because this should this should also by the way if the poll co- um, collectively doesn't raise past a certain amount we're all we need to get a. We're off the hook. Because if it's like, oh, we raised $2,000 now, someone has to take a shot of fucking Joey milk. <laughs> like, I'm not going to be like, Wait, that was $2,000 we're doing that? I wouldn't do that if somebody gave me $2,000. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's got to be like, it's got to be like, the, no, the but collective like amount <laughs> plus, <laughs> there's nothing even gross about the Joey milk. We can't even Are get the Are you kidding? 50, this guy's going to be sitting He hasn't even sat it. He hasn't even eaten anything more than a jalapeno for Christ's sake. I mean, he flew up from New York for Christ's sake. He's not being that guy. Damn milk! I believe, anyways. You know what? Let, let me see if I can't do some stuff. Um, Come on. Oh, hey, Aussie's almost here. Make uh, the poll, though. Somebody maybe. All right, the poll is up. Meet her at the stairs. Right, pulls up. Uh, Aussie's um, here. If someone can meet her downstairs. Well, she's almost here. The poll is up. Who takes a shot of Joey Salad's pool milk? Oof. My name right. is Don. No, one more. Let me see. Uh, how, who can I? How do I get this? This. How do I get this stream uh, more widely distributed so we can get some more? Uh... There you go. Yeah, we should do a second round of promotion. Get these motherfuckers right. out. One more. There it is. Elon's original. Yeah, article. call Tanya. Get 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 the retweet. Tanya, say. Elon, come on, <laughs> come on, Elon. Connected. Have Elon you, send us a submarine over fuck, here? I'm not gonna fuck either of those people. Tweet <laughs> Elon and say, "Yo, <laughs> I know you're probably <laughs> free right now. Yo, drop a couple not a busy guy." We get some. We get some drinks in here. Get hey, what's the what's the get some uh, drinks going on? Get some. Uh, <laughs> just whispering the word drinks into the microphone, hoping drinks magically appear. Can somebody out there bring in a drink? I got. I just went and made my own. I was like, I, I got. I need a drink. Um, what's the what's the link to the podcast, guys? Go, whoever, who, just donate a dollar and and post in the <laughs> chat what the link to the. What is it? It's, it's YouTube. Hey, do we have uh, the president uh, doing an interview or what? Oh, is 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 uh, President Donald Trump going to be the president of the United States? Himself? I have so many questions for President Trump. If, if he's if he's uh, we need a pizza, we need drinks, we need uh, a get, get president. The, uh, get the Hawaiian uh, ultimate from Domino's or whatever it's called. So it's YouTube.com slash slash H Street Podcast. You told me that like four times <laughs> on Twitch, but there's a there's a direct link. H Street Podcast, use. right? Yeah. Okay, so hold on. Okay, we got surprises throughout. Let's watch some more stuff. Yeah, let's watch some stuff. Here we go. Oh, did you guys know that Carlton is suing Fortnite? No, I think that's a joke. No, it's real. It's in theguardian.com. Carlton, I'm telling you, what do you guys think about this? Fresh Prince actor sues Fortnite for using his iconic Carlton dance. I like the guy. You know, I mean, I I I think he's great. It is his son, but what does he expect to, to get? Well, here you go. Watch the similarity. 
it's a definitely the event. Oh, dude, I mean, that's not about it. It's just straight up ripped off. That's the Carlson. But, but, but is that I mean, fair use, though? Is that, well, that falling under Because so the, the interesting question about this, and they're not just ripping off well-known dances. There's little people who have invented dances and done them very brilliantly. And Fortnite is frame for frame stealing their dances. Mm. And now, by the way, and sorry. We're at, oh, we're at like 45K. And then Fortnite is stealing their dances, like frame for frame, and getting famous. People are buying these dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy so they're making dances. money off millions these and other millions people's millions millions the property. property. Yes. Oh. Well, they're it's not make, like it's free. They're making tons of money, mm-hmm. and they're not credited. But when's the last okay. time you heard a legal case like, you did my dance? But it's a it's a new it's a brave new world. Yeah, it's a new world. I, I think it is a, it's cool a brave new world. That's what. Well, here's here's the issue with that because if let's just say I don't think he has any legal case for that, but let's say he wins. At that point, what stops him from copywriting all the videos of people doing the dance? You know what I mean? But I, don't uh, you think there's a difference there between somebody Wait, who's monetizing, yeah. monetizing on like, edge? We're buckling in. Just well, so if he's doing it, what's stop? he asking for? Like, what's the uh, millions? No, really. Uh, you know what? Here's yeah, why millions. this is happening. And I don't. And, and, I'm sure he wait, wants wait, some I, have a, I have a couple things to say about this. This, this. this is a bit. This is a bit of a different, probably thing than what you were expecting to hear. That was a horribly constructed sentence. But um, I, this is this is this is proof that actors and people in the entertainment industry are not as rich as you think they are. Number one. Wait, you're telling me this guy in Dancing with the Stars isn't as rich as I think? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, everyone, like, you see a guy on a couple of sitcoms, and you're like, oh, man, I can't even imagine what kind of mansion that person lives in. And the reality is, you get paid SAG scale. I'm sure that, um, what is the actor's name that played Carlton? I don't want to keep calling him Carlton. I feel like that's... What's his name? Shit. I know his name is, uh, you know what's funny? Even in oh, the Guardian like article. Alfonso, no? Even no, in the, I think it's Alfonso. He, I, I know it from uh, that, that food show on Good Even in the uh, Guardian article, they refer to him as the Prince <laughs> Prince, Prince actor. His name is Alfonso, <laughs> Alfonso Riviera. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Alfonso, it's like, you know, he probably made a good chunk of money and some residuals off of Fred sure. Prince. Yeah. And he's, or so maybe I've not. seen him host. No, he did. I mean, he, he made a decent amount, for sure. And then I've seen him host a couple of other shows, and he's great. He's funny, like, you know, but that's just, like, the fact that he sees, well, first of all, he probably, you know, and, and he probably believes he's completely in the, in the right. I mean, it's it's pretty much dead on. It's exactly No, it's the exact one. I mean, they, they, re- they reference this video. It's yeah, exact yeah, literally. Long. To do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's like, I, I totally get it. But it's like, you know, if he was just flush with money, he wouldn't give a shit. He'd be like, yeah, I don't give a shit. But yeah, it's because sure. Fortnite's making billion, a billion dollars a yeah. minute. But that makes sense, too, right? because if this guy, who's not that well-off, is like, oh, these well, guys by the way, 20 we're million assuming, bucks. I'm just jumping into the assumption. Sure, let's make assumptions. I think most people in the entertainment industry who are actors, they're not as rich as people think they are. Oh, that's yeah. very true. Particularly because like, the acting, it's not a 9 to 5 where you clock in every yeah. single day. After your gig is over, you're yeah, hustling for a gig. So between jobs... Yep. You know, if you're not getting residuals, you're literally not getting anything. And also, by the way, actor. a lot of times you're paid per episode. Right. So yeah. you're working a whole year yeah. and going in every day, but you're only getting paid right. for each episode and each and every season, depending on how many episodes are in a season. It's like the truth you're not is, really making that much I money. think very small amount of people in entertainment are actually rich. I, um, you know, it's so funny because I used to People think, you'll see on mainstream shows, actors that you see on huge shows on television – are probably not even millionaires. No, not anymore. 
in the nineties it was like this big explosion of like right. there was money and then there hills. But now it's like no and and I used to think like, Oh man, that's where the money's at. Uh and it's like, yeah, I mean I feel like I'm more informed now. I'm like, wow, yeah, there's not that much money in anything. Justin's just like trying anymore. to explain why he's not splitting the pizza. That's <laughs> all. That's what the whole building is like. Sorry, the conclusion. Oh, Jesus, you guys got spotting for this one. I saw you got two bucks on you, right? <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm good. I'm good I have you. to tell you. Where'd you get them Sharpies at? Sorry, go ahead. At first, you know, at first I was saw that and I was like, oh, great. You know, that's ridiculous. Me too. I but thought it was silly. But when you see that they actually steal, like, frame for frame, like, it's not based on him. It is him. So, wait. I you, didn't know they sell the dance, though. They sell that's it. Something. That's Wait, the thing I didn't know. Know. They sell it? I don't even. They I, sell I, it. I have no idea if they sell Dan, it. Dan, are Ian, you, you play Fortnite, don't you? Yeah. They sell the dances. They sell the dances, but I don't know... It's some of them are for sale. Some of them you unlock. Would this change if it was an unlock or a free like right out of the gate? It does, in my opinion. Would it change it? Okay. Uh, Can you guys? Can anyone back there find out? I think if you sell it, you could easily get a royalty. So it's like, all right, I call this court to order. (laughs) Tell me, do you guys know? I have three questions. Was Was this dance sold? (laughs) No. Was it uh, unlockable? Oh, it (laughs) wasn't. Was about, it immediately about. available from the beginning of the game? It was? That's, that's like a beautiful thing. Court disordered. Imagining that, Damn. one, that you end a court by saying court, court disordered. <laughs> but, like, two, imagining anybody in a sort of legal authority knowing shit about technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that was like, the most. What's going on here? Court's night. I've heard Help about that. Help me log into my phone. <laughs> I need to read it on All right. dogpile.net. So, it looks like I'm going <laughs> to be drinking. dogpile would be. So, uh, your worst nightmare come true. And it looks like I'll be taking a shot yeah, no, 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 cool no, no, no. for $40. I, no, 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 hold on, hold on. No, this is what, this is what I'm going to say. <laughs> If the collective total is not more than ten grand, it's not happening. Right. So get out of here. Yeah. Everyone who already donated, I apologize. We're keeping your money. It's like, you We're know, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta forty-seven thousand. Come on, forty-seven thousand. So close to fifty. How about forty? How about how so, about? All right, I'm giving another thousand. So wait, when we get to fifty, he's only gonna eat the. Yeah, the, the, they're not even that it's hot. It's not that hot. I think we got to change the rules. Listen, we can't change the rules. We, we, listen, yeah, we, 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 we did, we, uh, like, this is not happening. I think we <laughs> got to go. Hey, hey, take it easy. <laughs> I wanted to say something about Alfonso and this thing. Okay. Um, well, I, Dan, I, uh, donate another thousand. That's three thousand for us. Did anyone see, just, just to wrap this up. But donate it on the, on the baby, which drawing do I want? I'm going to bid on it. Fuck if you want. So, hold on, real quick. I want the Xbox, Dan. Put it, I'm kidding. Just uh, donate uh, $1,000 <laughs> because I'm freaking tired of this shit. All right, wait, hold on. Wait, real quick. Can I you just got say? It. Thank did, you, Dan. I, I noticed something, and I'm so out of the loop on this shit, but somehow I saw this, and I didn't know what the fuck it was referring to. So, thank you. Now I know the, the mm-hmm. origins. You're of this. welcome. But I saw a thing where he admits to borrowing that dance from someone else. Oh. Anyone caught up on this? You want to pull this one up? Cause, like, well, that changes everything. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm saying, Does like, it, though? Because this is the dance they stole. Well, if right he in. wins, if he wins, well, yeah, no, you're right. That's lit. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. What, so the questions I have is, was the dance inspired by someone else's dance? But what's not inspired by something? No, what sure. I, the only question. But that's, like, literally. The, the only question yeah. that matters to me right now, and you guys in back should be able to help. Was no, this, I, I, I don't know this how sold? I feel about this. I don't, was this sold? I'm not a lawyer or a judge. Or I, a, think, I think if, if it does go to court, let's say he wins, I think it opens up the door for, like, so much 
bad things the to happen. The end times. With copyright. I don't know, though. Because you could... Because yeah. you... Because if... Similar that wasn't yeah. identical. Right? They could have made it similar. I think there's more to the dance. For it, they could have, like, given him a royalty. Yeah. I think there's more to the dance, though. Mm. <laughs> no, you... I think it goes beyond five one. seconds. And I think it goes out of sync with him. Yeah, look it up. There's a longer one that shows more. Because if... You can copyright dance moves. Well, I have an even bigger question. Why is, it, why, why, why is there dancing in this game? Why, why, what's the game about? I've never played Fortnite in my life. Justin, have nothing, you played Fortnite? I, from everything I've heard about it, it's got nothing to You've never played it. it. He's I, have it. It. I, I, mean, I feel like I shouldn't because I'm also suing my uh, partner uh, uh, at, at Squatch Games uh, was the executive producer of Fortnite. So, I should, oh, so that's got to be awkward that you I haven't should, played this game. I should game. have played a lot of it. <laughs> I just... I haven't had a lot of time to play games lately. I'm making a game. Look at this guy. Um, I'm writing two TV. Or I'm doing uh, NBA 2K as well. You know, I, you know. Listen, I, I don't know where I'm at on this. Like, <laughs> you've gone all the way around. This doesn't look that good. This doesn't look that good. It's anyway. hard to decide. I don't know. Well, no, they changed. They definitely this one's changed I, it. That one's identical. That one's identical, yeah, that's, but that's, that's Fortnite, Fortnite again. Yeah. But the, the 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 NBA one. Oh, Those guys. Okay, never mind. Okay, whatever. We've, we've, we, 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 Who are we to say? Listen, I say Let defer to Joey. Decide. I say defer to Joey on this one. Yeah, Joey, what do you think? Let he's, him have the money. He's not in favor. I don't think he's going to win. Let the guy have the money. <laughs> 49000 Come on. Did you donate 1000 for me, Dan? I sure did. Thank you. That's why it jumped up. We're so close. We're creeping and crawling. Let's take a look. What do we got? What are people saying? We're creeping and crawling ooh, on this. Ooh, ooh, we're getting up there. Papa Bless, appreciate you guys. 25. Papa Pewdie Bless. I mean, it's rolling in. We got, yeah, we got, yeah, we got people in. We got people in. who are. Who Joey, will you rub a pepper in your help. eyes? I mean, <laughs> I did that last time. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Wait, wait, Ethan, what else you got on the docket? I feel like that inter- that's entertaining stuff. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. I lo- I yeah, yeah. Let's keep watching. Stuff. So let's I've, keep looking at and having and talking about entertaining. Would you like stuff. to watch a lady that drinks her own piss? Would I? Would I? Dan, do we have a pie on the way? We have uh, many pies, including okay. half uh, Hawaiian for Justin. Half Hawaiian, guys. Oh, Wait, I want it all Hawaiian. Oh, what yep. is this? So apparently, this poll is not doing shit for anybody <laughs> because I'm gonna have to drink his piss water for seventy dollars. Can I get a string of that? So let's watch a lady drink her own piss. No, just grab the little edge, yeah. rip it. No, well, I need more <laughs> leverage than that. There you go. Oh, <laughs> come on, come on, you got this, Justin. Where do you get this? Every time I go to Justin's house, he has weird, interesting candies. Go to a Japanese um, store. Oh, okay. Any Japanese store. <laughs> yeah, Japan have... understands candy. They understand cartoons. They understand things that are like appealing and delightful By the way, and strange and novel. You know what else they understand? The art of the Hentai. dopamine hit when you're opening an, a blind box <laughs> item. Oh, yeah, they they do the uh, best blind box. They've been doing that forever. Well, before we even were, like, we, we were dabbling in blind box items 50 uh, years after they were, <laughs> like, it's so funny. And then and then th- these LOL surprise toys, anyone know about these? LOL, no. They're 90% garbage and 10% toy. But it's all, it's, it's all, like. That's the perfect ratio. <laughs> Yo, do you guys want to watch a lady drink her own piss? Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're in Rome. <laughs> we're here. I mean. <laughs> well, if you want to watch the lady drink your piss, you all better fucking donate. <laughs> oh, we're close. You. We're close. We're close. Somebody oh. kicked in. Somebody kicked in. I cannot in. believe James Weiner is still 
our top donor. I should have donated more so I get the spot. <laughs> James Weinhoff. I just, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. Come on, be cool. Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> he is our top donor. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should be more respectful. <laughs> yeah, we love James, James Weinhoff. And actually, he's donated uh, several other times for a bunch of the items uh, in like $500 blocks. So I think he, he's kicked in probably three or four grand at this James. point. So that guy's a hero. James. He deserves to be at the top for a little while, you know? Yeah. All right, let's watch the lady drink her own piss. And by the time this is done, I freaking better see that be a 50K. And then hopefully that's entertaining enough that we go up to 75. Where's Mr. Beast? Where's Mr. Beast? Exactly. It's weird texture. Where's Mr. Beast? Eating it? Yeah. Eat him. But it's so delicious that you can't stop eating it. It's got the resistance of gum, but it doesn't chew like gum. Yeah. Crazy, right? Are you loving that, Eli? I love it. Can I get a little strip of that? They're kind of like plastic. That was my first reaction. And then then it started growing. And then I was like, you know what? I don't give a guy. I love it. I don't care. I love the texture. Getting your system. The fight? Yeah. Was supposed it's to like happen, but the production company tongue. ghosted us. It's like you found a tongue and you started eating like a plastic candy tongue. Yeah. If you are still training for the fight? Right, we got one more. We got one more drawing for, for the. Because uh, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> one, one more drawing here for the Gravity Falls man. You cute little Mabel. She's sitting there. She's going, "What? She could be yours." Ooh. Putting her and putting her in the pile. Original art. She's seen the horrors that she's heard. Original art. <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? All right, let me finish one last part of that. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to color that mouth in, and then it's done. I'm going to um, go to the bedroom, hopefully when I get back. Yeah, we're 500 away, so. Someone in the comments said, Ian, go on a date with me. Whoa! <laughs> Let's dig into that for a second. Wait, put Ian on the mic. Ian, are you still dating that girl, or are you single? <laughs> I'm dating right now. Uh, so, can uh, really? you off for a date? No, he's, uh, he's That's uh, a shame. taken. How about charity, Dan, are you seeing somebody? Uh, Nobody, seriously. Uh, would you be one? What, what do you mean, nobody seriously? <laughs> That's what he means. That means you're saying really somebody. Listening right now. I can't touch him because I've got um, pepper hands. Yeah. So Dan, can we raffle you off for a date? We're doing this for. I don't know about that. We're trying to raise money for the. The, Cal- the California wildfire. Oh, somebody donated five hundred dollars. Very cool. Finally. Thank you. Good job, Reagan. Oh, we're at fifty thousand. Finally! Woo, woo, woo. Finally! Beautiful. Beautiful. Hit me with the music! Uh, come on! Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's not even here for this. <laughs> but this is gonna be. Can we make him eat food? Alright, that's it. Alright, alright. Hey, will you. Uh, Joey, Joey, in the pool. Will you add an option for someone if they buy. A, um, I don't know, what, 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 what should it be? Like, like 200 bucks? If. if, 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 if Basically, for 200 bucks, they can pick any song, and Ozzy has to learn it and come in and, pl- and play it. Mm-hmm. And just cool. add it to the to the thing. Yep. You got me addicted. 200 bucks. Any more. Any song, just more. learn it and play it. I'll, I'll see if I can figure out a way to do that. <laughs> it's we'll the get same thing as, like, the, the, however you have it set up for us, writing shit on <laughs> right. Okay. Like okay. That's yeah. 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 First yeah. of all, everybody, we're at 50000 yeah, That's a round of applause right there. Thank you. That's thank amazing. $50,000 is a lot of money. Okay. It's going straight to... Direct relief. That's incredible. It's going straight to Joey. If anybody's tuning in right now, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the next what's the next? Now, don't you think that round? we should make him skip one to the spicier? Well, stuff? I don't know. Do you think we're I mean, going to get? He's not here. Not he fair. might not know which one we give him. <laughs> well, one's fresh, one's dry. <laughs> well, the other two. So this is the Carolina Reaper. This is the shit that I had a nibble of and fucking lost my mind. So what, yeah. what's but yeah, what's this is next the Wicked Reaper? So oh, they're both Carolina Reapers. So what's up next for him then? 
So up next would be no, the ghost chili. No, technically. No, no, no. He's he's going to eat a whole habanero. Yeah, that's, that's right. That, that's seventy-five. That's the 50, when we get into that. the, yeah. the uh, ghost chili. That's that seventy-five. This I, will fuck him up. That's I think, seventy-five. Yeah, I think okay. we should skip the habanero. No, we can't. We can't. 